Podcast like a motherfucker. Welcome to Amazon Podcast. Number... <laughs> you don't know. No, no idea. Maybe, Maybe I should close the door. Yeah. I'm going to have a look at what number we're on. <laughs> I actually listened to some of them. You actually listened to them. So 34. 34. Episode 34. Welcome to Amazon Podcast. Mm. Episode 34. Episode 34. We're right here now. in... Where, what, what did you describe it as, Patrick? The Extra Room. The extra room. <laughs> That's the worst name ever. The guest it, it could have been any room. Any room. It could be the, like the guest room with the view to the health authorities of Denmark. <laughs> is that what? It, is that what it's opposite? It's the um, actually that's um, the authority of health and authority of uh, medication, both so, in the building right okay. there. So it's like a industrial building opposite. It used to be like soy uh, building. Like build, building that will just make soya products, but now it's the health authorities in Denmark for medication and general health. Okay. So you feel healthy right now, right? Yeah, I've been I've been drinking way, way so much wine tonight. But <laughs> you know, if if wine didn't have so much alcohol, it would be quite healthy. Grape juice. It's full of lots of sugar. I mean, grape is full of antioxidants, so it's good for you. Apparently, like one glass of wine is good for you every day, but. We've had like how many glasses of wine? <laughs> Two bottles. Two so, so Patrick and I played a game this evening, and we had a rule. Three bottles. <laughs> we had a rule that every, every no four bottles because I brought a bottle as well. This is the fourth bottle now. So four bottles of wine. Yeah. So we had a rule that every time you roll a six, you have to drink. But it's only thirteen percent. The one that I had is fourteen and a half. How much was the rosé? Thirteen, I guess. Okay, so. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, when you roll a six, you drink a finger. Yeah. <laughs> Ish. Ish. <laughs> oh, we have big fingers. <laughs> I have small fingers. <laughs> small fingers. <laughs> yeah. So welcome to Amazon Podcast. Um, we have a little bit of an agenda. I would say I've been like writing down um, little stuff you want to rant about. S- stuff I want to talk about. Yeah. More about. I must say it has been a while since we've had a podcast. Yeah. Um, uh, as as we've been a podcast now for two two over two years actually, and we only have thirty four episodes now. <laughs> yeah, what, that's fifty two little. What can I say? That's fifty two little. That's like every four weeks. Good job, you. Let me so, just. Yeah, let me in. I'm gonna apologize while you let me in. So, uh, Danish summer is this kind of weird thing that happens in Denmark every year, and. Um, Basically, the summer is intoxicating and people just want to go outside and there's not much ninth age that's been played, so it's been a while since we've had a podcast and yeah, I haven't really got, I haven't really got a good excuse, but the, the last episode we went to Sweden and we actually recorded an episode in between, but I just didn't release it, I didn't get around to editing it because it was basically a massive rant about the Highborn Elves. Why would you rant about the Highborn Elves? Yeah, exactly. So I didn't, I didn't actually release it. You, actually, no need to release it. It's, actually, it, the episode the is fine. Yeah, it's the really episode good. was a rant about people ranting about Highborn Elves. So Christopher bought some rosé. Let's let's have it. Let's it's have like Augie and the cockroaches. 
Yeah. You, you missed out on the uh, the Moldovan one. On the leadership test. I did. Oh yeah. On the also yeah, on the leadership test. I suppose there'll be another challenge. One yeah, one. yeah, I'm sure. One way or another. So have a seat, Christopher. Christopher just joined. Uh, <laughs> oh, we're alive. Hey, yeah, yeah, we're are, we, are we going to talk about the Jewish dwarfs? No. <laughs> yes, of course we're going to talk about the Jewish dwarfs. <laughs> you see the threat? I read it. I, I skimmed it. I, was, I just read five sentences and I'm like, okay, this is yeah, going to shut yeah, down yeah. so hard. Yeah. I was like, I'm just not going to go here. <laughs> what is this fucking at? Is let, it let's, let's, let's hold it. Let's hold it for, okay. the, for the podcast. <laughs> so let's start again. <laughs> Welcome to Amazon Podcast, episode number 34. Point 0.5. 0.5? 0.5. 0.5. How many segments are there? We literally just started. Alright. We started half an hour ago. So, Doing uh, random shit. Henry P. Miller. Christopher Dirac. The Italian Stallion. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but it's the name I, I was given. It's true. It's true. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna, you're gonna get some themes here. No worries. You need to put the the Formula One anthem in. Formula One now. But is there Formula Formula One? Formula One anthem just got released like one or two weeks ago. They have a special anthem for the Formula One, <laughs> and Ferrari is winning the championships right now. So I hope they win. At the end of the year, also. If they win, will you get the Italian horse logo, uh, sorry, the Ferrari horse logo tattooed on your bum? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping he'd claim that. <laughs> well, he is live on the podcast, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he had to think about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna get a tattoo. <laughs> okay. Why would you put a bumper sticker on a Ferrari, right? Exactly. Yes, yes. <laughs> So actually, we have um, quite a lot of different things to talk about tonight. Yeah. Um, as I said, crisps. Maybe, maybe previously, I don't know how I'm going to edit this, but crisps. It's been a really, long, really long time since we podcasted. Um, that's mostly due to Danish summer being really, really warm this year. It's a um, month ago. I mean, the Danish summer is like 38 degrees all the time, and usually we have like. One Four, week, 14, 14 degrees, and we have one week of twenty degrees. But it's been like this since April. It's amazing. I've never. I don't think. I. I can't recall anything no, like this. I mean, I've been here five years. So yeah. the, the conclusion is, we need to run more diesel cars <laughs> <laughs> all over the fucking yeah. cities. More global warming. Let's have, have it. <laughs> the mother of all fuck off winters. It's gonna be yeah. So in this bitch. So the night king is gonna come from the, Sweden. The kicker is that it used to be That's warmer. Casimir it, it kind of looks a little bit like the Night King. <laughs> oh, like a what? Like the Night King, Casimir. Ah. If you shaved his hair off and gave him horns. <laughs> that, is, that is a modification. <laughs> the problem is, no matter what we do, it's going to be warmer from yeah. now on and forward. Yeah. The next couple of ten, twenty. So 30, we we tried years. to give you an excuse, but we didn't really have one. It's just been really hot, and no one's really playing that much. And. Everybody is really 
No, everybody, everybody likes the the warm weather and the sun. Yeah. And no, no one's really playing tournaments right now. Yeah. So, I'm, I've, I've except for one tournament. Yeah. Except for the you know the Poland tournament and the ETC and, <laughs> and the one lesser hope. No, no one important is playing tournaments. And everybody's watching you the World Cup in soccer. Oh, yeah, and, I'm watching that. But apart from that, yeah. nobody's doing anything constructive at all. I don't think I've done hobby in four months. Five I, months. I, I, I painted yesterday, so I painted some models and I based some models. Now those two in themselves are pretty new. That's crazy. So I think uh, first we have a little bit of a news segment. Okay. So firstly, I just want to say congratulations to Jonas. Oh yes. Uh, just had his child this week. He's a he is a dad. Jonas is a dad. He got a, he got a girl. That's what that's unfortunately, but yeah. you that's know, regrettable. <laughs> it's a fifth. 50 50 chance. Actually, <laughs> it's more like 48 52 chance of getting a girl. Rigged. Because normally, <laughs> normally more boys are born than girls. Uh, the other way around? No, no, more boys are born than girls. Well, not in India, it's more girls. But in Denmark, the statistics say that it's like 52% boys, 48% girls. Yeah. Okay. Congratulations. Congratulations to Jonas. Uh, we, uh, we're we, very happy. Have, for we, you. have you seen the. Baby? The the kid? No, oh. not in person. Not in person. No. Just in, in pictures. Person. We yeah. need to we need to go to him and just we bring, need to put bring, the baby on the podcast. Bring, <laughs> bring, bring him presents like you know like gold and like uh, myrrh, myrrh and stuff like that. <laughs> maybe maybe we need a new mask on. Just saying, we could do like a we we could we could give the wolric to the baby. Oh, okay. All well, maybe maybe okay. a new and cleaner wolf. All I'm saying, all I'm saying, Simon. I hope you're listening to this podcast because he's, he's, not. he's not. He's probably not. <laughs> but we we have this we have this kind of uh, agreement between us in the Anatom podcast. It's a mascot. We have this mascot called Walric, which is like the sheep of the like a sheep with it, headphones. It's a sheep that's on all the dice. Yeah. So it's like the, the our like image. We have like a like a toy sheep with headphones, and um, the agreement is that if if you're the one that does the worst at a tournament. You have to ha- have the sheep for the next tournament, and Simon has done the worst at the last two tournaments, maybe three tournaments. And that's incredible in itself. But he gets so drunk that he wakes up in the morning and just like completely fucks the tournament for the next day for himself. Well, last time he slept for one hour between Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, exactly. So and so he drank yeah. half. He drank half a bottle of gin for breakfast. <laughs> and that was it, hero. <laughs> so basically, my, my gin. So, ba- <laughs> <laughs> so Simon has should have had Woolrick for the last like two or three months, but instead, because he got so drunk, Woolrick has been at my apartment for the last two or three months. So my my philosophy is. If Simon does the worst at the next tournament, he has to have Warwick for perpetuity. Or, or, tattoo. Or, <laughs> or he has to have a Warwick tattoo. I like tattoo better. Yeah. I agree. Agreed? Yeah, it just has, it has to be, it doesn't have to be a big one, a small one, just like the logo from the Amazon podcast. Yeah, I agree. Like, like yeah. 10 times 10. <laughs> like 10 inches times 10 inches. Yeah. Small tattoo. Yeah. On the back. Yeah. Just above the ashtray. Yeah. So, Simon. Like a, like a number plate. If you're listening, you've got one tournament to prove yourself. Otherwise, tattoo or perpetuity Warwick. 
And if you don't go willingly, we're gonna force you. Yeah. We tie you down. We have. And we all know that you're gonna get so drunk anyway that we can get away with it. We have, we have, we have access to horse uh, sedatives, so don't worry. MDMA. Yeah, well, it's more like. Uh, well, he'll probably have that actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like a gel, you just eat and you go like fuck. Anyway, so um, the real news is that ECC is happening soon. So what I want to do on this episode we don't know is, shit about it. is actually um, go through some of the ETC lists. Um, we're going to go through actually most of the news that has happened since the last episode. And um, also, I know Patrick has a little bit of a, a problem, let's say, with the, the Soaring Ancients uh, at the moment. So we're going <laughs> to so, uh, a little bit talk about that. Um, so to start with, the news. Uh, yeah, the ninth scroll came out at uh, the weekend. I read it. You like it? Uh, it's a lot of text. I thought, really, kind of. Okay, fair enough. Like, please give me some, give me some feedback. I didn't read it. I, uh, <laughs> I like the, uh, I like the the contents. Like, the quality of the articles is great. Mm. Um. It's catering to a very narrow audience, uh, in my perspective. I mean, the battle report was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I'd like to personally see more hobby content and less philosophical discussions about rules. And I think the uh, uh, the, the narrative scenario, like the scenarios, and there was some alternative something yeah. else. What, what was that? There was like uh, a secondary objective. Yeah, like a like a scenario pack. Yeah. I like the idea, but I feel personally that the people who play the ninth page, if they want to make scenarios, they usually have a pretty good idea of what they want to do mm. in the first place. The, it was more like a, um, that. That article was like a because I know, I know that there's some people who like ob- obviously when you play the ninth page, you can play it however you want. Yeah. Like if you and I play and we say okay, we're playing more of like a narrative game. Like sure, th- this yeah. is this is like a narrative that we have kind of ongoing. This is going to be the scenario, mm-hmm. but there's also some people that kind of turn up to the game, and and they're kind of in the same position, but at the same time they want something that's balanced. Right. So that they want to play like a more narrative game, mm-hmm. but at the same time they, want they also want to do something that's still fair for each team. Yeah, I can understand. Because because if you and I turn up and we say, okay, you're playing Kingdom of Ecotain, I'm yeah. playing Elves or something. Yeah. And. We say we have like an ongoing narrative, and we say, okay, my elf army has to kill your general. Oh yeah, yeah. that's the plan. Yeah, but that's quite difficult to do. Yeah, so you're going to be flying around, standing in the corner. Yeah, right? yeah. That's right. yeah. The if general you're... of the Ukrainian is really, really hard to kill. Exactly. So, so the point is that if if you have that kind of narrative, it's difficult. But the, the scenarios were more of an attempt to give people who want to play a little bit something a little bit different, like a, a balanced al- balanced alternative to the current rules. Right. Well, I, I think it did that, um, certainly. Yeah, but I, it's just, I don't know. It uh, The layout was great, as usual. I think you did a good, good, good job on that. Um, yeah, it, it's a quality thing. It's just, in my opinion, it's less of a, it's more of a, let's say, a theory crafting magazine rather than a hobby magazine at this point. Okay, and you would, you would rather see it more of a hobby magazine? In my opinion, for a magazine like that, I when I recall the old White Dwarf and whatnot, I, it's usually the inspiration of seeing 
super cool converted armies and and you didn't think that with the orc army or i think i definitely thought that with the orc army but uh you know i generally speaking i think it's a really high quality magazine it's just my overall impression of this one was that it was kind of you know rule theoretical yeah okay fair enough i mean the the idea is that it caters caters to everyone Like hobbyists, people who want more rules and more uh, analysts, uh, anal- analysis. Yeah, <laughs> edit that one. It's supposed to be a mixed bag in the yeah, general. It is, it, yeah. it is, it is, and it's definitely not bad. I'm not saying that. Yeah. So um, in the school this month, there was a advert for an art competition. So we, the idea is that there's going to be an art competition running for the next two months. And um, it's an uh, art competition for Warriors of the Dark Gods. So you can actually win some really awesome prizes. There's like a Wasteland Dragon from Creaturecaster. Holy God. Which is like a, a massive miniature. It's like 20 centimeters or 30 centimeters high miniature. So it's smaller than the one from Lost Kingdom miniatures. The big snake in the end. It's like maybe. 50, 50 centimeters of squaddle snake. <laughs> 50 centimeters of bone. We'll, we'll talk about this in a bit, Patrick, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can get to this. So it's like you can win, it's completely free to enter. You can win an actual. Uh, it's half a meter of snake. <laughs> with wings. That's with she, with that's wings. What she, that's what she said. <laughs> so you can win a, a Wasteland Dragon from Creaturecaster. It's Price a fantastic. Amazing. It's a fantastic miniature. It's an amazing price. And it is uh, a beautiful price. It's free. <laughs> and um, so please, if you would like to enter the art competition, all you have to do is send a picture of uh, something to do with Warriors of the Dark Gods fighting another race, and send it in uh, to the gallery. Um, you can find all the information on the general forum, I think. Um, and if you really, if you really want any more information, you can just write to me, uh, Henry P. Miller at the scroll, and I can, I can give you a link. Um, but we would really, really like a lot more entries to this competition. So if you have some inspiration, please send it over. Um, also, um, there's another thread on the general discussion, which is asking for pictures of armies. Oh. So I know right now that the the website is undergoing a uh, some kind of upgrade. And I think for the marketing purposes, they want people to send in pictures of armies fighting battles. So if you have a really nicely painted army, um, and you're... Or if you have an army that's painted from a distance. <laughs> if you have a really nicely painted army... From a distance. Please take some pictures of it fighting against another nicely painted army. And potentially your pictures could be, if you submit them to the thread... They could potentially be used on the website, and you get your army on the website and on all the marketing and everything like that. So it's a nice opportunity to get your painting if you're doing well, get your painting out there, and get your army out there, and also help the ninth age in the process. I know you have a really nice paint army, and Patrick is also hot. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's painted, you know. It, it's painted. You know, I will say that Patrick has one really nicely painted lawmaster. One more. <laughs> you, I mean, to be honest, my army. I can field an army for a tournament that is also with really nice bases now. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. So I think, I think, I think you, should, you should just use the 
She's used that photos from the from the scroll between my and Casimir's army. Yes, just to be clear, just to be clear, for more than three or four years, my army was the cover picture of the Facebook site of the biggest Warhammer store in Denmark. Oh yeah, that's true. That's, that's true. true. And I made it. I made it. <laughs> <laughs> but my army was the was the cover picture on the Facebook site of the biggest Warhammer store in Denmark for four years. <laughs> My army, the elf army, not the story ancients, the elf army. What, why did you use Patrick's army? <laughs> it was the nicest picture available. Okay, anyway, um, if you would like to have your army featured on the, Ninth Age, on the Ninth Age website, please submit it to the thread because it would help us out immensely. Uh, lastly, um, I know that internally they've been discussing about donations. Um, donations have been dropping recently. I'm not sure if this is because summer or because something else. Uh, but if if you're if you're invested in the ninth in the ninth age, then I'm sure I'm sure you can. I'm I I don't really like to ask for money, but like if if you're playing this game, then you have some kind of investment in the hobby. If you could spare one euro, yeah, that's fine. That's the thing. Like, if if everyone on the forum paid one euro. That would be 13,000 euros if everyone paid a euro. That's a lot. That's a lot of money that the Ninth Age could use. Like, as an example, um, as I said, we're doing the art contest. Like, this money kind of goes to towards these things. So, the guy that he, he there's a guy on the forum that donated the Wasteland Dragon for the from Creature Caster for this tournament as the prize, and the money the money kind of goes towards things like this. So. He donated this dragon, and he lives in Australia. Oh, yeah. So, obviously, if someone donates something, we don't want to ask them to pay for the shipment. Hmm. Yeah, so, sure. so the Ninth Age will pay for the shipment, and like money like this kind of goes towards these kind of things. So, if if someone's donating to the to the Ninth Age, then their money goes to like this kind of cause. So, like competitions or or expos or something like that that actually improves. The Ninth Age itself, so it's hosting, actually hosting the site. Yeah, hosting the site is like the most important thing, of course. If if if, if we have no money, then the site goes down and no one's happy because there's no rules, nothing like that, and there's no game. And then yeah. all the endless balance discussions are pointless because <laughs> <laughs> there's no rules. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, if, if you if you're like a reader of the Ninth Scroll, then you're probably also a reader of the White Dwarf at some point. Or a listener to this podcast. Or a listener to this podcast. One out of five people on the planet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, sorry. Maybe, maybe one out of five thousand people. On well, the let, let's say like the white dwarf. How much does the white dwarf cost now? Like nowadays, forty krona, fifty krona. Does it even exist 60? anymore? No, it doesn't. No. Back in the day, it was three pound fifty. Yeah, and that was in the days of yonder. Yeah, it was forty krona. And then it was. 50 kronos and then it was 60 kronos and then they changed the format to Age of Sigma yeah. party style kind yeah. of thingy and they fucked, fucked it up and they fucked it up and then they reversed it back to the old white wolf I have no idea what the status is now okay basically what I'm saying so it's like 50 kronos 60 kronos it's one dollar or something if, if, if you're if you're reading really, euro yeah. if you're reading the night scroll then maybe maybe you should just be like okay I'm reading the night scroll every month every two months and this is probably worth one euro or ten krona or one pound and and you should just kind of be like okay fair enough how, like, how do I donate Henry 
There's a there's a link on the on the website. If, if pretty much if you go to the Night Age homepage, oh yeah, there's like a big fat donate button on oh. the on the main page. No, let's let's go on it now. Let's have a look. Night Age dashboard. Let's see. And then if you, okay, it's really hard to find the donate button. It is a little no, bit hard. No, no, no. Wait a second. I think it's one of those uh, banners thingies. Go to the last one. Are you a beginner? Or you're speaking Polish and Dutch and... And then the last one? There you Donation. go. Donation. The last banner on the front page. Try to read more. Let's let's hear it. Yeah. So, if you want to donate to the Ninth Age, um, go to the last banner on the front page. Click read more. And when it loads, you can find... All the information. All the information you need. I haven't actually myself donated yet. Yeah, I mean, but it, I will, I will, I definitely will, because I didn't realize we were having money troubles. It's it's not that they have troubles. I mean, they don't have much expenses, but it's more like just to keep the website going, and you know, it's 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 just nice to have some some capital because as, yeah, if yeah. they have capital, they can do something with it. Yeah. Well, it costs three hundred and sixty nine point sixty eight euros every year to run the servers and the website. Yeah, that's about it. So they need to cover these costs. And they they say they need roughly two thousand euros a year, so you can donate to keep the project going. And if we don't donate, well, the project the the project it's called the Nine Age is probably going south. Yeah, I mean, at least for my part, I have a stable job, kind of. You yeah. could you could spare one euro. I can I can probably spare ten euros. I'll yeah. donate 10 euros. Yeah, like what one if you if you pay one euro a month, or even one euro every two months, because I mean the, the night comes just every 12, two months. Twelve euros once a year and it's fine. Yeah. yeah. And and if everyone does that, then then that's just amazing. Then we'll get right. free spell cards. Maybe. Yeah. So in conclusion, please just check out the donate tab on the Nightage Forum. Um and to be clear. The money won't go to us. <laughs> we don't get any of this. No, yeah. we only get what we steal from kids we meet. <laughs> and the candy. Yeah, I mean, it, candy. It, it goes towards things like paying people for shipments of, of their, like, their, their charitable donations for models or expos to promote the Ninth Age. It goes to, doesn't go into anyone's pockets. Hosting the, hosting the website. Yeah. Anyway, so the next thing on the, on the news is um, the ETC. I know from playing against Vampire Couch um, <laughs> that I feel they they stand a really strong chance of winning. They are the most picked army at ETC. I can imagine that. I mean, playing against it was fucking horrible. Five vamp- four vampires in a single unit of ghouls with <laughs> all the special rules you can imagine. I don't even know. I mean, whatever. So just ha- whatever. Okay, so I, vampires. They're the best right now. I'm, I'm just. I'm just gonna say I haven't looked at the ETC lists. Have you guys like looked over them? Only, only, them. only those that I played against. <sighs> okay. Some of the Danish ETC team. Yeah. So I think what we're gonna do real quickly is we're gonna go over some of the, the more prolific teams ETC lists. So for example, we don't care about Wales. No, no. We one, don't care no. about Scotland. Well, what about, what about uh, Belgium? 
We don't care about Belgium. No, no, no. that's not real. Bulgari. That's not a real team. Canada, not no, real. Not real team. Czech, not real no, team. Croatia, no, no. not real team. Croatia is winning the World Cup. goddammit. We no. have to. We have to. In the spirit of the World Cup, we have Denmark. To Denmark is. No, <laughs> not, a, not a real not team. Real team. England, England is a real team. England is a real England, team. England is a real team. Okay. Yeah. Although it wasn't coming home, so maybe not. England is <laughs> getting their ass kicked in the soccer ball cup. Well, anyway, they got kicked out by Croatia. Yeah, but it was in the semi final. You know, okay. last time England was in the World Cup, in the World Cup finals, Croatia was in the country. <laughs> <laughs> so, Croatia, Croatia founded their country and trained a better team than England. So, so when you put it like that, it's actually embarrassing. So, the England agency team. We got Dread Elves, Beast Herds, Hybrid Elves, Empire of Sunstone, Undying Dynasties, Soaring Ancients, Warriors of the Dark Gods, and Vampire Couple. So they're obviously behind because they picked Warriors of the Dark Gods and Soaring Ancients. So, right there, they're behind <laughs> points. Well, they do have... Let, let's see Let's see what they got. So, Mike Newman, good player, playing Dread Elves. He's got an Oracle, Magical no. Heirloom, Wizard Master, Cosmology. Cool Priest, BSB, Yemma. Alter, Shield, Moriax Revenge. That's called Moriax Reaping. Moriax Reaping. So there's minus battle points for him. <laughs> right before the game starts. Oh my god. 13 crossbows, Musician, Santa Bear, Academy Banner. Academy Banner on crossbows. Interesting. Dark uh, Spears. Spears, Musician, like full command, Academy Banner. Two times Dark Riders of crossbows. 26 Dancers of Yammer. Full command, Banner of God, Dracos. Two times one Dread Reapers, two times five Shades, and two times Krakens. What the fuck? I think it's a great list. That's what the fuck? I have you, no idea what's you going on. You don't like it? What, what's the banner of Gar Dracos? Uh, is it reroll ones and twos to wound? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think why, so. Why is it running two times Krakens? But Krakens are good. Hydras are better. Krakens are, Krakens are really good. But Hydras are better. Can you think? Does the banner... Am I mistaken? Or does the banner allow models with killer instinct to reroll ones and twos? Can he even use that with the Yemma? Oh yeah, because the fucking altar gives it to them anyway. Yeah, right? yeah. So yeah, they get plus oh, yeah, okay. one to wound, right? Okay. No, but, I mean no, they get that. They get the benefit. Where's the assassin? I think. No assassin. The assassin is so good. Yes, two, two, two times five shades. For for what reason? I think. What what, what what are we thinking? Why why are they bringing a list like this? Is it? Is this one of those, I'm putting this one forward lists? I think it is. Yeah. It's like the, the dancers are really good because they have a 4 plus 4 7 in combat. Or oh, Aegis drink. Yeah. You're running low on wine, Henry. You drink it all. We have, we have, we have enough wine, Patrick. <laughs> all right. I don't know. I, this looks like kind of a list that can either, you know, <clears throat> try to get points or try to conserve points in the corner. It, it can do both. Yeah. What, what do you think about the the crossbows with the academy banner? I think that's interesting. Yeah, it's a good solution. They're going close to the spirits to, to give them yeah. AP. And it, does, does it stack with double academy, academy yeah, banner? Yeah, it does. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. So it's, it's like AP AP three. A unit with academy banner gets plus one AP, and if you're within like six or twelve, yeah, of another unit with the academy banner when you charge, you get. Plus one AP, something like that. Yeah, it's only for charges. Okay. So it stacks. So they have AP a lot. 
AP three yeah. if you if they charge AP three if you charge them. No, not the dancers. <coughs> no, the spears. The spears. Spears are AP four if you charge them. Why? Two banners? No, they're only it's devastating charge. It's devastating charge. Uh, like uh, AP okay. rhyme of banner. Thing. Okay, okay. Only if you charge. No. Okay. So, but the dancers don't care about that kind of banner. But yeah. Cold trees on the altar, we, we all saw that from St- far, wa- stand- far away. Standard, yeah. Yeah. And the Oracle with Cosmology and Magical Helm, standard issue. Yeah. Everyone would take that. It's yeah. so good. Well, it's I've so been, good. I've been trying the janky list with the Wizard Crown and the Magical Helm, which you can do, by the way. Wink, wink, hint, hint. Anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> so, um, we, I, think, I think we think this list is pretty good. In general, like, it's okay. I why, I why, why give away the three points of the shades? Well, they can stand. I mean, if your opponent's not going to have any shooting, for instance, they can do a lot of work. Not if you magical spells or whatever. They're like easy points for magic missiles. Yeah. Anyway, they took them. England, they think shades are really great. So, good for them. I have no idea what's going on. So, there. Craig Johnson. Craig Johnson was uh, once a great writer in America, but obviously not the same guy. So also has a podcast, but never never posts episodes. So another guy, Craig Johnson, Beast Hurts. Who knows about the Beast Hurts? I don't. I don't know anything about Beast Hurts. But I, so, I do know that Craig Johnson was trying to play Sylvan Elves and clearly failed, and then went to Beast Hurts. And then fucked everybody up. Which is like Sylvan Elves, but with toughness four, more special rules, Kind of the same amount of strength for shooting. Better magic. Yeah. And ambush. I, I guess I can see the point. Yeah. So, yeah. Beast hurts all the way. So he's gone, he's gone with centaurs again. So, one, two, three, four, five centaur characters. It's a bus. And or, or it's a cloud. And two times 14 centaurs. So I'm ambushing wild horns as a monk. Mongol Raiders and Long Horns and Centaurs. Two times 14 Centaurs and Garkhorns. I have no idea what's going on with this list, let's just skip it. Th- this is pretty much his ECC list from last year. Oh, it is? Yeah. That's shamanism on like a Master Soothsayer. I have no idea. This looks like it. And it has a crown of the Wizard King on one Centaur's chieftain. So, it's five Centaurs. <coughs> five Centaurs, two times 14 Centaurs. Um, I guess some, the centaurs are really, really good. And then some chaff. <laughs> I've, what is this list? <laughs> it's two. It's, two it's, char- not, it's not like anything we see in demo. It's, it's two big units of centaurs charging forward, and some ambushing wild horns and some mongrel raiders that have? ambush and scouts and is it? scouts. Uh, so this is some sort of a rush list, right? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so. Or maybe it's just. Centaurs are like carry. No, but there's something about either they're drunk or they're not drunk. And if they're drunk, they're immunopsychotic. They can which avoid stuff, right? They can just run around and just be like light troops. Yeah. But I think if you get don't you get some sort of devastating challenge if you if you kind of are in the drunk thingy? Yeah, I, th- I think they have that. They have that. So they're like strength six on the charge. So they're pretty. They're pretty handy on the charge. Yeah. Um, obviously, like rerolling to hit because they're primal fury. So this one loses out to, I think, master ranks of bullshit cheap infantry. <laughs> no, you just like parry. 
a million clan rats with hand weapon shields. Yeah, yeah. Or, no, or, or spears, spears, spears that strike first and kill them before they strike. Oh yeah, it's probably going to be bullshit. So, so Ra- I don't Ra- know. Harbinson with Empire of Sunstar. So we have Prelate, really good. Marshall, standard issue. Wizard with Cosmology, really good. Standard. Marshall and Griffin. Yeah, standard as well, I think. I'm yeah. not sure. I like it, but it's not like... He's running handguns. I think, oh my God. How, how can you say England's a proper team when they're running handguns in the... Empire. It's, it's like five points. <laughs> isn't it? Crossbows are better. Well, the 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 marshal. He's a marshal, so he's a fighting character. No, he's no. got hero's heart, which makes him strength five and lots of attacks. And he got the winter cloak, that's the most broken item in the yeah. fucking game. Oh, yeah, <laughs> winter cloak is fucking broken. It's yeah, fucking. It's fucking. Broken. It's not a human character. Come on. It's, yeah, fucking, it's broken. fucking broken. It's, it's distracting. It's hard target. I mean, if you add stuff together, yeah, distracting it's not like it's fireball fire one and fire water yeah for on a human it's not this isn't on a carrot chaos character like warrior of the dark gods doesn't matter this isn't a anyway a, a running, is that is that the knight commander yeah. thing yeah. is it yeah which one is the electric count which one is this i think i think rasmus list Prince. is harder Prince, yeah. i think rasmus list is better yeah a lot better i mean so th- this is a good one but it, it has three times 18 light infantry with Crossbows, crossbows and hands. But crossbows are better. You think? Um, I'm not sure. I like longer the range. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But when when you have that AP2. amount of stuff in between it, I guess could be either. Doesn't yeah. he have? A, oh yeah. Okay. So the idea is obviously he has only twenty nine imperial guards. We were. Yeah, but the imperial guard are the so he, everything that I charges think, the imperial guard gets shot to pieces. But I I think the helpers are better. Yeah, I, I, agree. I agree. Yeah. So, not the most optimized, but yeah. Still um, good. Raph, good job. It's not the best, but. Five nights of the Sun Griffin. It's one too much, you only need four. Yeah, I agree. Imperial Rangers, two yeah. times five. Fine. What the fuck? I think it's fine. You need to. If you go shooting, you need to go. Nah, shoot everything. I, I think I think he. this is about as much as he can fit in his list. Two times five? The, the Rangers are pretty good for yeah. what they are. And the Rocketeers? Good chef. Rocketeers are amazing. Yeah. Multiple is D3. I like it. Only strength five. Only strength five. Who cares? Who cares? They, they don't, if they miss five, they take a wound. I think it. Yeah, it's fine. It's definitely not bad. It's much better than cannon. Yeah, I agree. A cannon is bullshit. Uh, to, to be honest, I would take one cannon, one steam tank, one mortar. Steam, steam tank is so good. Why does he doesn't have a steam tank? Yeah, I have no idea why he hasn't got a steam he tank. He doesn't have a steam tank. It's sick. If I could play I mean, three steam tanks in Empire, <laughs> I would. But everybody knows that Empire of Sun start. Every list starts with one steam tank, one cannon, one mortar. Nah, that's I it. I don't think you need the extra cannon. It's I'm so, not sure about the cannon. Yeah. It's so no, good. Two, two, rocket, two rockets is really good. It, no, no. Steam cannon. Steam, ca- steam tank, yeah. mortar. cannon, mortar. My, my, so good. Mine is steam tank, mortar, and then either second mortar or a rocket battery. Yeah, I agree. Double I agree. mortar is crazy, yeah. yeah. True. Okay. One more one. So, yeah, yeah, please. So, um. <laughs> This list we think is good, but it's not maybe as not good, the best. Not as we what, good as we've what, seen. What, what are they thinking with this list? It's basically a list. It's a good line. It's a good line. Yeah, it but shoots. it hasn't. And then the Knights of the Sun Griffin and the the flying flag. But they they was. counter. They, they yeah, counter they, charge. They, they, they go down and get the points if your opponent tries I mean, to hide. The Imperial Guards are really really hard to shift, mm. and 
I mean, the Martian on the Griffin and the the Knights of the Sun Griffin, really, really hard to shift to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, mean, the the Knights of the Sun Griffin. I mean, who? Nobody cares about the Knights, but everybody wants the fucking Griffins without wings. I mean, three strength five AP three attacks. Yeah, that's all. Hell yeah! Sign sign me up. Yeah, especially I mean, if you can custom spells in them. Yeah, they can be four wide, and there's one to you know. Loose some wounds and yeah. everything is good. This looks of the three we've seen so far like the most solid one. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So we move on to Tom Malvley. Morsey. Morsey. Morsley. Lay. Morsley. Morsley. Tom's Highborn Elves. So I should probably take this one. Um, Why? Because I'm the expert Highborn Elf player. You're the expert Highborn Elf player. You're the, ex- I, you're the expert Dino player. I'm just not to say. I'm just be clear. I'm not an expert. I'm losing. Like <laughs> you, you beat me today uh, with Sil- against Silver Elf because you played like a shit. <laughs> you, I rolled my dice badly, yeah, <laughs> and I rolled better. <laughs> That's why I won. Yeah. Okay. So, Mage, General, fine. Asmund Scholar, <laughs> waste of points. Book of Menades, waste of points. Destiny's Call on the waste Mage, waste of points. <laughs> waste of points. Ma- Wizard Master. Good choice. <laughs> Pyromancy. What are you drunk? What the fuck? Commander, BSB, Master of Current Tower. Now we're good talking. Now talking really yeah. good choice here. <laughs> Heavy armor that looks like it's like um, okay, an, an addition. Magical Heirloom. Yeah. Ghostly Guard. Certainly. Well, if you if you really insist. So two times twenty-four spearmen with full command and band of rhymer. Henry, you are the Expert apparently about Hibernals. I like this. I like this choice. I like this choice a lot. I like it also. Yeah, really good choice. It's a shit choice. It's an amazing choice. You need only one one unit of spearmen. No, I, I like no. him on either flank. They can two two Banarama spearmen is really good. You need one one spearman with Banarama and one swordmaster. With you know Banner you know nothing, Jon Snow. It's so good. Two two times twenty four spearmen with Banarama is solid. Okay, so you have uh, Rivers with bows two times. I, li- I kind of like the Reavers because mm. from my experience last time That's 400 points you're just giving away to the opponents. Not necessarily, that's the point. Because let's not forget Double Flea is still a thing. Also, uh, in some of the games I had, I had Yeoman uh, actually make... One of the games they won me the battle. They just cleared all the war machines from the backfield. And they were only Yeoman. Uh, I, ha- I had... Like seventeen skinks kill all Henry's spearmen. I think today. I think even though because they're high discipline, very high movement, uh, they kinda do a little bit of everything. I'm not saying they're an instant absolute uh, must take choice in every list, but in a list that relies obviously on kinda charging with the Rhymer spearmen, uh, it's easy to get the charge if you have two units of fast cap. Yeah, yeah. and, and they're super flexible. And if your opponent is shooting the fast cap, they're not shooting your line guard. Yeah, I, I think I think it's like a nice combo with the spears and the line guard. So, twenty-seven line guard with navigative banner—that's like standard. Standard. But you only need like eighteen. Twenty-four. Yeah. Twenty-four. Yeah. Twenty-four. Yeah. Twenty-four. Or yeah. awesome for you too. Just to have life, six life, life motion drink. Drink. Great. <laughs> okay. 24. Two Reaver Chariots? So, in a unit or by themselves? By no, themselves. by themselves. I, either way, it's fine. Yeah. By them. Reaver Chariots as champions? That's like the cheese with extra cheddar on top. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 
I'll, after we go for you this, have I'm like, gonna go you for have, you have some Parmigiano cheese, and you put extra cheddar on top, <laughs> and then you add mozzarella with balsamico. That's the that's the river cheddar. Which is like top, top cheese monger right so, here. that's uh, crazy. 130 points. And it's like, yeah, I take the challenge, boys. But you don't. I take the challenge, and I have Mufin nine Swiss rice. But you don't. You don't need them in a list that doesn't have a hit. Yeah, you, you need a dragon or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah but still. It's a really good choice. Yeah. Yeah. Two roof charts are nice. It's yeah. fine. One eagle. It's Excellent. Okay. So now, here here the waters will like be uneven. You think? I think three, we all agree. Three Seagatry puss. Yeah. Good. I I like it. The only problem is that it's not Sky Sloops. It's not Sky Sloops. <laughs> and they're better. Exactly. Yeah. Sky Sloops yeah. are Sky Sloops are so much better. Yeah. And everybody loves amazing. Yeah. I mean, I, who, who has the best Chariots that sloop the sky. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, I'm too yeah. drunk for I, this discussion. I, I see that. So, Queen's Guards, it has 16. It's a good number. Fine. But, like, the, 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 re- the Reapers need to be Sky Sloops. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's my one concern. Yeah. But, again, I mean, one Secret Reaper shoots approximately the same as one Sky Sloop, except. The sky sloop can move and it's hard target and it's hard target yeah and it can charge as a chariot with strength five impact hits and it's when you're running oh he's not running cosmology he's, he's not running cosmology yeah, okay which is a mistake which is a mistake <laughs> but if you're running cosmology and you're running the master of country tower it's really easy to get plus one strength yeah. on the goddamn sky sloop yeah, yeah. to make it strength six there's literally hits. nothing you and that's insane so I have no idea why you're taking Pyromancy. I mean, okay, okay, you have to kind of look at this list as a whole. But it's it's shooting a lot of unarmored models. Yeah, this yeah. list, this insanely, list, this list again is like a gunman list. Yeah, yeah. It's it's lots of shooting, lots of Pyromancy magic, and if you come close, it has multiple wounds against your monsters with strength six. Yeah, and, and if you come close, there's this, the the two spearman blocks that can charge you with lots of attacks at strength four. And as you say, the commander with the BSP, and he's gonna he's gonna probably be in the spearman of the lion guard, and lion the, guard. And, yeah, and the lion guard with strength six. So and distracting and distracting. So it's like a it's like a pseudo gun line with a lot of good counter charge elements. I I feel like this list loses to something that has uh, let's say a flying plutonium duke. I agree because I kill. Everything yeah. apart from white. This, the, this list can't fight like a one percent say character that's no, flying. No. So or, or not, not luckily, even flying. Just so you know. in general, so, like, so, a, like a cowboy or something. Yeah. Like that. So luckily, it's team tournament. So it, yeah. yeah, hopefully, it doesn't have to fight that. So this is definitely one of those counter armies. This is not an army you put forward. At yeah. least in my so on Dying Dynasty with Tom Uden, 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 Uden. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna he, have a look at this. Apparently, a pretty good player. He's uh, won the English Masters, I think. So let's take it from below because then I can follow a little bit more of what's going. Two sand scorpions, really good. Uh, it's an interesting choice. Two times eight shafty ashes, both with rending banner. Yeah, I like that. What? Really good choice. Yeah, absolutely okay. good choice. Well, they yeah. shoot really good and they fight really good. Yeah. Okay. Fifteen okay. skeleton ashes with terracotta. Uh, it's the terracotta list. It's the terracotta list. Uh, so that's basically just uh, on that unit. It's attacks. Uh, Cortex. You, yeah. Yeah. You, but you do get the extra 
I guess, toughness for, for standing there and being shot at. I mean, these two are objective grabbers, in my opinion. Uh, not well, you mean the archers and the skeletons? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, they're there. If they do something, it's nice. But if they don't, it's just like, eh. Well, this is on fives every time. This is a great. Yeah, so I'm not saying it's perfect at yeah, shooting at skirmishers. It's not. It's not gonna. It's not gonna win you the battle. Or no, anything. no. But chameleons, kings, water, seven elves, yeah, yeah. Uh, skirmishers. They're yeah. very slow. You have to be in mind. Twenty-four inch range, movement four. So. So twenty-nine inch effective range, yeah, and you hit on fives. Twenty-eight. No yeah. What the what the what the uh, it's, it's, are. it's in my it's experience, solid. it's fine. It's hard to use. I'm not saying it's not bad. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's there because you it's have to fill out. Two hundred four. Two hundred fifty points. Between the still, yeah. anyway, fine. anyway, so yeah. two hundred fifteen, fifteen archers, twenty skeletons with terracotta. So two hundred uh, res reservoir skeletons. So let's go six skeleton chariots with strider banner and notably terracotta. So the toughness five, obviously resistance drink. Oh my god! Oh well, the resistance, resistance, uh, la resistance. Yeah, uh, is magnifique. It makes them super hard. Obviously, there's also a pharaoh in a chariot that goes in there in a moment. Uh, he has a gazillion of characters, and he has a lot of different characters, which is one what, of those. What do you know? What the items do? Jackal's blessing and death mask of Tippet. Yeah, so Jackal's blessing gives you an extra wound and five of regen. Sun's embrace. Five up. What's it called? Ages? Fortitude? Ages? No, fortitude. 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 Fortitude, yeah. Fortitude, yeah. Uh, uh, the great weapon, great aspirin bow, uh, shoots a little bit. And the death mask of Tepid is. It's been changed a couple of times. It used to so be. So it has two wizards. It's, one it of, helps you break stuff, basically. Okay, okay one of cosmology, one of vocation, two adepts. Yeah, it's fine. No, no. Master's, master on cosmology. Cosmology is such a badass law. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it's the best law, in my opinion. Puff, yeah. drink, both Puff. of you. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> well, uh, so so he has uh, the pharaoh on the chariot, um, a death cult hierarch, uh, all with a soul conduit, a sacred hourglass, a wizard master of cosmology, and a second death cult hierarch. Hierophant oh. wizard at the on evocation. Actually, and that's an architect one of and a harbinger. On a chariot, so he has uh, a on chariot and a harbinger on a chariot. Um, Asimbow, potion witness, sun's embrace, scourge of kings. So he's like a hitty guy as well. But that's one of our points. Master on cosmology with adept on evocation is a really strong combination. Because of all the snipes? No, no, you 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 could you could not have the snipes when evocation adept. The snipe is number five. Okay. So you can't have it, but you can have. Some other spells like Lethal Strikes, Reveal to Hit, Hasten the Hour. I mean, something else I forgot. The, the, it's really good on evoca Evocation Adept and Master Cosmology is a really good combination. When I'm, when I'm looking at this list, I'm thinking that uh, you have to bear in mind the big change from this one to a regular list is that this one doesn't really heal. No, no. Uh, everything has res resurrection one. Uh, so whenever you cast a spell, you or augment spell, you raise one wound. But you have kind of a lot of augment spells from evocation and cosmology. Yeah, it, it, I'm, I'm, but it's not going to come in that much. The the idea of this list is that the two times eight chapters goes on either side of the chariot star, and then everything just moves forward and shoots a lot. Don't forget that the chariots also shoot. And so everything is shooting, and then it forces the opponent to kind of try to move forward. And then when he moves forward, he gets charged down by is the Is it still a list 
list where you can use the truth of times. Uh, the truth of times. It's, it's not as good. I mean, no, it's, no, it only on a fi- it's only on a five up. You get plus one to cast. Yeah, it, it makes you charge a lot more reliable. Uh, but, uh, but you charge on three dice. Yeah, it, it's it's. I did the. I looked at it and um, I you get you get. Work. It's like plus two to charge range, essentially. Uh, yeah, 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 more or less. It's it, for the it's, stable charge. For, yeah, plus two and for the same how, statistics. How much are the chariot charging now? Eight, seven. Eight, eight. Eight. So it's plus. It's ten plus what you roll. No. No, that's no, not it's, 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 right. it's more uh, uh, where you would you roll four, four dice and you take the two highest. Yeah. So the idea is where you'd four, before take a charge but it's on a 15, it's you can now take it on an 18, 19, 20. That's, that's, but it's, that's it's, the point. It's essentially plus two. Yeah, but not max range. The plus two, a static is it, plus it two increase, would be does it increase your maximum, but it yeah. increases your likelihood of yeah. getting the maximum. And it increases, yeah. notably, it increases your likelihood of getting the most extreme dice rolls. So yeah. an yeah. 11, a 12, and a 10 is much more likely. With so with a cherished star, with two characters and some chariots, you would probably take through the time just to get it on the five. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And just you yeah, know, sure. if you're like, if you're if you're ballsy, you just do one dice it. But if you are playing more safe, you just throw two dice, and yeah. the opponent has to really think yeah. because all of a sudden rolling a twelve is really likely. Yeah, something probably. like. Uh, 25%? 20? No, 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 not 25. No, no. 20. I have it on my phone somewhere. I, I don't, is it 12 or 15% chance of rolling 12? That's still really high though. Yeah. Regardless. So yeah, the, the next list is uh, Jake Cotin's Soaring Ancients list. That's uh, L Power. L Power. So Patrick, uh, you are the Soaring Ancient expert in the room. I'm not the expert, but looking at this, I see the Quad Lord. And the Quad Lord, as we talked about before, before the podcast, if he's just like in his pants, he's really shit. <laughs> so you need to upgrade him a lot to make him worth it. So of course he took his him as a general, which is three. The BSB is like hundred points. Yeah, grasp of the immortal is like standard issue. It's like everybody takes it. Which which one's this? The grasp of the immortal. Mm. Like plus one casting, plus one channel. Okay. The breaker spells is a little bit. Unusual, but it's good for dispelling stuff, so it's a great magic defense. It allows you to reroll first failed magic, uh, first failed the dispel attempt. Yeah, okay. It's kind of nice. Okay. He's, be a wizard, choice, but okay. What? He's a wizard master, that's basic, and then he took path of divination. That's not the most common pick, but it can work in some matchups. Yeah. For sure. If you're playing against something without high armor save, it's amazing. If you're playing something with high armor save, it's really shit. So yeah, in a team tournament, it can be really good. Okay. So, Sonic Warlord with the Raptor, great weapon. And now the build here is quite new, but it it can do something like the sound. The towers are vigor. It gives you plus one armor save and plus one health point. Okay. So he has four health points with with a one up save. Yeah. And has a fire up Aegis save with the. Dragonfire gem, so it's two up against yeah. the fire. Fine. Then he has the skin priest with the sun tablet and shamanism. I guess that's. What does the sun tablet do? You can pick whatever spells you want. So you can pick like um, summon the beasts or curse. What it's called now? The minus uh, one to hit. Break, break the spirit. Break the spirit. So you take break. It allows you to take break the spirit. How many points? It's forty points. Yeah. That's that's good. That's yeah, good. I mean, it's a good, a good price. And then he has another priest with the with shamanism. Um, again, 
both of the skin priests are making the the quarter lord have longer range on divination spells. Yeah. So it's plus six range, so which you really need. Twenty-four inch range from the magic missiles. Yeah, because divination is quite low range, so it kind of forces. It does. It doesn't force you, but you need like one or two extra mages to really make it happen. This guy has a lot of points in magic. Yeah. So a lot. the so rest of the army. Three times fifteen souls worse. That's like we're gonna grab the objective and. Yeah. Be, be here like around. Them. Yeah, I like this as well. Then some skink braves. Two times two uh, salamanders. I like it. Really good against like elves or something like that. Brain units. And Ter any Ter pterodons. Two times three. It's like it, it looks like avoidance. He wants so to shoot any it. Anything that's good against skirmishers. Yeah, but then again, two times two tower saws. It's like impact hits and salamanders. It it goes against elves and it has divination. So I, I would say this is like the perfect list to play against elves. I, if if you were gonna play against elves, I would play pyromancy. Yeah, but divination is also gonna be have the the know know that enemy which basically makes us the the source elves. No, no really. you're still gonna hit last. If you if you charge, you strike first. No, no. you go to initiative. The agility one. Two. Uh, agility two plus two. That's four. Yeah, so, so you strike at the same time. Yeah. No, but most of the elven elites have six. But it doesn't matter if you're striking at five against the elven core, then that's enough. Okay. Yeah, it. I mean, it does. The line guard. Of anyway, anyway, he picked divination. That's fine. It, he's a good player, so it's gonna work for him. I hope. So the uh, next one, uh, Warriors of the Dark Gods by Adam Jones. Shitty army, what the hell? It's not. Nothing against his army, but the book itself is really bad. I like the what he's doing with this list though. Three times four chosen knights with Wrath and Helbers and Flaming Banner. They all have Flaming Banner? Apparently. Apparently. Okay. Can you have three Flaming Banners? Yes, yeah. you can. Yeah. So it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> note, note that the reason it, that they have the, the, that they have the flaming banners is the reason is the, the sorcerer's alchemy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So he has exalted herald as a general. I think that's a good choice. I, I've seen some double exalted herald lists. I think one exalted herald is really flexible. Yeah. And that you can pick whatever you need for the yeah. for the for the, the match. match. Yeah. But. In general, it's a little bit expensive compared to other demon-like characters. The sorcerer and the demon-like characters. What do I mean? What's the problem? No, I just wanted the bottle. So two times nine barbarians with, I mean, the fast caps and barbarians with banner discipline. I guess they can grab objectives and warhounds, chariots. He, he. This is a weird list. Yeah. It's it's a herald, it's three chariots, and it's chosen knights. I guess the chosen knights. The chosen knights and the chariots will do all the work. Yeah. And the rest will just take objectives and be annoying. Yeah, get in the way. And al but alchemy is still a good law. Yeah, yeah. Path, Path drink off. I mean I'm, I'm not sure what to say about this list. No, I'm me neither. It's a it's a rush list. Obviously, it's gonna. But it's out of the out of the blue. Like, do do you think four chosen knights can cause some units problems? Yeah. But it can't. But it, the moment your opponent has parry on 12, a unit, twelve most four wounds against cavalry. Or twelve chosen knights can cause a lot of troubles. 
I don't, I don't know. I mean, I like the idea. They have Move 7, Swift Rides, and they're quite nice. It's just, I feel like... The other ones on the like 50 times 35 yeah, yeah. meter basis, right? I yeah. feel like this is a unit, this is an army that you deploy along the length of the table, and then you just decide, I'm gonna go to either flank, and then you just use all your units on that side. To no, I guess, one I guess you have two units nice on one flank, and another unit on the, on the other flank, and all the annoying stuff in the middle just to fuck stuff up, and uh, then you just take the flanks. I think you need to multi-charge things here. You can't rely on having just one of the chaos. I just don't know how to play this. No, I need the, I don't, I mean. I mean, you need alchemy. But what spells does he take? It's a, it's an additive, so what spells does he take? Does it matter? It just wants the reroll, right? Yeah, so that that requires it to be kind of open spell. Yeah, yeah. Gets plus, plus one armor the save. Armor save yeah. It's really good, and the lash is always good. Yeah, but he's not going to take the lash, not, not on this list. So minus one armor save. Either that or the plus one... Uh, Let's get it, yeah. It's going to be the, it's gonna be yeah, the armor save spell for sure. And the the other one is maybe the the plus one armor piercing and flaming magical attacks. Yeah, could maybe the one could could be still reliable. I, I mean, just just because you I can love give, the play rough. Just because you can give your demon flaming attacks and reroll to wound. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So maybe that's the yeah. The that's play. probably the setup. Yeah, but I I mean I I'm not experiencing warriors like in Denmark warriors not like big right now. No. Like I think in general people think they're not so good. So it's this is actually difficult for us to judge. So lastly is uh, Chris Legg's vampire covenant list, and I actually played against Chris Legg at the English Championships, and I'm I'm pretty sure that this is probably going to be exactly the same list as he he had then. So we have um, a vampire count. Uh, Brotherhood of the Dragon, so it's a different list. Uh, Spectral Steed, Paired Weapons, Great Weapons, so he's uh, Weapon Master, Eternity Gem, Legend of the Black King, Eternal Duelist, Adept on Occultism. Do you know what this does? Uh, so, Eternal Duelist is Weapon Master? Yes. With a lot of weapons included? All, all the weapons included. Uh, uh, Legend of the Black King, no fucking clue. That's plus one armor save. And... Something else. This is a new one. Yeah, maybe. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm gonna look at it real quick. But the eternity gem. This guy's on a fucking horse. Yes. I thought for 930 points he'd be on a dragon <laughs> or something. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm supposing this is a Death Star kind of. Vampire yeah, yeah. Or like or he, yeah. he okay. has he has six vampire knights, so it's all going in the vampire knights. The the second one is a vampire courtier. Brotherhood of the Dragons, Spectral Seed, Paired Weapons, Lance so Oh yeah. All all the weapons, Death Cheater. Death Cheater, what's that one do? That's the regular one from the rule book. Yeah, yeah. What's it do? Uh four plus armor save, four plus region. Plus what? one armor save, four plus region. It's a Death Star? I'm not With sure about this second vampire though. Is it BSP? There's gotta be a BSP somewhere, right? Yeah, the next one is a bit BSP. So the next one is the vampire, courtier, dragon, especially the weapons, all the weapons, basalt infusion, lucky charm. Okay. There's no BSP. No BSP. I mean, I guess you don't really care. Do you need? Do you need it though? Yeah. Not really. So legend of the black king. Uh, plus one armor save and Aegis four plus. Solid. Solid. So he's got um, the general, which has the eternity gem, 
The Eternity Gem gives uh, immunity to lethal strike or multiple wounds. Or. And multiple wounds, okay. sorry. And against the first wound, the wearer gains Aegis 2 plus. Yeah. I mean, this list, it's a Death Star. If the Knights get to charge you, you You're lose whatever they charge. Fucked. If it, I mean, you will lose. I don't think there's any unit in the game that can stand up to that charge. But if you flank this unit with something that's ranked with like a champion, help spearman, yeah, with banner of rhino, anywhere where the vampire lord doesn't get to go completely bonkers, or yeah. if you can refuse the challenge if yeah. he isn't on the side. I yeah. mean, you flank this unit. Um, is that going to crumble in one round of combat? I don't think. No. If you flank no, charge. probably not. But it's really good. Three vampires in a unit. It's basically three three vampires in a unit of six vampire knights. Loads of zombies, some chaff, and some and and an ultra bone death. That's yeah, that's the list. And let's not forget the vampire knights. It's two wounds, right? Yeah. So it's like twelve wounds at so two percent. Yeah. And yeah. do they have the? Oh, they actually banner have a banner of speed. speed. So, so not the focus. So move, movement eight. Yeah. Advance eight. We should say. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, the two times one altar of undeath. It's good. All the shooting. Didn't it change? It's it's good now. It's really good. This is still the strength. This is turn six. You get strength six hits. Yeah. yeah. So the altar of undeath. The the way that it works now, is that during um, the shooting phase. Yeah, they do the hits. Blah blah blah. So no no fortitude save now. So the, the altar itself has a fortitude save, but there's nothing that gets like a aura. But it's like a shooting attack. Well, I don't know. I guess it's flank control, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. I guess so. It's like clearing up yeah. skirmishes towards the end of the game. Yeah. Like running so, away in panic from. So this was the England team. What, what's the next? What's the next team that's worth talking about? Finland. No. no. France. No. I have no idea. Germany. Yeah. So Germany, a good team. Harmon Elves, Google Villagers, Divination, Asford Scholar, fine. High Prince on Ellenhof with Battle Infusion, Dodge Forge, and Hero's Heart, Dragon Staff. This looks like Furion's build. Uh, I actually, but I came to a similar build at one point. Actually, it's quite funny to see this. I'm not sure about this. Um, you'd be surprised at the amount of damage uh, High of Prince with uh, Hero's Heart can do. Double fire it's, Phoenix. It's 500 points. Yeah, I know. And you get five strength five attacks. Yeah, I, I mean, it's on on the cer- I think you only. But get and a breath. And a breath. And dragon breath once. Yeah. So, double fire Phoenix, double sky sloop. Really there good. you go. There you go. That's how you Six do it. Six Rhymonites, one Eagle, one unit of five Reavers. Really good. Spears, Spears, and Archers. 40 Archers. 20 40, Archers. 20, 20 all. Two times 20. Where do you see Where, two? 20. Oh, spears, sorry. Spears, Spears, and Archers. Yeah. Ah. Uh, and, and, and the commander with Master of Crap. Okay, so the commander with counter tower is like mandatory. Yeah, okay. of course, but okay. like banner of becoming really good banner. So he's sitting at the back. That's yeah. just a waste of points for me. Right, I want him to fight. Yeah, I want I want to utilize the fact that he's kind of also a fight. I, yeah. I don't like just kind of giving up on it. But yeah. even though he's just a 
just a Battle Thunder Bearer and he casts magic, he's still really good value for money. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah sure, sure, you, sure. You don't need him to fight to be worth his points. I mean, I'd definitely just give him a great weapon. Or does he get that from the upgrade? No, 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 no. I mean, just, just but, give it to him. But, find the 10 fucking points. But, you know, in 20. case he gets a great weapon, he gets plus on to hit with it. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. It's just... I, I'd just take, just take off a take off an archer or something if you can. Maybe yeah, maybe he's trying to call points. Yeah, I like this list better, but yeah, I, I like I'm it not, also. It's I'm not sure about a double five phoenix though. It's really good. Yeah, it is. It, yeah. I I can imagine that if it's, it's very match independent, it, but this is a unit. He's running divination too. If you are facing an army that doesn't have armor saves. Yeah, this one is gonna rape. fuck it. I mean, it's a rape. Oh my yeah. god! Loads of spears, loads of archers, loads of loads of fire. It's so. just a lot of strength. Four hits from yeah. all sorts of sources. So, infernal dwarfs. What? Where, where, what? Now, I want to talk if we can for a minute. Uh, I want to talk about what? What? What does he see this list fighting? Orcs. Is that a thing? Yeah. Any, anything with no armor. Yeah, but shooting, orcs, shooting orcs. orcs, peasants. Uh, Peasants isn't a thing anymore. No? What about vampire no. counts? Vampires, yeah. Mm. Yeah, vamp- I mean, vampires this would do well. What is he fighting with this list? Well, against the, with the divination magic, he's going to do well with against vampires. Oh, really? If they're armored, yeah, like no special saves. Still, it's, it's good I mean, with the against the against, against the ethereal stuff. If you yeah, if you manage to kill it. Yeah, but like, like you're either doing D6 wounds against it, or you're doing 2D6 wounding on a 4 plus with no special It's not amazing. It's pretty good. Honestly, it's pretty good. Yeah, but even even the Ethereum still have a firewall save. Do the math. No, no, but no special saves. That's what the Divination Magic does. Yeah, what for one of them? Yeah, sure. And the other one is... Div- divine Attacks. Yeah. So, re-rolling on a 5 Yeah, plus. I mean, like no I save. suppose it's good against Vampire Counts, but what else? Yeah, but like vampires is like the big, the big thing, right? Yeah, but even against empire, this this list is okay, pretty so good. So opponent puts forward vampire list. You put forward this one and something else, and you know, I I I don't know, I don't know, but I I, I feel that this list is like pretty strong. Um, I'm not sure it's the best list, but I, I think it's okay. Like I, I, I like this list. I'm not sure it's like my playstyle. I like I like the list of the of the Hyper Elves. Uh, I'm I'm not I'm not sure what it's. Uh, it's very very defensive. It's very very gunline. You think? Yeah. There's no shooting in it. There's two sloops. Yeah, two sloop two sloops. Twenty what? archers is, is a gunline. No, no, no. I'm s- I'm sorry. No, no, it's not, it's average. Yeah. And two fire phoenixes. That's just like yeah, I'm I'm, s- I'm sitting here. Well, my fire phoenixes are flying around. Well, it's still shit. a very dynamic list. It's it's going to be all over the place. There's one unit that can charge long distance. No, I mean the point is you play the phoenixes. You have to get close with the phoenixes to do the ja- damage, right? Eighteen inches. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but still. So you kind of like still still you <laughs> have to you have to kind of get them turn behind. Two. Yeah. Yeah, in a way, you still have to get them behind something, right? And then you can fly all over the yeah, place. Yeah, all sure, the, all sure, the time. sure. Obviously, the master of the character is going to take the Raven's Wing spell in this list. Yeah. Do we have Denmark up there? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, up, yeah. up there somewhere. There, there you go. Okay, so. So, instead of going through all the lists, we're going to go for England because I'm English. We, we already did that. Did we all did that. And Denmark. I, I have to edit this. So, we're going to go for England and we're going to go for Denmark. And then who's the champions? Denmark. 
What no, do you from, mean? From last year. Is it Pol- Poland? Sweden? Germany? Sweden? Poland? I don't know. It's not Sweden. I, I don't know. We're going to go for England. We're going to go for Denmark. We already did England. And then we're going to talk about Soaring Ancients. So, and then we're going to finish the podcast. Yeah. Tobias Overcast. So he's going with Shaman with Rottenjaw, Autocracy, Free Mind, Pyromancy, Shamanism. Um, really good choice. Yeah. Like the Rottenjaw gives the unit poison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it nice. gives him like a save or something. Immunity to poison. Immunity to poison. Yeah, yeah I yeah. guess that's it. Okay, and then he has a card with the BSP. That Fine. is, that is, that is. In his pants, <laughs> on the cheap. In his pants, <laughs> he has a lone mammoth hunter with troll leader, iron fists, restless belt, plus one strength, something like that. Yeah. Lucky charm, poison swiftness, and scout so this was kind of like a yolo fuck around behind the lines kind he's, of character he's, yeah. he's, he's vanguard all that shit I mean, you gotta respect Sh- him Shoreline is model of wounds against monster infantry yeah, and he has a nice. regen and yeah. regen 4 plus yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 42, 42 drink 4 both plus both of us cheers, cheers. Uh, 6 tribesmen 60 scraplings with spears 60 I saw this list yeah scraplings all over the fucking place 59 scraplings with spears Three, Three times one kinetis, two times one thunder cannons, two times one rock. So, how would you improve this list? I'm not gonna take the scraplings out. No, 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 no I mean, no, no, I like no. I his idea. But what, where, where do, why is he? Why does he have a, a shame with poison? It goes in the tribesmen. Yeah, it's only six. Yeah, still, there's also a card. There's eighteen attacks. Still fine. I like it. It's, I mean, it, okay. it's kind of cheap. It's it's something like twenty points. Okay, sure. It's very cheap. Uh, the scraplings are with with the scraplings with spears with shamanism or plus one to wound. Yeah, sure. It's really good. Yeah. I mean, the idea obviously they it, are steadfast forever. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, the idea the idea of the sixty scraplings is obviously be one being steadfast, providing the ranks and whatnot. But also to just make sure that whatever the rock orocs are fighting, <laughs> it doesn't get a lot of attacks against the yeah. rock orocs. So the rock orocs, you know, the the kind of the mongoloid scraplings waltz forwards, get charged horribly. A lot of them dies. But what would you they improve? Stay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna presume to improve this list. The cannons. Yeah, why aren't they scrap scrap launchers? Exactly. Yeah, but exactly. It's some. It, they do something entirely different. What's so the point? What's the point for, of this? For, for like a, if you're playing singles, scrap launchers are much better. Yeah. If you're playing, if you're playing ETC pairings, then maybe the cannons are okay. more useful. Yeah. Next list: Mulbach, Undying Dynasties. I mean, he's a really good player. The, this list is so fucking broken. Is it? So, yeah. 15 Necropolis Guard in their paints. 190 points. Easy. That's, that's three times one Battle Sphinxes. Crazy. Okay. Three times three Sandstalkers with Underground Ambush. Three times four Skeleton Chariots with Legion Charioteers. Then we go on to Cosmology. Wizard Master Cosmology. Yeah, with can Adept Evocation. Yeah. Does it ring a bell anywhere? Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen it before? Is it really good? Yes, it is. It's so, really good. So this list is basically two wizards that are probably going to sit in the necro- Necropolis squad. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the bunker. Yeah. Just because it's a little bit harder to kill them. Three battle sphinx, which do the work. Three stand stalkers, which do the work. Which do the work, and then the chariots for everything else. The which scoring. 
do the work. Which also ish. do the work, yeah. Ish. So, I I, I think this list I this list is looks on paper looks kind of like what what's going on, but it's fucking really good. If you if you face it, it's like fuck you. Yeah, it's hard. It's really strong. He so, he won the Danish the Danish uh, championship basically this year. He yeah. won Arscon this year with this list. Arscon? Yeah. I think a lot of lists will have a lot of trouble fighting this stuff. I mean, I don't know what I do against three sphinxes. It's it's a, especially when they start combo charging stuff. Yeah. Like what what do you do against a sphinx? Like you, three sphinx. If you have they're still healer, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If, if you have toughness, if you have toughness five or six on the unit that they're charging, it's not that bad. It, it's not that bad, it, but it gets. Yeah, strength six, but what right? what yeah, units fine. have toughness five or six? Yeah, I don't know monsters like yeah. uh, like krakens can fuck these guys up. Okay. Kind of, but not really. They're strength seven, right? Yeah, they're strength seven, but only toughest yeah. five. Yeah. So Kraken's wound them on fives. Yeah, but they're, <laughs> that's what they're saying. They have poison attacks, though. Skinks. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, three things is a hard. It is very hard. It's very good. It's a gimmicky as fuck. Yeah, it's it. super gimmicky. It's yeah. team tournament. That's what you bring. Okay. Next. Seven else. Thomas Brugger. Dryad Ancients with Chucking Spores and Druidism. That's your alley. No, no. Uh, yeah, yeah. Toxic Spores is like a bit weird. I'm not sure which one this one is. What's Toxic Spores? Doesn't matter. Something. It's Some th- something. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think it's the Hatred one. I don't think it's the Lethal Strike one. I'm not sure. What is it? I'm not sure. Like, okay. I, you have a look and I'll check. So there's a Thicket Shepherd BSP in his pants. That's what it is. Druid. With Helium and Shamanism, and one Druid with Cosmology. Okay. Dryads with Champion, and small unit of Dryads, only 8 compared to 26. I guess the Dryad Ancient goes in the Dryads. Yeah, yeah you, put, you put the Dryad Ancient in the, in the big unit of Dryads. I heard they do really poorly against Temple Guards. <laughs> that was just tonight. <laughs> that was, when you roll. Uh, when you, when you're hitting on a five plus and then you roll half of them are five pluses, and then wound with everything. Wound with everything, then then no then worries. <laughs> all good. Okay, so sixteen forward card with relentless company. This is purely a scoring unit, but it's really expensive for just scoring. So Heath Riders also just a scoring unit. So toxic spores and lethal strikes. That's good, but I, I would prefer the hatred. Hatred is better. I think strikes. I mean, I think you need both. If you take two two dryads, ancients, you take both. But if you take one, you take the hatred. Yeah, I I think I think having having played the dryad ancient now for three or four games, I think you really think you need both. I think so, you need a, the lethal strike one and you need the hatred one if you want. But, to okay. Also, let's not forget if you take the hatred one and you have shamanism, you can take battle focus. And we all know that combination is fucking best. Or strength. Yeah, but uh, you take. But the idea is, if you get battle focus with hatred, it just it kind of spirals out of control. And you have cosmology and shamanism, so it's two times plus one strength. There you go. Plus druidism. Wait, he has three units of thicket beasts. Two units of them are six. And one is five with a champion. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I like this list. This is one of the most interesting. Uh, a more interesting uh, Sylvan Elf list. I've there's seen an eagle. There's an eagle. Two times seven blade. Two the times bla- seven blade dancers are really good. Really good. Yeah. But they need to go on a corner and just fuck them up. 
the, the blade dancers they're so versatile yeah they're so good for their points and they're also scoring I think two times seven blade dancers should be in every it's silver like mandatory yeah. it's standard issue yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like I, I really like this list because in from my perspective it's something new uh, it's very fighty uh, Silver Elves list that utilizes the Thicket Beast, which yep. are now strength five, if I'm not yep, mistaken. That's correct. So these these guys do fight, and then with the double plus one strength, yeah, strength six, yeah. Thicket Beast, toughness yeah. five, and the Aegis save. Aegis save. Yeah, not, not the War Two doesn't Aegis. exist anymore. I, th I think uh, this kind of brand of Silver Elf list is going to be really indicative of like the new meta. Yeah. Where you get these Silver Elf lists with very little shooting. Or if like this list has zero shooting, yeah, it's funny because the high one elves are better shooters than the silver. Yeah, like my my list, my silver elf list right now has like one unit of, of sentinels, and that's it. That's the shooting. If I I would take the high one elves, I would take like thirty bow shots plus the queen's cards plus yeah. two times yeah. loops plus yeah. magic yeah. shooting. Exactly. So so the silver elves right now. They're going more towards combat. I think this list is really like stereotypical yeah. of what you're gonna see now. Yeah. So, but I like it. Yeah, that's okay. It's a cool list. Immunopsychology. Note that he doesn't have a BSB. Oh, he does have the BSB in the Thicket Beast. Yeah. Does he make the unit stubborn? Yes. But he also works as like a musician. No. Only if he has the crown. Only if he has the crown. Yeah. So, vampires. Mass Hammer. So, Mass Hammer is playing Vampire Covenant. He has a, uh, a vampire count with... A Halberd, Blessed Inscriptions, Hypnotic Pendant, Wizard Alep Strigoi, Bloodline, and Ghoul Lord. Do you guys know what this does, or do you want me to explain? No, I know what it does. No, it's like Rape in Ghouls. So, yeah, Rape in Ghouls. Basically, it gives the Ghoul unit parry, it gives the character distracting, and the Ghoul Lord allows poison on a 5+, plus rather than 6+. plus. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Vampire. So you mentioned it has region five up. Right? Seems, yeah, it has region seems five up. reasonable. <laughs> pretty, pretty good. Uh, second one is Vampire Courtier yeah. BSB Halberd Kingslayer Banner of Relentless Company Wizard Abra So he's the second vampire in the same unit. He's BSB. He has Kingslayer. So any characters that go in there, he's going to just chop him up. Uh, Banner of Relentless Company. I'm not really sure on this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, need, you, need, you need it. You definitely need it. You have a Death Star and you're just going to push it forward 15 inches left. Just go. squeeze it in the face of your opponent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck you. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely needed. So, yeah, second Strigoi, Regen 5 Plus, all this shit. Yeah. So, Necromancer with Evocation. With the Master. He's, he's doing the work, basically. He's doing the magic work. He's standing in what? 20 zombies in the back. He's, he's like uh, taking the wounds off the characters that, that they're the only threat to the vampires. Yeah. Basically, if the ghoul's going to die, it's because the vampire's going to die. Yeah. So if you can take one or two wounds off the, off the characters that can harm the vampires before they go in, then it makes it a bit more dicey for those characters. I don't, I don't know which kind of character can go into and fight this unit. I, I really the Bretonian character? No, you can't. You can, I tried it. I almost lost. Really? Yeah. He can go in and kill a vampire. No. The Empire. No? No. Because he's distracting and fire region. The so you Empire, have to get the empire will just six. kill the units. With what? The hell but use. No, the ghouls are not that slow and they have agility uh, uh, for a lot of attacks. I mean, I'd, I'd take the fight with the ghouls against the vampire, against yeah. the hell but use. So he's playing 40 ghouls, 24 ghouls. Yeah. 
20 zombies, a court of the damned, three vampire spawn, and three times a one barker life. I have played against this list, and I beat it to a pulp. <laughs> uh, how, do you, how do you, did you do it? The kingdom of Edmonton lords. I am Dukes. the better player. No, I only <laughs> have a, I mean, I was lucky against one. I kind of We need more wine, Patrick. I kind of, I kind of caught the Vakalax. <laughs> he didn't have a Necromancer, but he had another. This one is definitely better than the list I played against, because uh, notably the Vampire Count General, the big vampire, is an adept on shamanism. So you're only going to be wounding him, him on a five up, even if you do manage to hit him and yeah. get through the region and all that. So he's never going to die. Uh, what? What? Get through to what? The distracting. The scarification. I heard region. You got, you got distracting. You got scarification. I heard. I heard region. And, that, and, then, re, and fortitude. then fortitude. Region is that a drink, word in drink, this game? Drink. So we need we need more wine. Yeah, more uh, wine. And uh, I mean, this is going to be horrible to play against uh, because the Varkalaks are going to be fucking around. Four up fortitude. Uh, this is a this is an amazing list. What pieces? What pieces? I don't know. Reynolds <laughs> on the Danish team. Yes. So Sven is <laughs> running the Reynolds and the ground. He's doing double hydra. I like it. Yeah, four up charts. Yeah, like I, it. Like it. I, I like it. I like it. Like it. Three chance for white dog riders. Yeah. Did he did he take crack before he submitted this? No, no, I, I, I like it as well. Consider the fact that he it's wants chaff, to get the charge chaff, with chaff. the raptor chariots and the hydras and one. He want to pick three three dread legionary spears. Yeah, uh, good, good, and the, and this can be an altar in there somewhere. Yeah, this is a really good list. There's there? an altar uh, with the cult priest. Is the there an assassin? No, no. no. That's yeah, the only, that's but the, only thing the Dread Prince is in a chariot with Transcendence and Midnight Cloak. That is fucking amazing. Yeah, really good list. It's yeah. basically Rasmus' list, right? Yeah. No, 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 no. Rasmus didn't play this. He kind yeah. of... Never, like he this. never played nah. this. It's basically like this. Well, this is kind of the list. If you have the models for it, you run it, but no one has the models for this list. Because yeah. why who the fuck owns four chariots? Why are you not running Cosmology instead of Alchemy? Is it running Alchemy? Yeah, yeah. Running alchemy. exactly. I kind of like it because you can fuck over your opponent's armor safe if you're facing that, which is kind of the, this is kind of the, this is one of the armies that you put forward because this army can go forward and then decide to go back. So this army can go get points and it can avoid giving up points. But that's no shooting at all. No, no, that's what it means. But, but what, uh, that's what you mean. What, no, no, what kind of shooting kills what you have in this list? Yeah, I guess like, you've got you go, you to have like a really big shooting thing to do anything on this. So yeah, I, I think I think this list is probably one of the strongest lists we've actually seen yeah. so far. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. You can build stronger vampire counts and empire songs than lists if you want. I like I, the vampire covenant list with the with, that we just saw from the Danish C team is also fucking strong. Yeah. But so uh, so yeah, we, we I think we really like this list yeah. all around. So we move on to sound uh, with orcs and goblins. Who, who is this? I don't know. I don't know. Who I don't know. Guys. Someone with orcs. So, Gitlachus, <laughs> double of them, one Gargantulan, two times, two units of wolf chariots with goblins, a unit of two, a unit of three. What the hell? It's kind of the same. Grudlings, two times two fair orcs with bows. Two times twenty. Two yeah. times twenty, with and thirty-three fair orcs with spears and bows and rending banner. 
And then there's one forest goblin chieftain battles in a barrel with master sapin. It's a shooty bow. It's a magical bow, basically. Okay, but he goes where? In the orcs? I've no on the side? What is, is he on? Yeah, I guess so. He's on. He's oh, on yeah, foot. He's just infantry, sure. Yeah, so he just goes on the there's side. A, there's a goblin king on a wolf with heavy armor, shield, hero's heart, troll, I guess, he's just, I guess he's just Jeff. No. No, no, he's a better than bear. And then there's a cave goblin king with cave nasher, death cheater, great weapon, cleansing light, right? Oh. I, I'm not really sure Check about this. What the fuck? There's another on? cave goblin king. Cave goblin king with an a cave nasher. Some touch of greatness. They're, but they're quite cheap though. They're only like 400 points. So they're actually doing quite a lot of work. 50, yeah. I, I have a lot of respect for the cave nasher characters. Because and they can like, fly. And you don't want to underestimate that. It's only fly 6 and 12. But it's flying. But it and he's kind of... He's, he's, taught, yeah. he's taught them out as well. So they have good saves. Then he has a shamanist, shaman on shamanism with Warcry, Wizard Master, Magic Hidden, Autocracy, so he has plus one discipline saves. Yeah, okay. He's a general too. What What's the general overview of this list? Is this like a gun line with it's a gun line, It's orcs, gun line with some like chariots that can like, counter charge? It's like cowboy characters that can counter charge stuff. And they fly and then they just shoot the fuck out of everybody with like... Like, uh, 73 orcs with bows yeah and double git launchers I mean ills will just fold the way to 73 bows yeah. yeah yeah sure I guess if you go up against an elven gunman yeah but I have a feeling this is one of those kind of armies where you your opponent in this setting is just gonna so you put that one forward together with something else you choose that uh, I mean, this is a counter army, obviously. Yeah, yeah. This is—I don't think this is an army you put forward because a rush list will just kill it. I think. Yeah. I mean, it's—it's it's definitely a shooting army, right? I mean, the the grueling can chaff. You have like. I mean, if the orcs charge, they have pad weapons for six four. It's only this, yeah, but it's only the small one, and then you only have the one strength oh, spell. Only the small one, so that's 40 orcs with pad weapons and strength 4 on the charge. With yep. shamanism. Yeah, but it's still, I mean, strength 4. I, 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 think, I think this is actually quite a good list. I don't know, it's very different. I have no idea. I mean, it's it's a shooting list. With I, would, I wouldn't like to fight this myself. Uh, but I'm, I'm an elf player, so... I mean, if, I have a feeling that the, the terrain can really fuck with this list. Terrain? Yeah, if you get out of the forest in your deployment zone and he doesn't, you win the shooting match. I, kind of, I, don't I know. played one of those lists once, but it was against Ulrich. And he deployed all his shooting on one flank. I had the first turn. And the one unit he could shoot, I just moved out of range. <laughs> <laughs> and it worked brilliantly. But this one, this list is different. And he's probably not going to be in the flank, he's going to be in the middle. I yeah. have no idea how this plays. To I shoot some... I mean, no the the Nasher characters are going to be really annoying. There's one of the wolf, two of the Nashers. There's some shooting stuff. There's the chariots. The, the, the Goblin chariots are really nice to come Yeah, I, I think so as well. Like, he has, they're quite cheap. And there's and a giant... And there's a lot of strength fighting. And methods. there's a giant spider. Yeah. The giant spider is a big headache. Yeah. I mean, it causes a lot of trouble. It's tough. It's resistance eight. Lots of wounds. 
Aid wound. Eight hit points. Strength. Resist, hit points. Resistance six. Yeah. Uh, four plus arm save. I mean, it still shoots. I, mean, I don't know. This list is something that it has uh, good launchers also. This list those is, are against armor saves. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely against armor saves. But this is a kind of a list that you don't really know how it works until you play against it. There's no way you prepare against playing this kind of against this kind of a list. Uh, it's shooting with strength three. Yeah. And it's massive shooting. I, I, I think it can take you by surprise. I mean, like you, like we talked about, it can I, I'm not sure who I'm not sure who CERN is. To be honest, if you charge with the orcs and you get plus one strength, it strikes five orcs with pebbles. Yeah, but you don't get strength because you only have it once. You only have one. So the next list is the beast heads with trolls. Uh, trolls is a good player. He's consistently doing well in Den in Denmark. Again, it's like a centaur list, but with a little bit different. He has a he has a monitor warlord as a general, uh, paired weapons, blessed inscriptions, Agor's affliction, crown of horns. So I guess that gives him toughness. Uh, sorry, drink resistance six, and uh, rerolls to automatic passes on uh, primal fury tests. Because that's an item. Yeah. <laughs> crown of horns. Yeah. Uh, Central chieftain with BSB. He has seven centaurs and three and times six centaurs. You, you missed the suit, say it with dark rain and pillage your icon. So this is this is a little different list to the one that we saw before. So I have fifty Mongol herds with spears, and Baron of the Wild Herd, which gives them plus one strength. I think on the foot. Really? No, no. You just pick plus one strength this turn. Yeah. Really. It's really good. There's like a lot, 50, 50 a lot of resistance spears well. and so they're strength four armor piercing. When you want it, yeah. Is it one use? One use, yeah. Okay, but yeah, you're strength yeah. four in that one in that one battle yeah. in the game. Because we all know that w- what the same unit sees multiple combats. Yeah. Kind of, you know. It, I mean, one one battle in the game is enough. Yeah. Yeah. So, so lots of mongrels and uh, lots of centaurs and lots of razor, razor tusks. Two for Javi. I actually quite like this list. I like this more than Craigslist from the yeah. UK. It's a little bit more... Uh, Well-rounded. Round, well, yeah, exactly. It doesn't yeah. have any ambush, but... Yeah, it, but it still has, like, 27 longer herds with spears with Renlin's banner just running up the flank. Yeah. I think eight raised tusks is hard to deal with as well. Like, lots of toughness five, resistance five uh, wounds is yeah. hard. And pair that with shamanism. Yeah, yeah. Also deal with the Minotaur Warlord still, right? I mean, yeah. this guy's still a fucking still, beast. Yeah. Still a beast for he, I mean, he, he, he might only have a full per save, but he's res 6 and he's hard to deal with. Just try and deal with him. I don't know, I like this. I think that it will fuck up people. This is one of the armies that you put forward. Yeah. So, the last of the day Empire of Sunstar. Wilhelm. I played against the once with Ogres. And he beat me 20 nil. I and got then, I got fucked by Empire every time I play them. Uh, so do I. I mean Empire, fuck those guys. I mean yeah, they, it's, they, it's, they not, just, it's like one or two items that just means it spirals out of control. They yeah. just shoot you off the table before you get to do anything. About Th- this is similar to the list we talked about before, but it has lots of heavy infantry rather than Imperial Guard. Um, again, no steam no steam tank, which is a bit in- interesting. It's I mean, so cheap, why wouldn't so, you take so it? I don't, it's a cannon that's an unbreakable flank protector yeah. with but a warp save that's he also has, a chariot. Yeah. He has rangers. Someone is changing the lists as we speak. Oh yeah. It's anonymous. 
<laughs> so, Marshall on a great griffin, it's lying, right? Heroes hard, win the cloak, broken item in the game. Alchemist ally. Winter, winter cloak is fucking broken shit. Yeah. We've had this discussion okay. already. Alchemist ally. Whatever. I mean. Wizard on cosmology and pyromancy with free mind. What the hell? Okay. Marshall with shield, death run, and widow's ward. Standard issue. Yeah. Predate with plate armor, shield, black steel, lock and stun. Standard issue. Standard. Artifacts with long rifle. That's new. Waste of points. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. It is a waste of 135 points. points. Yeah, I agree. For, for uh, nothing. Plus yeah. one tier. Yeah, so I agree. Fuck that. I didn't really so, see it neither. Two units of light and two is crossbows. Really Amazing. Good. Amazing. Really good. Does he have two orders against Marshall and the Marshall will give orders? Yeah. So that's two orders two right orders, there. Yeah. Heavy infantry with S. Uh, standard. standard. Why? Banner. Okay. So, 36 heavy infantry with halberds and full command and rending banner. That's the death star. Yeah. yeah. It needs 50 though. Not this. Imperial Guard with great weapons. They're just looking to get something without great weapons to kill them before they strike. I don't like them. I, 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 like, I prefer it with hammer and shields. I, I like halberd infantry better. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It's cheaper, it's yeah, core, it's cool. it strikes really good. It strikes yeah. before great weapons. Yeah. But you, you note the fact that he already has that combo. And and unsupported infant, heavy infantry doesn't really do that well. He needs but the, the characters can yeah, but, one but, but he has but he two, has two hatred, he has two characters, he has wizards, he has He's everything. Probably has hatred and Battle focus. Yeah, yeah, but he has that on only the one unit. So if you take one but, unit, but up, you put that in the heavy. Yeah, infantry. exactly. And then so for the other choice, you're kind of forced into not taking heavy infantry. So for the second choice, the Imperial Guard make great sense because they can go unsupported if they want to. Or Do you think? take a steam yeah. tank. Yeah, I would just take a steam tank. So I would rather have a steam tank. He than has Imperial, Imperial Guard. Rangers, and three units, two times. Oh, he has three, four, four, four units. units. Wow. 20, 30, 33 Imperial Rangers. Are they that good? They're good against monsters. They are really good against beasts. But is there that much in the meta? Everybody has some sort of beast. Most of the monsters are beasts. Yes. And with lethal strikes, you just need one six and that's one wound. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I can see the point of them. It's 60, 66 shots. My guess is... So, half of them hit. That's... 33 shots. Five wounds. Divided by six. Five wounds. Five, five, five wounds a turn. Yeah. Five even even if you're hitting a five, it's 20 hits. It's three wounds a turn. Yeah. That's a lot. That's like killing a monster in two turns. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. And not to mention the fact that he has two cannons. And so the, so and the rocket battery. So, he so, so this is like really, really like heavy against the monster list. Single models, basically. Yeah. I think this is a great list. I think I'd have a steam tank still. Yeah, for sure. But it's still a great list. Do you prefer this one against the other Empire of Sansa list we saw? Yeah. Uh, yes, two units of crossbows. 
I don't like I don't like handguns. No, but this this unit can can kind of be forced into a draw because you have no kind of other if you if you move the great source forward unsupported they lose kind of. In the end, they will. Is it better than the Griffins? I like the Griffins a lot. I like the Griffins also. So maybe I was too quick. I like a mix. Which which list is better, the Griffin list or this list? It's the two different lists. This one has two static cannons, for instance. The other one didn't. This one is more of a gun line. For yeah, sure. this is definitely more gun line. Well, I think it's a great gun line. He's really seen something curious where you have the cannons to actually do the wounds, like the majority of the wounds, and then the kind of the ranges to finish off the monsters, if he's facing monsters. Okay, beasts. Or beasts. What, what's a bad matchup for this list? Something without beasts. Um, Vermin. Yeah. Something with pyromancy. Nah, not necessarily. Not necessarily. Like, so the, many the, small the units Kingdoms list without with, uh, uh, sorry, the three Vakalax maybe could, could kind of cause problems with this. Well, but maybe the not. The Vakalax are beasts. Yeah. Yeah. A lot, so so a lot the Vakalax only have points to save, right? Yeah. So the Rangers will just shoot the hill out of the Vakalax. Kind of, sort of, maybe. With lethal strikes against the Vakalax? Yeah, but you still have to kind of make, set up a situation where you can shoot. It. So the Vakalax has to have no cover. And you still have to fire. The, the Vanguards are four wounds apiece. Yeah. So you still have to kind of make how many of this that? Eight wounds. Four sixes. Yeah, four sixes. Times. 24 six, hits. Six. Yeah, six, 12, and 50. Yeah, 24 hits. So that's one Vanguard a turn. Yeah, 24 hits. Out of 66 shots. Do you have that many? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah. that's Vanguard <laughs> a turn. If you can set up that situation. Even with. Five up to hit. It's so so without turn. without going too much into depth with this because we have gone pretty into depth with this. Um, do you guys have like a favorite list that you've seen from these? Maybe Furion's list is maybe something we should go over. So let's go to Poland. Why Furion's list? I know he's like a a really good player. player. Yeah, we we know we know he's good, right? He's proclaimed the best uh, nine-day player in the world. By himself. By himself, <laughs> okay. I mean, to be honest, I mean, he has some good points. He's right here. This guy? Is this his real name? Yeah, Jerzy Brzozowski. <laughs> okay, go for it, Patrick. High Prince, General, Queen's Companion, Longbow, Moonlight Arrows, Spear, Light Armor, Silver of the Blazing Dawn, Destiny's Call. I like it. Yeah, I like that one a lot. I mean, who fuck? Who gives a fuck about armor save? Since everybody else, everybody, all the characters in the game are gonna negate your armor save. Yeah. So fuck that. Take it four plus. Yeah. Take it four plus ages. Be done with it. Take the silver or blazing dawn. Get some hits. Multiply she them. Get on with it. Get. Get the queen's companion. She's get, cheap. She's very cheap. Get get moonlight arrow. Strength four. Flaming attack. Strength. Three hits with the longbow. Three shots with the longbow. And you, and you give whatever you need to fire to the sea guards. Perfect. So high prince, dragon, great weapon, light armor, lucky charm. That's it. Cheap, done. Mage, asphalt scholar, book of Meletius, master, divination. You don't like divination. I like cosmology a lot. Uh, I am obviously 100% certain that, that Furion here has done a lot of thinking behind the choices that he's made 
Uh, so divination shoots anything without ammo save. Yeah. This is kind of a one of each list. Anyway, twenty spearman musician champion. Need, Fuck the standards. In, in my opinion, you need ram rhyming banner, but he doesn't. I don't think he does. He, if you run them defensively, you don't need the rhyming banner. So two hundred eighty points. Oh, yeah. That's really cheap. So twenty nine Seaguard with musician champion. We have a different opinion on this. Uh, I like the sea guards with with quick to fire. I think it's interesting. Yeah, this is so. Yeah. Re reverse five of them, just one unit. It's all you need. Yeah, I agree. Hundred eighty points. Yeah, as cheap right. as as cheap as possible. Do the job. Send away. You get the charge. Job's done. Sea guard reaper one. One sky sloop. Okay, so obviously he's low on points. Yeah. Otherwise he would take two two, two sky yeah. sloops for sure. A fire phoenix. I we everybody knows. Fury and loves the fire phoenix. <laughs> I understand why. It's if yeah. you're good at if you're good at maneuvering your pieces, then yeah. So double five knights of Rhyme I, position. I think Rhyme Knight is probably one of the best standalone cavalry choices in the ninth day. Yeah, I agree. And why? Devastating charge plus one to hit. They yeah, don't rubber to and yeah. movement nine. They're movement reliable. Yeah, they're reliable they, and they do the damage. Long and they do yeah. the hit damage hard. and yeah. they hit hard and, and they're they have immune to fire. Immune magic. to fire, which Six is the biggest weakness good, of, good the, leadership. Alcohol, yeah. of the yeah. calorie. Yeah. Everything is it's, working for them. When I when I play uh, Kingdom of Equitain and I compare something like Grail Knights to these Rhymonites, it's just like I'm I'm blown away. It's, yeah, the difference. Grail Knights work in a big unit. Nice Rhyme work in small units. Absolutely, yeah, sure, but still, five Rhyme Knights is 300 and what? 60? Yeah, with a musician. Yeah. You need the musician. Yeah, I think Everybody so. Everybody loves great music. <laughs> so, is there any other lists that you that you think are really interesting to go through? No. No, not, not, not without having looked at it. So, okay. we're done with it. That's so, the end of the ETC. So that was the ETC section. Per mari 
So the, the last section uh, we want to go through is going to be the fluff section, maybe. No. Yes. So I know, sure. I know that we've been drinking a lot and we're, we're, lot. we're pretty much dead in the water right now. I have no idea how this podcast is going to turn out. Let, let's go to the couch. Can we do that? We don't have the computer at the couch. Do we need the computer? We do, do we need it for the next section? We need it. We need it. Okay. Are you sure? It's better safe than sorry. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. I'm so drunk. <laughs> so, Patrick, you have a problem right now with how the Soy and Ancients fluff is comparing to the, um, the gameplay. So, basically, for the Soy and Ancients, which I play, and I. I like the army a lot. <laughs> To be honest, I like the army. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like the army. There's some fucking stupid guys saying we need to make the evocation path work. Why the fuck? Yeah, okay, why the fuck? Because the fluff, the unreleased fluff says so. And the argument is that without the fluff, it would just be chess. And the argument is like, it's fucking bollocks doesn't have any 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 logic behind it it's like get the fuck out take your finger out your ass change the path fuck off fuck off with evocation from the quarter and do something else cosmology thaumaturgy occultism whatever everything else works better so just fucking <laughs> stop making the, the forcing the vocation down I, on people. I was kind of hoping for like a really nice podcast episode for that, but you guys are way too drunk for a nice <laughs> yeah. podcast. I, but you know, we played a game. Every six you roll, you have to drink. Yeah, you told me. I rolled the most Twice. sixes, so <laughs> that's where we are. So I, I think what Patrick's trying to say is that. Um, Sauron Ancients have an interesting choice of magic paths. They have three good good picks, one what, what, what's, picks. The, what's the choice right now? Alchemy, really good. Yeah. Pyromancy, really good. What? Divination, really good. Evocation, who the fuck cares? But what, why, why, wait, why, wait, is ev- why is evocation not a good path for Sauron Ancients? Okay. So, Sauron Ancients need the Quarter Lord to make a rocket battery that shoots the fuck out of every other army. Why, why is that? At long range. Because nothing else in the army shoots at long range. So you, you kind of have to have the magic if you want to attack people at long range. Exactly. Yeah. So is, isn't evocation, isn't that like, uh, doesn't it have, that have like long range magic missile spells? No. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It has snipes. Yeah. So you can kill things like monsters? Not really. Single model. Maybe if you're really lucky, but you don't have trouble against monsters. No. Most of the time, you have trouble against like one-up characters or like skirmishing units that chaff up your alpha counter star stuff like that. You want to kill chaff and you want to do some massive damage at long range, not just do a wound on a single character. So basically, what you're saying is that you have a problem that. Saurian ancients are kind of pushed down the evocation route. You, you think you, you would rather have something else than evocation? Yeah. Thaumaturgy, 
a lot better. Occultism, a lot better. It still fits the fluffs, but they don't want to change it because reasons. But I don't think evocation I mean, is, uh, is looked. I mean, it, it's still a good law. Evocation is really good path if you are like a vampire covenant or undying identity player. Cosmology is really mm-hmm. fluffy for the Australian ancients. It's really good for the Australian ancients. Occultism, a lot better than invocation. Thaumaturgy, a lot better than invocation. Both of the laws, or both of the paths, really fluffy. What, what makes them better than invocation? They have, like, regular magic missiles. Okay, so it's determined by the amount of magic missiles you get. Because that's what you need. You still have combat buffs, and you can, you know, either you call down a comet, or you have a really good magic missile. And some other good spells. But but don't you have a magic missile with your signature or hereditary spell? Hereditary. Hereditary spell? Yeah, but you know, two is one, one is none. Okay. It's kind of true. If you only have one yeah, magic missile, really if you have one, you just dispel it and yeah. you'll be you'll be done with the face. Yeah. We played together this this day. Yeah. yeah. And you, s- I had. Three magic missiles. One was only dangerous for people that I must save, and the rest of the you had. Then I had two magic missiles. You always just built one of them, so I had one left. Yeah, sure. sure. If I have one magic missile, it's nothing because you just spell it, and that's the end of it. Yeah, I I, I can agree with you for sure. All, so so what, mean, you're, what all, you're all saying? All magic phases is like you just have double of. The effect you want yeah. to be able to. So I, th- I think what you're saying is that um, Soren Ancient should perhaps get rid of evocation yeah. and have a different path. Yeah. Um, because it doesn't really suit their playstyle. Exactly. And what I'm saying is that the guys. I mean, I don't know who is in charge of this, but there's one guy from the 9th age team who's defending evocation really really hard purely based on fluff and I mean the 9th age is a game that's supposed to be fun and competitive and it's more fun if the paths work with the army and it's more fun if it's more balanced sure. so the fluff okay it's not released yet and it does make the game more storytelling but you could easily change the fluff if it would make the game better by giving the Jordan Ancients a different path what, for the what, what path would you suggest? Uh, I have already suggested Cosmology, Occultism or Thaumaturgy. Why, why is that compared to um, Occult uh, Invocation? Uh, because you get uh, Different magic missiles. Of course, I want cosmology the most because it's very versatile. Law. Yeah. It would path. make path. I'll drink. I think cosmology is the best fitting yeah. path, considering the 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 you know the fluff behind the army before the ninth age, about like reading the stars, the Aztec aspect of the army about reading the planets and how the stars were. Um, it fits the army a lot. And then of course, uh, all the spells would be really good and it, it will be a very hard um, decision to make whether you would take 
Pyromancy, Alchemy, Divination or Cosmology, it would be really hard to decide what to pick because all of the law, all of the paths are really, really good in each of their own way. Is, uh, did, did, did we see any evocation choices in the ETC lists? None. No. So zero. So always and, uh, Divination. And actually, Soaring Ancients is not, it's not the least picked army, but it's not the most picked army. But it's, it's like, I think it's one percent point more picked than the average. Okay, so it's it's pretty well picked. It's well picked, and nobody is playing invocation because everybody is playing. Most of the people are playing, pyromancy, alchemy, or like or divination. Yeah. Okay. So Nobody's picking divination. So, so uh, nobody's picking evocation. Basically, evocation is like a path that's kind of fallen by the wayside, and what you think is that cosmology would fit the army better for its use and also its fluff. Exactly. Yeah, I agree with that. I and see that. Everybody sees that, except for the fucking stubborn guys that makes the team that makes, <laughs> that decides the rules. I don't think that anything would be taken from Saurians if you just included the option of having cosmology. The problem actually arose by the team that are making the story in the book. They asked, how can we make the soul something disciplined better? Uh, I'll tell you that. Just delete it from the book. <laughs> it's not worth it. So I, th I think what you're saying is that they, they kind of want to make evocation work. But and it's to impossible. Make it, to make it work, they're kind of giving, giving these like disciplines to the quarter, like the options, to kind of make evocation something good. Yeah, but right now they're saying you cannot prom It's like the most stupid thing about so they, they kind of, kind of You cannot promote avoidance play or snipes, but evocation is a path that promotes snipes. That seems counterintuitive. That's counterintuitive, exactly. And they have so many rules, you can't do that, you can't do this, you can't do anything like that. But why why try to make evocation work if some other path just works a lot better with uh, the army? I mean I mean if I can see evocation work with yeah, sorry, I can see evocation in, work in, in a more uh, combat close close combat orientated uh reroll hit reroll to wound is good. Lethal strike. I mean You already have rerolls you already have some some kind of reroll to hit, so the reroll to hit is only giving you yeah, diminishing returns. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, true. So, the spell is not so good for the army. Okay. Yeah, the two snipes. Really nice. Yeah. Reroll to hit. With shooting attacks. Lethal strikes no shooting. Lethal strikes can be worth it, for sure. Reroll to hit can be worth it, for sure. So that's one spell, plus the two snipes. What about... Um, but but I, I think... I think the, 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 move, the movement spell is, is okay, but it's really hard to play with the movement spell. Yeah, movement spell is. I think I think the snipes are like more effective in other armies like uh, undead, because they kind of really struggle with the single characters. Exactly. Whereas the the Sauron ancients don't really struggle with them because they have the cowboys, they have the colonial characters that can actually deal with them. They have the torosaurs, they have the impactors. They can actually deal with single characters, whereas the the undead well, factions can't. I could I could still see kind of a list that plays more around making the core. Uh, if you run blocks of sorrows with evocation and temple guards, like more of a kind of a spammy kind of list, and then kind of force multiplying with the evocation, it could it could work. But I suppose to an extent, divination does the same, or at so least just, shamanism does. So, 
just better. And it also shoots chaff. If I remember correctly, evocation is generally easier to cast than than divination. But with divination, you get plus two uh, agility, which is and, huge, and offensive skill, yeah. which often gives you that's like hit, the, hit on a three plus. Yeah, that's like the perfect ones. spell for swords. Yeah. Yeah. It's Sorry, a perfect was, spell. Yeah. yeah, and you can bubble it, and you can bubble it. Yeah, so it's. A lot more utility than the evocation. So evocation just like, yeah, who cares? Yeah, Nobody wants to take it. Yeah, like, evocation seems to be better in higher initiative armies. So I, th- I think this kind of um, brings about like a really interesting discussion in general. It's the same with the dread elves. I don't play dread elves. Neither do you, but they have one one path. I think it's occultism. It's never picked. No, they have yeah occultism. Never. And witchcraft. Witchcraft is better than occultism. Occultism is never picked for dreadles because who wants to sacrifice really expensive dreadles just to buff your occultism spells? No one. You can pick cosmology and alchemy. The the paths are just yeah a lot better. better for the army. Yeah. So I, I think I think this kind of brings about like a really interesting discussion in general. Um, obviously, there's some kind of fluff written in behind the scenes, and nobody knows it. And yeah, and it hasn't been released. So my my question is, is it better to release fluff that's been written and maybe not set in stone, or is it better to wait to release fluff that has been like read through and completely? proofread and everything is like this is how it is I think it's better just to release the fluff that has been written and even though it's not set in stone it's like a guideline and if the fluff doesn't really work with a game that's supposed to be balanced and really fun to play just fucking change the fluff I mean the fluff is what we write it I mean the fluff is what we want it to be if you don't like the story I mean you can just Change it. It's a few lines. Just change the words. Be done with it. How, how about you? I feel like the whole idea of, of containing the whole fluff in a single narrative is mistaken. I think it should be operationalized, meaning that rather than writing cohesive fluff, you should be writing singular narratives that as a whole points to a direction of the fluff of a given army. So, I mean, so for instance, you write, rather than writing the entire description of what Sylvan Elves are, you write a narrative in a certain setting with a certain premise. It's kind of what they did, right? So, that works in my opinion. So, but, but, but that's but not how you lay it There's also that. some with the other armies that's been written but not released. But I mean, the problem with the, with the problem with the surnames and the invocation is like, they're saying, well, the fluff says that this and this and this is supposed to be, and you can't really argue so one guy he made like he mapped all the all the paths for all the armies and it was like well Thomodoshi doesn't really fit the orcs or the ogres and how does shamanism fit the kingdom of Equitane? Yeah, it doesn't. It, it actually doesn't. It, it yeah. actually doesn't really fit. No, it's a legacy but, thing. But it it fits because it the the spells fit the army really nicely. Yeah, for a gameplay perspective. For a gameplay perspective, not fluff. No, I mean... And they were like, 
And then they try to like push the fluff down over the gameplay's perspective. But in the other discussion with the story instance and the evocation, they're like saying gameplay perspective has n- has no re this is no value at all. It's only fluff. And then when you go to other armies, gameplay gameplay perspective has a lot of value apparently. <laughs> it makes no sense. It's I- just it it's. It's bollocks. I, I don't understand why the... why First of all, why Hibernels has access to Shamanism on the Master of the Canaric Tower. That doesn't make sense it's to just me. I, I, can, I can give you actually the fluff reason. Oh yeah? So, the Master of Canaric Tower, there's like... Um, in in the Highborn Elf Kingdom, there's, the, there's like... It's called Kalida Alban, I think. It's like the, the, isle, the islands where the elves live. And they have this like uh, Canary Tower. And they also have um, the other tower, which is like Asphad. So Asphad is like the library where all the elves go to study. And then uh, Khalida Alban is like the the kind of hipster tower. So if like Vesterbro. Yeah, it's a bit like Vesterbro. Mm. So like most of the all the, all the if you if you want to be a mage, then you go to Asphad. Yeah. And if you're like a bit of a hipster and you, you go to the master of the canary, you don't you don't fancy studying like a vocational degree. You yeah. go to like the polytechnic <laughs> at the cranary, and the cranary guys they teach you a little bit of everything. Yeah, but but shamanism specific. Yeah, so shamanism shamanism specifically is is uh, has been chosen because it like reflects the the like. A natural nature of the elves. So, like the, the another re- another reason enough for you to talk. Shamanism has been has been chosen because plus one strength works yeah. really good with yeah. cosmology. Plus yeah. one strength, yeah. so you can get also, two spells really with plus well one strength. Yeah, yeah, I think it's completely uh, it's it's uh, Completely fluffy, things. yeah. Of course it is. Yeah. I mean, everything can be explained with fluff. Yeah, yeah sure. If if you want so. The fluff blocking from making a better game experience is just bullshit. <laughs> That's we all agree. Uh, yeah, to an extent. To an extent. Yeah. To an extent. So we all agree. <laughs> fluff blocking from a better game experience is bullshit. Not necessarily. I mean, let's not forget yeah. that many, okay. many different you, factions. You said, you no, said no, yeah no, before. No, no, I said to an extent. How how is Smite the Unbeliever a perfect spell for the Wormer Swamps? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. I, I don't know. I, I, literally, I, I don't mean, know. But let's for, not the, forget, for the Ogre Khans. Let's not forget that most of these... It doesn't make sense uh, at all. There's no paths, there's uh, no logic behind it. No, no, it's but, just, does it work with the army or not? No, 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 and no, that's it. No, there's, a, there's a deliberate process behind this. This wasn't just grasped out of thin air. I mean, the, 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 the whole idea was that, you know, whatever faction had access to this and this path, had to have access to certain legacy kind of things. That's why you see the old. Uh, There's a mixture, right? There's a mixture yeah. of like legacy and new. Yeah, stuff. that's what yeah. I mean, right? Yeah, I, I think it's interesting, like how how people are choosing, well, how the balance team are choosing what paths people have. The each faction has access to. Yeah, I think I think, for instance, that Kingdom Equitain should have access to Thermotorchy. Why is that? Because that one was supposed to be the general law of the human Path. population, paths of the human Drink. populations and this kind of thing. Like the most generic It's one, like if you're a priest that wants to smite all the evil in the world, you take Thaumaturgy. Like the vermin spawns and the ogre cards and the orcs, of course. Yeah, it, 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 it fits it, it, nothing. 
nothing. It seems like shamanism should be more like kind of scaven, scavenish. What's the scaven? The vermins have shamanism. Yeah, that makes that makes that makes sense. But thermaturgy, maybe not so much. Well, to an extent, again, I think thermaturgy was laid out to be the most generally available. So here is the list. Thermaturgy is available to currently the demon legions, the ogres, the orcs, and the vermisons. But those are the ones with the spells like smite the unbeliever. But isn't that the, like the most like kind of basic magic? I you 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 would think when you look at the spell names from Thomasurgy, you would think like maybe Empire, Hybron Elves, Kimlin would have spells that like would smite Wrath of God, Wrath of the Gods, smite the unbeliever. Like the gods are really they're praying to the gods, and the gods are answering the prayers and no, no, bringing the wrath. I think it actually fits the orcs and goblins really well. I yeah, it does. It does. It actually. I think it fits the ogre cards really well. Also, yeah, and sure. I think it fits the vermins really well as well. Yeah, and the demons. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure about the demons. Yeah, I like yo, I and and it, of course it wouldn't fit the empires or the high board. No, 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 I don't think it would actually. It, Why? it would. It would fit empire. Empire exactly. would be okay. Yeah, and but but here's the kicker. Empire used to have thaumaturgy because yeah. it would fit the fluff. Yeah. But nobody would take it, so they took it away and yeah. changed it for another path. Yeah. Bang. Yeah. But now they won't do it anymore because reasons. I would I would personally, from a fluff perspective, I'd like to see shamanism for King of Ecuchain changed for thaumaturgy. Uh but I still think shamanism is better for the single reason that if you're not taking shamanism, you're already behind when you're playing King of Equitain. Because it's so good. Yeah, because that's because the only and, reason. And they say like yeah. shamanism is like the rule path of the peasants coming to like yeah, a no, bigger, bigger thing. I have I'm, I'm, no idea. I'm not really, I'm really sure. It's like bullshit, full of bullshit, full of bullshit, yeah. and it's like. So but keep, shamanism keep is just really good for the same thing because take. spells are good. Divination, druidism, and shamanism. Shamanism. And sh- so dru- clearly, clearly, shamanism needs to be changed to cosmology. In my opinion, yes. Yeah. Clearly. But what is cosmology? If you looked at the, remember we had a podcast. Yeah, yeah we, we talked about the cosmology quite in depth. Yeah. But cosmology. Uh, but, uh, yeah. but in also, the way, in the way that the ninth age team wants you to perceive cosmology, or just in the way you perceive. No. Cosmology. When, when, when I, I, th- I think we have it pretty pretty good. I, I'm pretty sure that the big path of magic has a rather elaborate explanation. So, of ha- what, what's your opinion? That, what's your fluff opinion of cosmology, Patrick? How do you feel it like fits in with the Ninth Age? Well, I just think that the the Aztecs aspect of the army. Of, of the Sauron ancients yeah. and the Aztecs aspects of like looking at the planets, seeing how they work, seeing how they how the planet movements will affect the chaos or the cosmos on the earth makes a perfect fluff reasons for them to have cosmology. But isn't isn't that similar to divination? Uh well cosmology is more about chaos and cosmos apparently and the movement of the planets Divination is more about asking a god for help, ish, okay. and perceiving the future. Fair enough. And to be honest, I could see like sacrificing it, people it, it, on the altar is more like an occultism thing. Yeah. So I could also see occultism working really good. 
I have to say, when you look under cosmology, okay, you the, see the, the quantum teach the power of the cosmos, worshiping <laughs> the prime qualities of order and structure. Oh, yeah. all. Okay, so the fluff. <laughs> no, 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 Patrick, Patrick, calm yourself. Calm yourself. The fluff is literally saying <laughs> that the quantum should have cosmology, and the ninth age team is just like. <laughs> <laughs> on top of each other, like just saying no because no logical reason. Like, okay, okay. Let, let's read it. Let's read it. Let's read it. Doing the voice. Doing the voice. Just what do the doing? cosmology. Doing like a Gandalf voice. Do the cosmology okay, okay, because I'm not in control anymore. <laughs> cosmology. You have to, you have it says down. the fucking quarrel knows cosmology, and then they look like, no, it's I not fluffy have, enough. Sure. So. <laughs> Go for it, Patrick. Go okay. So here is the the cosmology law page, of the nine. Page fourteen. Page what is this? Fourteen of the Pastor Magic. Okay. Cosmology. Our world is fragile thing. Is a fragile thing. A perfect pearl in a pounding sea. It's a miracle that the element necessary for its creation aligned, and it is the claim between opposing tides our island of existence is formed. Cool. The quarrel. Spelled with an O instead of a U. The quaddle spelled wrong. <laughs> Teach the power of cosmos. Worshipping the prime qualities of order and structure above all others. Yet a world without change is a world frozen, doomed to an entropy which will eventually stifle life itself. Worshippers of the dark gods take chaos and chance as their Precepts and claw at the Foundation. foundations of the world. They are blind to their own failure to achieve perfect chaos and the loathsome consequences of structures collapse. Even our very consciousness relies upon some small pieces of order to maintain. So the quantum knows cosmology in your flock. Ninth age team, you are full of Scottish knights. <laughs> Hashtag the beep, banter is beep, the beep. banter is uh, lovingly uh, meant and we like everyone. So I think what Patrick's trying to say. No, no, is... no. We get exactly what Patrick's trying to say. <laughs> but so I want to. I want to. Cosmology can... for the quarrel is very fluffy, and that it's actually written into the. It's right? written into fluffy, <laughs> and that the Scottish knight is arguing against it is just like. What does, it, what does the evocation say? I want to see... Evocation says... No, no. Evocation... No, no, evocation. No. Let's say what evocation says. Okay. Is there something about von Karsten or something like that? I mean... Okay, okay. I suppose... Go, go we're, we're talking about the frogs anyway. I want to do the reading now because... Yeah. Alright. This is the path of the world lying behind the mirror of life. There's no secret beyond death hidden to us, for we are the lords of the souls. We know the hidden one himself, for we are the masters of the most secret essences. We know the truth of names. Said by someone who I have no idea who is. Grim, Grimoire, the Lord of Souls, okay. blah, blah. To judge from my experiences, we, the wanderers of the path of evocation, are among the most disquieting of all the magicians and sorcerers. Stories are told across the world about our mesmerizing gaze, our disturbing look into the eyes of the enemies. For we are able to gaze into the connection between the soul of a creature and the abyss. 
There is truth to some of these claims. Souls are the very essence of a living creature, and an invoker knows well how to call, weaken, or strengthen them. The discipline of evocation is based on the force lying beyond the realm of death, the root of life itself. The power governing the existence of a living creature, including time itself and its capacity to consume the body of that creature. When some of this power leaks into the material world, it will incarnate as a body made of flesh and bones from either man or beast, and it becomes its own individual force. It is this force that sustains the material body and gives a living creature its conscience, consciousness and soul. Although unique, these souls are still recognizable by a sound, known to all the magicians as their true name. We are commonly named Lords of the Souls, as we can evoke, bolster, cripple the soul of others, and even in some cases evoke life forces from the land of the dead, thanks to our knowledge of true names and for the forbidden sounds. Mastering the knowledge of the essences of death, it serves us more as a resource than a limitation. I like how the quarrel is mentioned so many times in the <laughs> evocation path and so few times in the cosmology path. I mean, the ninth age team, you're reading, the, you're writing the fluff, and then you're just like saying it doesn't exist, and you're saying the quarrel shouldn't know cosmology because evocation, like raising skeletons from the earth, it's so much like. I the dinosaurs in the jungle. I like I, fits perfectly. No, I like I like evocation for the quaddles actually. But I oh, also but why why why, why? Like because I like the duality of life and death thing, which in which so relates you're, mostly you're, to, which relates mostly to the snipes, right? It relies about you know kind of, but obviously the, the like the resurrection part doesn't really preoccupy the quaddle theme. It, or has, the it, it it has no. No, it's still it's still an Aztec. It doesn't. It doesn't exist in the gameplay. Let's not. It doesn't. You're right. You're right. It, it doesn't. Ex I mean, yeah. the Aztec aspect is sacrificing people on the yeah. altar. Yeah. That's occultism. Yeah, it, I agree with that actually. So evocation has nothing to do. A with little bit. Still, it's still occultism. If, if I'm if I'm honest, I could see occultism more than evocation. Yeah, exactly. I agree. I agree. Evocation has the least. Similarities okay, I with wanna, Aztec culture of the Southern ancients. Let's if we talk about occultism, I'll I'll read out loud because you guys are too drunk. I'm sorry, but it sounds like shit. Reading out from occultism, it's a French guy. François. I'm, I'll start by the. I'll start by the by the bulk test text. So state the opening line. Oh, sorry, it states starts here. Leave ye not the shadows, ye who dabble in the hidden art. Get thee to the gallows, where thief and murderer leave their heart. Seek ye not in open roads, where common man can make his way. For the power of our ancient codes suffer not clear light of day. So, so state the opening lines of the infamous occult creed. Of unknown provenance, the poem ranks amongst the primary causes for the dire reputation of the mysterious paths of occultism. Poorly understood and subject to widespread misinterpretation, this ancient and highly potent law is commonly called dark magic. Many whisper it is a gateway to the dark gods themselves. And yet its students have rarely been found responsible for any nefarious activities in our lands despite their persecution. 
In fact, occultists try to remain hidden, not just to avoid the judging eyes of society, but because their art, as they call it, thrives behind closed doors and wilts under public gaze. Besides, it's probable that the secrets of the occults are jealously guarded more to maintain their exclusive prestige than out of fear that evil men will misuse them. Indeed, as we see the final lines of the creed, occultism have always been a morally neutral path. If ye master's tears, poison, soil of grave, and still avoid the news, all the power of darkness will be thy slave, but only ye can find its use. Yeah, I, I see this one more for the quaddles as well. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah. Evocation I mean, is evil. If, 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 if you don't see this more for the quaddle yeah. than evocation, blind. Blind. Sorry. <laughs> Clearly read the but, 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 yeah, yeah. but, but the, the, the thing that Scottish Knight uh, Scottish is defending the Ninth Age team, yeah. and he has to do it because I don't know why. That's his job. But it's his job. Is it? I like everybody who makes the game. It's fine. But the arguments and the threat about why the sorry engines we have, the evocation law is just path. Path. Whatever. It's. <laughs> Yeah. This shouldn't have the invocation, this should have occultism, occultism or cosmology, yeah. like in the fluff, yeah. <laughs> or something yeah. else. Yeah, yeah. We agree. I, I, I am, to be honest, I, having actually, like, you, you, the fact that you've highlighted this document, like the actual official Ninth Age document, and the, the official that, Ninth Age fluff and, about the path yeah, it is, it, it, talks it, about the quarrel, it is a little bit, knowing cosmology, it is a little and bit, then the gameplay is like, fuck you. It is a little bit disconcerting that the that the fluff says that the quarrel specifically mm. yeah. knows, knows cosmology. And yeah. then it doesn't at yeah. all. In the game it doesn't. Yeah. So so while while I I've I'm personally advocating that the that the path should uh, be based on the fluff. So, in my perspective... Cosmology would be fitting yeah. a lot. Yeah. Since so, the fluff so, actually says the quarrel needs cosmology, yeah. cosmology talks not, about the quarrel. And let's not forget a lot of thought and effort has been put into the fluff here. Yeah. Especially concerning the, the path, right? So, so why wouldn't you want to make uh, rules that support this? I want to read something because this is going to be hilarious. Can, can I take the second part? You can, but I want you to read this, this regarding why? thermaturgy. So, I, I get to read thermaturgy. Yeah. And yeah. it's about Suna. Let, okay, wait a second. Let him read. <laughs> In the let, him, let him read. Let, let me read. Let me read. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, come on. My beloved lord, when the power of Suna supports your armies through the holy works of magician, nothing can stand against them. Thaumaturgy is the only real way a human, a real lord of Arcalia, can trust magical powers to support his soldiers. Thus, you should respect the tradition of the nobility of our beloved land and call to you all those having the knowledge of the power of Sana. Written by Giovanni Pico de Bellatore. Letters to Count Manfredi. De Bellatore. Bellatore. He's not from the Empire of Sunstar. <laughs> He's from He's, Bellatore. He's like some random guy, not from the Empire. He's from Bellatore. Talk, talking about Sana. Just out of the random, he's not from the Empire of Sunstar because they don't have Thaumaturgy's law. <laughs> There's a path. Nobody wants to play a fucking path for their army. Okay. So fuck you, Fluff, okay, and it doesn't fit at all. Let's uh, let's let's continue along the path. So, as a Thaumaturge attached to the court of Vovidova, 
My duty is not only to serve his army as a conduit for the gods, but also to oppose the magical powers of our enemies. The faith of the Volskali grants me the power of thunder. For our greatest god, Grom Movernik, is the lord of storms. But my beloved Morana, mistress of death, has always held my heart and soul. But faith alone cannot overcome all ordeals. Thaumaturge of the holy nation of Volskaya are trained to fight in the first of the battles. For our beloved nation sits in the territory beset by war. I travel to the west and in the nation of Sonstal, exchange the knowledge with the Thaumaturge of Summer. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm just gonna stop there. I'm just gonna leave it there. Yeah. The Thaumaturge talks about the sun style and the sauna and what army didn't have the sauna that you looked again let so, me just remind you so I, I, I guess the paths are managing to update it a little bit in conclusion so in conclusion the fluff is fucked <laughs> and we all just want a, Evocation and a, 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 a nice game <laughs> okay. I mean, I think so. Scottish yeah. knight making making <laughs> silly arguments about evocation, evocation That's being so the fluff about the quarrel is just. I wanna just I, say yes. No, no. I, yeah, I just say obvious. yes. Yes, it's yeah, obvious. I agree. I agree. I agree. Everybody I agree. agrees. Yeah. Every, okay. Like I, I think. I think. I love the Niners team for making the game. Yeah, I love Just all of you. We fucking love all of change you. the path Patrick, and be done with it. Patrick is super drunk. I think um, <laughs> the point that I was trying to make probably about an hour ago was um, like we, 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 we see a clear discrepancy here between the rules and the fluff. Yeah. And the, the, the fluff that's been written is maybe a little outdated. And that, that's okay. Patrick, that's is, okay. Patrick is going keyboard warrior. <laughs> <laughs> Like the the, 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 the fluff that's been written is a little bit outdated. And that's okay because it takes a while to update this. But what what I think is most interesting is that there has been some fluff written, but it's not been released to the public. So we don't necessarily know exactly what has been done behind the scenes. Right. Because I mean, I I, I see a little bit behind the scenes. I know what kind of what's going almost like a little bit of what's going on. So I can kind of see the fluff. I can see I can see the general idea, but but at the same time, the people in the wider community can't see this. So whereas I can see it, and I can see okay, this rule really reflects what's going on in the in the background right now. The the people who are actually playing the rules in general actually can't see what's going on in the background. So how how could they kind of justify this rule? This rule is like saying, okay, the fleet officer gets plus one to deployment, but but how is this reflected in the fluff? Why 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 does he have this? Why does he have this weird rule? Why can why can Emperor of Sunstar Wizards not use thaumaturgy? Why can Quattles only use evocation? Like if, uh, I I think we need to see this. Yeah yeah, I mean. I don't understand necessarily why the Ninth Age was so restrictive with allocating access to the different paths. I mean, if fluff-wise, and I think it makes sense for the historians to have evocation to an extent, but it also makes sense for them to have occultism. I agree. It makes sense for I agree. them to have, um, what were we talking about, sorry, cosmology. Cosmology, yeah. So, I don't see the need for limitation here, especially since the quaddle is supposed to be the best of all the magic. Yeah, exactly. 
And for the same reason, I don't see shamanism used by Kingdom of Equity, but I do see thermaturgy used by Kingdom of Equity. Yeah. Divination makes perfect sense, as does druidism. Right? Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I, I think... I don't, I'm not sure if, if they need to kind of do a review of these paths, but I think they need to maybe start thinking about releasing some of the background that justifies the decisions that they've made. I don't. I mean, again, I don't. I never really. But let, let, okay, let, let's let's take it. Let's take it like an example. Like both of us, both of us think the kingdom of Ecotain should not have shamanism. Right. That's something that we can agree upon. Yeah. Shamanism, it doesn't really like. It doesn't really. It makes no sense. It doesn't it's really make sense. Thing. Yeah, it's a legacy thing. It doesn't really make sense. Yeah. So, why do the kingdom of Ecotain have shamanism? There must be a background reason why they have shamanism. I'm not aware of it. Exactly. So, in my opinion, they should release this information to the community. Supposing it's there. Assuming it's there. And, and like, give a reason, like, why why the kingdom of Equitain have shamanism as a path they can choose. Yeah. And then that would kind of put people at rest and say, okay, well, this is our Ninth Age opinion of why they should have it, and, and this is the game. But... I think that's a reverse method. I think what they've done in the first place is describing what each part is and then allocating them to the different factions is actually the way to go about it. Do you think? Yeah. This is that and then looking so the, the, the you know it's, it's rather are you having an inductive or a deductive process right? I mean the, the process in theory, should be like a background thing. Okay, so it should be. It should be like like driven by background. Yeah, so it should be in inductive. It should be empirical, right? Yeah, it should yeah be, exactly. I see this. Exactly. It fits on account of that, so yeah. it must be true for this, this, and that. Yeah, yeah, right. So, to that extent, you need the, the starting description of what each yeah. path is. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, and that's called the inductive method. Yeah. So you write the rules based on the observations. Yeah. Meaning. I see that this fits with the background of my army, therefore it must be true for my army. Yep. Right? That's yep. the method. Yep. Right now it's a kind of a deductive process where you see, I see the rules, I want the rules for this <laughs> yep. army, kind of, therefore yep. I must use the rules for this army. Yeah. Yeah. Which doesn't really make sense. Yeah, I agree. So basically what we're saying is that we need a little bit more background than this, what, what's been released. Well, this is too offensive to write on the forum. There's a lot of red lines. There's a lot of cap capital letters. It's very offensive. What but what's it's the point? Uh, okay, let, let's we can take this on the on the podcast. What's the what's the what's the background title? What's the title of the thread that you're posting on? It's called uh, brainstorming evocation. It's in, in the, the Sor Nations forum. Yeah. And there's a lot of Jedi keyboard keyboard Jedi's I can see. So a lot Patrick, of without, Patrick uh, said, <laughs> I really love how thermaturgy fluff talk about the Emperor of Sonsol, even though they don't have access to the law anymore. Path. Oh, sorry. Path anymore. Path. Because nobody used it, so they changed it. In the same way, the cosmology fluff talks exclusively about the Quattle, even though it can't use the path because of fluff. And the quattle is spelled wrong. Quattle, never mind that. You meant to spell that with a C. To be honest... No, 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 no. That, that's how they spelled the quattle wrong. It made, in the path, fluff. 
Okay. It make not fucking. Really speaking. It, it makes no, no no fucking sense. Okay, no sorry. No fucking sense. So I'm just gonna do the spelling. Yeah. So, so using fluff as a reason why some armies can use different paths. Please don't use fluff since that's just bullshit. Since the fluff is just countering your argument. I mean, yeah, the argument is that because of fluff, the the quantum can't use cosmology because. The fluff that's already released for the 90s, 9th age only talks about a quadl for cosmology. And they go, they go like, well, cosmology doesn't really fit the quadl. I want to say something. I want to say that I think that all the work, which was a lot that was invested and put, into, and put into the past, I think you should keep that and stay true to the f- initial intentions of that and apply that inductively for each faction that it applies for and stop trying to limit the access to paths if there are overlaps some yeah. some armies will naturally have access to more paths than others specifically the saurians which is supposed to be great magic users oh because all the units are are costed really high because they're supposed to have a lot of magic help yeah makes sense uh, look at it look at it from like a silver point of view I'll give you a, like a really good example. So there was like a really a really interesting debate in the Silver Enough Forum. So we had this kind of in I think one point three, like the the issue before the last issue, there was um the tree the tree spirits. They had like the dried ancient and the tree father ancient. They had like limited access to divination. So basically if you chose a a dryad ancient you had like automatic you got these spells if you chose a tree file ancient you automatically you got these spells and you also like had like half access to witchcraft with the mistwalker so you could buy an upgrade for the um for the spell singer mm. and you could you could have access to shamanism so what they did is they decided okay the the sorry the witchcraft so the witchcraft path was not taken very much. It wasn't very useful. So they say, okay, we'll wipe the witchcraft and we'll give you full access to divination. So the dried ancient can now choose its spells and the tree father can now pick its spells as well rather than having specific spells, which makes divination more powerful. But obviously we lose the access to witchcraft. But nobody took witchcraft. No one took witchcraft in a competitive sense. But what they were trying to do is saying, okay, you have three or four paths that you can choose from. And if you want to have access to divination and witchcraft, then you can't have it in the full extent. You have to have one or the other. So what they were saying is like, okay, Sylvan Elves, they have access to four paths and that's it. But if you want to have access to a fifth path, then you have to limit yourself on another path. Okay. So what they're trying to do is not is kind of limit the options for each each race to a certain number of paths. But actually, in the thread, evocation brainstorming at the Sharon Ancients, they say specifically that they want to limit each army with a certain amount of paths. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I can I can see the idea behind it. Yeah, I understand that. Uh, not every army should have every path. Yeah, that's a good idea to like develop rules from yeah but maybe the path should fit the army <laughs> in gameplay wise and the fluff fits 
So do, the you, fluff do you think only the fluff actually talks about the army? <laughs> we get it. We get it. We get it. We get it. So how do you think cosmology fits the Saurian Ancients gameplay wise? Gameplay wise, how, how would it benefit the Saurian Ancients to have cosmology? Compared rather to than, rather than divination. No, no, rather than evocation. Rather than evocation, sorry. Okay. So, cosmology doubles really nice with shamanism. So, you can have double plus one strength. You can have two magic missiles. You can also heal or snipe with them. But there's only one spell sniping. So, it's not that much. Uh, it's not um, advocating for so much. Um, I don't know. Negative play of just sniping and avoiding play, since only one spell. You have plus one offensive skill, which is really good, since you have um, reroll ones, and if you get two hit and threes with reroll ones, it's really good. Yeah. So you have many different uh, ways that how how cosmology could really affect your gameplay. Yeah. And also, even through the truth, 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 truth of time. Truth, so. truth. I'm too drunk to say that, <laughs> so fuck you. <laughs> say again, Truth man. of time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not bad, not bad. Would be really good to make your charge charge threat longer. I mean, even plus one Aegis, uh, oh, five up Aegis with five up region from the Jade Staff is a good uh, match. Gameplay-wise, it's a really good, really good path. Uh, and it uh, competes a lot against uh, it competes a lot compared to pyromancy and alchemy, and fluff wise it fits. Yeah, I agree. But I could also see some of the GN occultism work just so as well. Like you, fluff wise, t- today you played the protein magic path. Yeah, and it's supposed to be really shit in teams play. I think it worked quite well today. In singles play, it has its place, I guess. Um, would, but it, it it could be stronger. Would you would you choose cosmology over the protein magic? Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah, because I don't have to play seventy points. Yeah. In the quarter, yeah. just to pick those attack spells. But okay, let, let's say let's say you didn't have would, the choice of taking protein magic. Yeah. Would you choose cosmology over something like alchemy or divination or pyromancy? I don't know. Maybe? May, may, maybe. You definitely take it before you take a vacation. Yeah. So so my question you would, is... My you, would question take, is you would take it before a vacation, but I don't know if you my, would take my it question before is, alchemy. Is, is cosmology primates. like an... If, let's say the Quattle had access to cosmology. Yeah. Is it an auto-include? Is it, is it like, okay, I have cosmology, I'm going to pick cosmology? I think it is for the majority of the units or factions that have access to it, but that's more to do with the path. I, I don't think so, because... Alchemy brings so much. To oh yeah, the, it does. Yeah, yeah. Alchemy be, brings so much to you the can army. Have, you could have essence of a free mind with alchemy and then cosmology, maybe. Oh, essence of a free mind with pyromancy and alchemy is so strong. Yeah, yeah I th- for I the think army. You, I think that you take you would you would alchemy and you you would end up with a real choice of yeah. what you would bring because cosmology is a is a Ultimus, good yeah. contender yeah. towards alchemy and pyromancy. Oh, yeah. With a evocation, this, I mean. There's, there's no doubt you would take alchemy or pyromancy or divination any day of the week before you would take evocation. Yeah, probably. Cosmology yeah. yeah. would make it a real choice. I also, yeah, I agree. Depending on the list, I mean, depending on what you list you bring. I don't see thermaturgy for Saurians then. Not based no, on the description. But, but based on the fluff that some of the guys 
Like I, I, Scottish knight I, is springing into the thread. I, I disagree. I disagree about thaumaturgy of Saurians. Yeah, that doesn't fit. No, yeah. it's too simple. Yeah, it, it's more crude. I, I think it's more religious based. Cosmology, yeah, cosmology def- makes definitely, definitely yeah. sense. Yeah, and occultism yeah. as well in the Aztec yeah. theme. Yeah. But yeah, but not for uh, not for the team that's making the book. No, we agree. So so nineteen. I think so. we just rationalized based on the available fluff. That evocation for Saurian should does, go. It does say that they should have yeah, cosmology. Yeah. So, so, so evocation should go, and in should come cosmology and occultism. And to yeah, be honest, yeah. now they're gonna waste a humongous time on making a discipline for making evocation yeah, work. Th- this, it this is, is never gonna work. This is just like this is fucking like, just choose yeah. the path, be done with it, make it make a discipline that works really easy. An extra spell, whatever. Make it, uh, you make it that you don't have to take the duality, and it, it's a hundred, maybe seventy points. I don't know. You, it gives reduced casting cost to the next spell you cast with cosmology. Yeah, I mean, done with it. This, it's fine. This is something that I think is is the most important. Like, um, they they kind of want Saurians to use evocation, so they add like a discipline yeah, for, for the portal. Just what, to support it. But so, the discipline is shit. Yeah, this is, it, it doesn't work. So it's like, like <laughs> instead of giving giving them an option for evocation, like and then like a discipline that like helps evocation, just give them access to cosmology. Then you don't need the discipline for evocation. Yeah. Exactly. Just but like skip at, at, at the same at the same time, I could also see like like a, a discipline. Like let's say they get evocation, divination. Oh, what's the other two? No, 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 no. Evocation, divination. Cosmology, cosmology, occultism, alchemy, pyromancy. Those so are the let's say pyromancy. They only have four. Let's say four pyromancy. Yeah, they should have five. Let's say pyromancy, divination, cosmology, and div- and alchemy. Alchemy. So okay. the four. Because, the four because, because we know all the aspects were really good at manipulating the the. The medals. Oh yeah, yeah. They're known for that. Out, out, of, out of the blue, yeah. <laughs> apparently they were absolutely so, known for that. Sure, sure. It fits There's the an argument. But, uh, it fits I, the fluff. Wait, wait, wait. Well, what, what I would really like to see is like a, an occultism path, like an occultism uh, discipline, like a darker discipline. Yeah. I, I, th- I think that would be really cool. So you have the but you it's have the neutral kind of, in the fluff. You have the the four the four kind of disciplines that the four paths that the quartal can choose from and then you have a like a discipline or a, an extra thing for the quartal that actually allows it to choose a cultism that would be cool for me I, for, in my opinion yeah what are you doing I'm finding the path yeah it's flop. under downloads often off, oddly enough <laughs> so where it is path of magic <laughs> download you, 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 I want to read what it says about so drunk. I want to read what it says about metal uh, alchemy. Metal. It says Empire of Sunstone. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I, I think. Do, do they have alchemy now? Yeah. yeah of they, course they do. Because to be honest, there's an argument for removing alchemy from the fucking frog and then including it, yeah. uh, rather than alchemy having. I mean, to be honest, alchemy doesn't fucking fit the frog. No, no I, I agree, yeah. I agree. I mean, I agree. it doesn't fit the fluff. No. Why does it have it? Yeah. Because it's really fucking good in gameplay. Yeah. yeah. Alright, let's, yeah. I'm reading out from it's like Alchemy. Infernal Dwarfs. 
The path of the style, Solomon's empire again. The path of the alchemist, dear student, is the most is the most noble of the path of magic, for it seeks to divine truth from the nature of the material worth. Whatever that means, we seek to reduce all things to their most basic true essence, and by doing, unveil the means to create anything, from the crafting of rare substances to separating the impurities from the body to binding of purified metals to arms and armor. Alchemy is the key to unlocking the world's secrets and in knowing them, mastery of the world. Its long history can be traced to the holy city and its myriad uses played in it, and its myriad uses played no small part in the success and growth of the empire. Okay. We can learn much from them. Example from their example and should seek to emulate them in their in our own beloved son style. Masters of our path focus their craft on working with metals and we divide our efforts between the practical use of the vulgar metals and the mystical properties of their noble counterparts. While the proper combinations and mixtures of the base metals can create useful alloys of bronze or steel, which Enhance the might of any army, the mixture of gold and silver call to the soul and banish dark spirits, making protective talismans and wards. So I, I don't see how this is anything relevant to, to Saurians at all. No, no, no. It's like 0%. This makes sense for Hyrule, Hyrule Elves. Yeah, actually. Yeah. And infernal dwarves. And infernal dwarves. And empire, empire since yeah. they are mentioned. And yeah. regular dwarves, yeah, if they maybe, had yeah. access to it. But... Regular, regular dwarves, dwarven holes don't have access But like, to war, warriors of the Dark Gods also have this? Maybe. Yeah, well, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. But, I mean, the Quaddle... Uh, in an extent it does. The, I mean, a little bit. The Quaddle shouldn't have alchemy no. from a fluff perspective. No. no, no, not at all. Not, not at, at all. Like, not it's, even like, it's like this kind of like armorer guy that likes yeah. making metals. No. It's like the Saurians, they have like scales. Instead yeah. of armor, no, and they have like a, a, yeah. the old ones or the the guards. They have like we- we- weapons made out of su- bone and su- obsidian. I suppose yeah. it's not they don't like have gold like a super nice forge, just forging magic items like. The the quarrel, he doesn't will alchemy. No, he maybe maybe he is reading the stars or asking the guards for help. I I it's like divination, cosmology, thaumaturgy. Maybe he's savage, so he has tremendous. But, but why? Why does he have pyromancy? Yeah, that is the my next question. That's because it fits the gameplay. <laughs> That's why. Let's see. No, no it's about. Don't cosmos. disclose it's about anything. Cosmos. Let me read it. Cosmos Let me read it. Cosmos Let me read it. Cosmos and pyromancy. Oh my fucking god. Okay. So, pyromancy. Those worshiping and manipulating. Just here. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Read. Go on. Which one? From here? Yeah. From here. No. Those worshipping and manipulating the power of fire call this element the Lord of Transformation, ultimate dynastic power, dynamic dynamic power, (laughs) of the universe. (laughs) Sounds like a quarrel. (laughs) According to them, fire is the pivotal element, allowing life to flourish, the representing change achieved through destruction and strife. It is a supreme weapon too, Permitting cannons to fire, swords to be fought, village to be burned, for fortified walls to be torn apart, cast to be burnt to ashes. I like the part about the fortified walls. Yeah. To them, 
fire is in the heavens, through the sun, and can be found in the depths of the earth, through lava and volcanoes. Fire is the element through beyond duality, and though which duality can be overcome, for it is the ultimate force itself. Pyromancers are violent by nature. They strongly believe truth and evolution can be achieved exclusively through the inner and outer strife represented by the incandescent burning, passionate, everlasting energy of fire, which encompasses and symbolizes the fiercest passions too, from extreme love through self-sacrifice to searing wrath. That's like a really long sentence. They believe such an element burns in the very core of their own being, and though this in inner flame they can master our outer more aggressive flames many witnesses of their power have seen flames burning in their eyes and in some extreme cases literally arising from their bodies they believe the spark of life inside them is a part of the cosmic fire dominating the transformation of everything and ultimately the relation between cosmos and chaos knowing such violent and destructive capabilities Pyromancers generally undergo a severe learning initiatory path under the tyrannical guide of a master to prevent self-destructive tendencies to tame their power and, also, and to eventually exploit their abilities within armies against the right enemy. This is like really badly written. Um, such a magical path is generally assessed as one of the most demanding. While other paths can lead to madness or corruption, the only outcomes of pyromancy are success or total annihilation of the magician. <laughs> mastering, mastering the infinite power of fire means to be one of the most dangerous among the mortal practitioners of magical powers, not to mention the fact that pyromancers are extremely sought after for sieges and larger battles. I like this for, uh, for the box. You do? Yeah, I do. I, do. I think it fits. It's, kind of like, it's a lot about, you know, oy, 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 To be honest, carrying a fluff, I mean, divination, which which thaumaturgy, occultism fits the frock the most. I don't I, think I, I, actually, but I actually butchered this description, but like, what what armies actually have pyromancy? Pyromancy is empire, high elves, infernal dwarves, ogre khans, ogres and goblins, soaring ancients. That's it. I think, to be fair, Warriors of the Dark God should have pyromancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Also, also, to an extent, actually, Silver Nels. Why? Because wow. the destructive energy, like that, 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 that kind of primal but they're description. Not, they're, they're not destructing. They're, they're just rebuilding they have, the forest. They're more like, they're more like balance than balancing stuff yeah. and rebuilding the forest. No, no. I mean, like Silver Nels has got access to shame. But they're not. They're, yeah, but they're not. Yeah. They're not burning the forest down. No, no. But it's more like the, the whole, like the the, the tribal, the, the feudal, the kind of same thing that but, applies for Silver Nels. But that also that's, applies for orcs and goblins. But that's the shamanism. Yeah, it is, but it could... The pyromancy is not for the Silvernels, they're not I mean, burning no. the forest down. No, I, I suppose it, not. It fire works, and it wood, works. Yeah. I mean, fire for the orcs, but it does perfect it, sense, it does fire for the Silvernels, not at all. But it does talk about fire as a source of life rather than, than uh, as, as a source of recreation, like but a I guess, Phoenician well, I, I, I think that, context. I think that's kind of different. Like, I think Hibernels kind of fit a better, like fire being a source of life. Yeah, maybe. Well, there yeah, are fortunately yeah, like great yeah, army yeah, and yeah. phoenixes and magical weapons. Yeah. So it's more like, like druid stuff yeah, and yeah. making the 
the it does force grow and well, like feeding water I, stuff. I still think I still think that from the description we just wrote, uh, read, I still think that Sauron ancients it kind of makes sense for that. I, to happen. I absolutely butchered it. I was so drunk. <laughs> I think it makes it, but I don't miss. But I still my point is that Sauron ancients should have access to the more laws than your average because that makes how, sense. How many? How many do they have right now? Five. Is that a lot? That's more. On average, you have four. Yeah, yeah. but so Sauron ancients should have except for dreads who have five, and Havanels who have five, and yeah, Sorians have five, and the rest have four or three. But but it's che yeah. it's cheating because Havanels actually also Soto has access to shamanisms and witchcraft through the master of the Kenrick town. Which yeah, is and Sorians only not have full access though. I mean. Okay. Okay. I mean, like, Saurians don't have full access so, to so what, what, So, do, do we agree that Saurians should have pyromancy? I, I personally think they should. The one thing that they shouldn't have that they have is alchemy. Alchemy. Yeah, makes alchemy no sense. Fits nothing so, at all. So we we think they should remove alchemy and remove evocation. Yeah. Yeah. And add occultism and cosmology. Yeah. It, of course. Yeah. Absolutely. Without a doubt. A hundred percent. And. That's saying, I'm playing the army, alchemy is the best law for the army. Path, path, drink, path, drink, drink. What, whatever. Mm. Fluff-wise, it doesn't fit at all. No, I agree. 100%. And for King of Ecclesian, get rid of shamanism, include thermotagy. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, so, maybe maybe that's, that's the discussion that we've had. I think we've been recording probably like... Way too long. Oh, oh, and include pyromancy for Wars of the God, Dark Gods and remove alchemy. Yeah, I can agree with that as well. Um, lastly. Also, why the fuck does Vampire Covenant have access to. Oh, well, alchemy for Vampire Covenant. Like the mad alchemist kind of makes a little bit of sense. Yeah, yeah, maybe. yeah it makes sense. Yeah. So, so the, the last thing that I kind of wanted to go into is. Um, so this is a, like four hour point of of podcast. What, what is the last point? Maybe if I don't think. What would you that. say, Henry? So the the last section uh, we want to go through is going to be the fluff section. Maybe. Yeah. Yes. So I know sure. I know that we've been drinking a lot and we'll we're we're, lot. we're pretty much dead in the water right now. I have no idea how this podcast is going to turn out. Let Let's go to the couch. Can we do that? We don't have the computer at the couch. Do we need the computer? Do, do we need it for the next section? We need it. We need it. Okay. Are you sure? It's better safe than sorry. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So drunk. <laughs> so, Patrick, you have a problem right now with how the Soyan Ancients fluff is comparing to the, um, the gameplay. So, basically. For the Saurian Ancients, which I play, and I I like the army a lot. <laughs> to be honest, I like the army. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like the army. There's some fucking stupid guys saying, we need to make the evocation path work. Why the fuck? Yeah, okay, why the fuck? Because the fluff, the unreleased fluff says so. And the argument is that without the fluff, it would just be chess. And the argument is like, it's fucking bollocks. It doesn't have any, any, any logic behind it. It's, way too drunk. it's like, get the fuck out. 
Take your finger out your ass. Change the path. Fuck off, fuck off with evocation from the from the And do something else. Cosmology, thaumaturgy, occultism, whatever. Everything else works better. So just fucking stop making the the. I'm forcing the vocation down I, on people. I was kind of hoping for like a really nice podcast episode tonight, but... You guys are way too drunk for a nice <laughs> yeah. podcast. I, but, you know, we play the game. Every six, you roll. You have <laughs> we, to drink. Have you have to I, yeah, you yeah. told me. I rolled the most Twice. sixes, so... <laughs> that's where we are. So, I, I think what Patrick's trying to say is that... Um, Soren Ancients have an interesting choice of magic paths. They have three good... Good picks. One. What, what's, picks. The, what's the choice right now? Alchemy, really good. Yeah. Pyromancy, really good. What? Divination, really good. Evocation, who the fuck cares? But what, why? Why, why, why is why is evocation not a good path for sorting ancients? Okay. So, sorting ancients need the quarter lord to make a rocket battery. That shoots the fuck out of every other army. What, why is that? At long range. Because nothing else in the army shoots at long range. So you, you kind of have to have the magic if you want to attack people long range. Exactly. Yeah. So is, isn't evocation, isn't that like, uh, doesn't it have, that, have like long range magic missile spells? No. No? It doesn't. It doesn't. It has snipes. Yeah. So you can kill things like monsters? Not really. Single model. Maybe if you're really lucky, but you don't have trouble against monsters. No. Most of the time, you have trouble against like one-up characters or like skirmishing units that chaff up your alpha counter style stuff like that. You want to kill chaff, and you want to do some massive damage at long range, not just do a wound on a single character. So basically, what you're saying is that you have a problem that Saurian ancients are kind of push down the evocation route. You, you think you, you would rather have something else than evocation? Thaumaturgy, a lot better. Occultism, a lot better. It still fits the fluffs, but they don't want to change it because reasons. But I don't think evocation I mean, is, uh, is looked... I mean, it, it's still a good law. Evocation is really good path if you are like a vampire covenant or Undying Dynasty player. Cosmology is really fluffy for the Sorry Ancients. It's really good for the Sorry Ancients. Occultism, a lot better than Invocation. Thaumaturgy, a lot better than Invocation. Both of the laws, or both of the paths, really fluffy. What, what makes them better than Invocation? They have, like, regular magic missiles. Okay, so it's determined by the amount of magic missiles you get. Because that's what you need. You to still have comet buffs, and you can, you know, either you call down a comet, or you have a really good magic missile, and some other good spells. But but don't you have a magic missile with your signature or hereditary spell? Hereditary. Hereditary spell. Yeah, but you know, two is one, one is none. It's kind of true. If you only have one yeah, magic missile, true. if you have one, you just dispel it, and yeah. you'll be you'll be. Done with the face. Yeah. We played together this, this day. Yeah, yeah. And you, I had three magic missiles. One was only dangerous for people that I must save. And the rest of the... you had, Then I had two magic missiles. You always just built one of them. So I had one left. Yeah, sure, sure. If I have 
one magic missile, it's nothing because you just spell it and that's the end of it. Yeah, I I, I can agree with you for sure. All, so so what, mean, you're, what all, you're saying? All magic phases is like you just have double of the effect you want yeah. to be able to. So I, I think what you're saying is that um, Soren Ancient should perhaps get rid of evocation yeah. and have a different path. Yeah. Um, because it doesn't really suit their playstyle. Exactly. And what I'm saying is that the guys, I mean, I don't know who is in charge of this, but there's one guy from the 9th age team who's defending evocation really, really hard, purely based on fluff. And I mean, the 9th age is a game that's supposed to be fun and competitive, and it's more fun if the paths work with the army, and it's more fun if it's more balanced. Sure. So the fluff, okay, is not released yet, and it does make the game more storytelling, but you could easily change the fluff if it will make the game better by giving the story ancients a different path what, for what the path, What path would you suggest? Uh, I have already suggested cosmology, occultism, or pharmacology. Why? Why is that compared to um, occult evocation? Uh, uh, because you get uh, different magic missiles. Of course, I want cosmology the most because it's very versatile. Law. Yeah. It would path. make path. I will drink. I think cosmology is the best fitting yeah. path, considering the. The, the you know the fluff behind the army before the ninth age, about like reading the stars, the Aztec aspect of the army, about reading the planets and how the stars were. Um, it fits the army a lot, and then of course uh, all the spells would be really good, and it, it will be a very hard um, decision to make whether you would take pyromancy, alchemy, divination, or cosmology. It would be really hard to decide what to pick because all of the law, all the paths, are really really good in each of their own way. Is uh, did 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 we see any evocation choices in the ETC lists? None. No. So zero. So always and, uh, and actually, Soaring Ancients is not it's not the least picked army, but it's the most picked army. But it's it's like. I think it's one percent point ball picked than the average. Okay, so it's it's pretty well picked. It's well picked, and nobody is playing invocation because everybody is playing. Most of the people are playing pyromancy, alchemy, or like or divination. Yeah. Okay. So Nobody's picking divination. So so uh, basi nobody's basically, invocation. basically, invocation is like a path that's kind of fallen by the wayside, and what you think is that cosmology would fit the army better for its use. And also it's fluff. Exactly. Yeah, I agree with that. I and see that. Everybody sees that. Except for the fucking stubborn guys that makes the team, the <laughs> that decides the rules. I don't think that anything would be taken from Saurians if you just included the option of having cosmology. The problem actually arose by the team that are making the Saurian book. They asked, how can we make the soul something discipline better? Uh, I'll tell you that. Just delete it from the book. 
<laughs> it's not worth it. So I, th- I think what you're saying is that they they kind of want to make evocation work, but and it's to impossible. make it to make it work, they're kind of giving giving these like disciplines to the quartal, like the options, to kind of make evocation something good. Yeah, but right now they're saying you cannot prom. It's like the most stupid thing. About so they kind of kind of you cannot promote avoidance play or snipes. But invocation is a path that promotes snipes. That seems counterintuitive. That's counterintuitive, exactly. And they have so many rules, you can't do that, you can't do this, you can't do anything like that. But why Why it's trying to make evocation work if some other path just works a lot better with uh, the army? I mean, I, mean if I can see evocation work with yeah, sorry, I can see evocation in, in, work in a more uh, combat close close combat orientated uh, list. Reroll to hit, reroll to wound is good. Lethal strike, I mean... You already have reroll to, you already have some, some kind of reroll to hit, so the reroll to hit is only giving you yeah, diminishing more, returns. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, true. So, the spell is not so good for the army. Okay. Yeah, the two snipes. Really nice. Yeah. Reroll to hit. With shooting attacks. Lethal strikes like no shooting. Lethal strikes can be worth it, for sure. Reroll to hit can be worth it, for sure. So that's one spell, plus the two snipes. What about... Um, but but I, I think... I think the, 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 move, the movement spell is, is okay. But it's really hard to play with the movement spell. Yeah, movement spell is. I think I think the snipes are like more effective in other armies like uh, undead, because they kind of really struggle with the single characters. Exactly. Whereas the the Soaring ancients don't really struggle with them because they have the cowboys, they have the cornerstone characters that can actually deal with them. They have the torosaurs, they have the impactors. They can actually deal with single characters, whereas the the undead well, factions can't. I can I can still see kind of a list that plays more around making the core. Uh, if you run blocks of sorrows with evocation and temple guards, like more of a kind of a spammy kind of list, and then kind of force multiplying with evocation, it could it could work. But I suppose to an extent, divination does the same, or at just, least just, shamanism does. Just, just better, and it also shoots chaff. If I remember correctly, evocation is generally easier to cast than than divination. But with divination, you get plus two uh, agility, which is and, huge, and offensive skill, yeah. which often gives you that's like hit, the, hit on a three plus. Yeah, that's like the perfect ones. spell for sword. Yeah, it's a perfect spell. Yeah. yeah, and you can bubble it, and you can bubble it. Yeah, so it's a lot more utility than the evocation. So evocation just like. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, Nobody you know, wants to take it. Yeah, uh, seems to be better in higher initiative armies. So I, th- I think this kind of um, brings about like a really interesting discussion in general. It's the same with the dread elves. I don't play dread elves. Neither do you, but they have one one path. I think it's occultism. It's never picked. No, they have yeah occultism never. and witchcraft. Witchcraft is better than occultism. Occultism is never picked for dreadles because who wants to sacrifice really expensive dreadles just to buff your occultism spells? No one. You can pick cosmology and alchemy. The the paths are just yeah a lot better. better for the army. Yeah. So I I think I think this kind of brings about like a really interesting discussion in general. Um, obviously, there's some kind of fluff written. In behind the scenes and nobody knows it and yeah and it hasn't been released so my, my question is 
Is it better to release fluff that's been written and maybe not set in stone? Or is it better to wait to release fluff that has been like read through and completely proofread and everything is like, this is how it is? I think it's better just to release the fluff that has been written. And even though it's not set in stone, it's like a guideline. And if the fluff doesn't really work with a game that's supposed to be balanced and really fun to play, just fucking change the fluff. I mean, the fluff is what we write it. I mean, the fluff is what we want it to be. If you don't like the story, I mean, you can just change it. It's a few lines. Just change the words. Be done with it. How about you? I feel like the whole idea of... of containing the whole fluff in a single narrative is mistaken. I think it should be operationalized, meaning that rather than writing cohesive fluff, you should be writing singular narratives that as a whole points to a direction of the fluff of a given army. So, I mean, so for instance, you write, rather than writing the entire description of what Elves are, you write a narrative in a certain setting with a certain premise. It's kind of what it did right so far. So yeah, okay. how, well, that, but, that, that, that works in my opinion. So, but, but, but that's but there's, not how you there's also some with the other armies that's been written but not released. But I mean, the problem with the with the problem with the surnames and the evocation is like they're saying, well, the fluff says that this and this and this is supposed to be, and you can't really argue. So one guy he made like he mapped all the all the paths for all the armies, and it was like, well. Thomodoshi doesn't really fit the orcs or the ogres. And how does shamanism fit the kingdom of Equitain? Yeah, it doesn't. It, it actually doesn't. It, it yeah. actually doesn't really fit. No, it's a but, legacy thing. But it, it fits because it the the spells fit the army really nicely. Yeah, for a gameplay perspective. For a gameplay perspective, not fluff. No, I mean And I, they were like and then they try to like push the fluff down over the gameplay's perspective. But in the other discussion with the short instance and the evocation, they're like saying gameplay perspective has n- has no re this is no value at all. It's only fluff. And then when you go to other armies, gameplay gameplay perspective has a lot of value apparently. <laughs> it makes no sense. It's I, just it it's it's bollocks. I I don't understand why the why, first of all, why Highborn Elves has access to shamanism on the Master of the Canary Tower? That doesn't make sense it's to just me. I, I, can, I can give you actually the fluff reason. Oh yeah? So, the Master of Canary Tower, there's like, um, in in the Highborn Elf Kingdom, there's, the, there's like, it's called Kalida Alban, I think. It's like the the, isle, the islands where the elves live. And they have this like, uh, Canary Tower. And they also have um, the other tower, which is like Asphad. So Asphad is like the library where all the elves go to study. And then uh, Kalida Alban is like the the kind of hipster tower. So if Like Vesterbro. Yeah, it's a bit like Vesterbro. Mm. So like most of the all the, all the if you're if you want to be a mage, then you go to Asphad. Yeah. And if you're like a bit of a hipster and you You go to the Master of the Canary. You don't you don't fancy studying like a vocational degree, you yeah. go to like the polytechnic. <laughs> at a cranberry 
And the Granary guys, they teach you a little bit of everything. Yeah, but but shamanism specifically. Yeah, so shamanism, shamanism specifically is is uh, has been chosen because it like reflects the the like a natural nature of the elves. So like the, the another re- another reason enough for you to talk. Shamanism has been has been chosen because plus one strength works yeah. really good with yeah. cosmology. Plus one strength, yeah. so you're gonna get also, two spells really with plus well with one strength. strength. Yeah, yeah, I think it's completely, uh, it's it's uh, thermature. Completely fluffy, sense. yeah, of course it is. Yeah. I mean, everything can be explained with fluff. Yeah, yeah sure. If, if you so, wanna, the you fluff wanna, blocking from making a better game experience is just bullshit. <laughs> That's we all agree. Uh, yeah, to an extent. To an extent, yeah. To an extent. So we all agree, <laughs> fluff. Blocking from a better game experience is bullshit. Not necessarily. I mean, let's not forget yeah. that many, okay. many different you, factions. You said, you no, said no, yeah no, before. No, no, I said to an extent. How how is Smite the Unbelievable a perfect spell for the Worm Swamps? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. I, I don't know. I, I literally. I, I don't mean, know. but let's for not the, forget for the Ogre Khans. Let's not forget that most of these. It doesn't make sense at all. There's no paths? there's no logic behind it. No, no, it's it, just does it work with the army or not? No, 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 and that's it. No, there's a, there's a deliberate process behind this. This is wasn't just grasped out of thin air. I mean, the, 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 the whole idea was that, you know, whatever faction had access to this and this path had to have access to certain legacy kind of things. That's why you see the old... Uh, there's a mixture, right? There's a mixture yeah. of like legacy and new stuff. Yeah, that's what I mean, right? Yeah, I, I think it's interesting like how how people are choosing... Well, how the balance team are choosing what paths people have that each faction has access to. I think, I think, for instance, that King of Equitain should have access to Thermotorchy. Why is that? Because that one was supposed to be the general law of the human Path. population, paths of the human Drink. populations, and this kind of thing. Like the most generic. It's like if you're a priest that wants to smite all the evil in the world, you take. Like the vermin spawned and the ogre cards and the orcs, of course. Yeah, it's it it nothing. It seems like shamanism should be more like kind of skaven, skavenish. What's the skaven? Vermin The vermins have shamanism. Yeah, that makes that makes that makes sense. But thermaturgy, maybe not so much. Well, to an extent, again, I think thermaturgy was laid out to be the most generally available. So here is the list. Thaumaturgy is available to currently the Demon Legions, the Ogres, the Orcs, and the Vermisorms. But those are the ones with the spells like Smite, the Unbeliever. But isn't that the, like, the most like kind of basic magic? You, 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 you would think, when you look at the spell names from Thaumaturgy, you would think like maybe Empire, Hybron Elves, Kimlet-Kutain would have spells that oh, would like smite wrath of god wrath of the gods smite the unbeliever like the gods are really they're praying to the gods and the gods are answering the prayers and uh, no, I, bring I th- the I wrath think, i think it actually fits the orcs and goblins really well I yeah think it does it does yeah. it actually, it actually yeah, and fits I, I think it fits the ogre cards really well also yeah and sure. i think it fits the vermin really well as well yeah and the demons yeah, uh, I'm not sure about the demons. Yeah, I like yo, I and the, and the, of course it wouldn't fit the empire or yeah, the higher no, 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 I, I don't think, think it would actually. It, Why? it would it would fit empire. Empire exactly. would be okay. Yeah, and but Victoria? but here's the kicker. Empire used to have thaumaturgy because yeah. it would fit the fluff. Yeah. But nobody would take it, so they took it away and yeah. changed it for another path. Yeah. Bang. 
Yeah. But now they won't do it anymore because reasons. I would, I would personally, from a fluff perspective, I'd like to see shamanism for King of Echo Chain change for Thermoturgy. Uh, but I still think shamanism is better for the single reason that if you're not taking shamanism, you're already behind when you're playing King of Echo Chain. Because it's so good. Yeah, because that's because, the only and, reason. And they say like shamanism is like the rule path of the peasants. Coming to like yeah, a bigger, no bigger thing. I have no, no idea. I'm not really, I'm not really it's sure like bullshit, full of bullshit, full of bullshit, yeah. and it's like. So but shamanism is just really good for the same thing because spells are good. Divination, druidism, and shamanism. Shamanism. And shit. So clearly, clearly, shamanism needs to be changed to cosmology. In my opinion, yes. Yeah. Clearly. But what is cosmology? If you looked at the... Remember we had a podcast Yeah, yeah we, we talked about the cosmology quite in depth. Yeah. But... But, uh, but, but in also, the way, in the way that the Ninth Age team wants you to perceive cosmology or just in the way you perceive no, cosmology? When, when, I, I, th- I think we have it pretty, pretty good. I, I'm pretty sure that the big path of magic has a rather elaborate explanation so of ha, what, what's your opinion of, what's your fluff opinion of cosmology Patrick how do you feel it like fits in with the ninth age well I just think that the the Aztecs aspect of the army of, of the sovereign ancients, ancients yeah. and the Aztecs aspects of like looking at the planets seeing how they work seeing how they how the planet movements will affect the chaos or the cosmos on the earth makes a perfect fluff reasons for them to have cosmology. But isn't, isn't that similar to divination? Uh, well, cosmology is more about chaos and cosmos, apparently, and the uh, movement of the planets. Divination is more about asking a god for help-ish okay. and perceiving the future. Perfect. And to be honest, I could see like sacrificing it, people it, it, on the altar is more like an occultism thing. Yeah. So I could also see occultism working really good. I have to say, when you look under cosmology, okay, you the, see the, the quantum teach the power of the cosmos, worshiping <laughs> the prime qualities of order and structure. Oh, yeah. Okay, so the fluff... <laughs> no, no, no. Patrick, Patrick, calm yourself. Calm yourself. The fluff is literally saying <laughs> that the quantums who have cosmology and the ninth age team is just like <laughs> on top of each other like just saying no because no logical reason like okay, okay. Let, let's read it let's read it let's read it do the voice do the voice just what do the cosmology do it like a gandalf voice do the cosmology okay, because i'm not in control anymore <laughs> cosmology it, to, it says down. the fucking quarrel knows cosmology <laughs> and then they go like no it's not <laughs> fluffy <laughs> enough <laughs> so <laughs> go for it patrick okay it. so here is the the cosmology law page, of the nine page 14 page what is this 14 of the pastor magic okay cosmology our world is fragile i think is a fragile thing, a perfect pearl in a pounding sea. It's a miracle that the element necessary for its creation aligned, and it is the claim between opposing tides our island of existence is formed. Call. The quaddle, spelled with an O instead of an U. The quaddle, spelled wrong, <laughs> teach the power of cosmos. 
Worshipping the prime qualities of order and structure above all others. Yet a world without change is a world frozen, doomed to an entropy which will eventually stifle life itself. Worshippers of the dark gods take chaos and chains as their precepts and claw at the fortune Foundation. foundations of the world. They are blind to their own failure to achieve perfect chaos and the loathsome consequences of structures collapse. Even our very consciousness relies upon some small pieces of order to maintain. So the Quadal knows cosmology in your flock. Ninth age team, you are full of Scottish knight. Hashtag the banter is the banter is uh, lovingly uh, meant, and we like everyone. So I think what Patrick's trying to say. No, no, is... no. We get exactly what Patrick's trying to say. <laughs> but so I want to. I want to. Cosmology for the quarrel is very fluffy, and that it's actually written into the. Background. It's a written is a fluffy, <laughs> and that the Scottish knight is arguing against it is just like. What does, it, what does the evocation say? I want to see evocation says. No, no. Evocation. No, no. Evocation. No. Nope. Let's say what evocation says. Okay. Is this something about von Karsten or something like that? I mean, okay. okay. I we're, we're talking about the frogs anyway. I want to do the reading now because yeah. Reading. All right. This is the path of the world lying behind the mirror of life. There's no secret beyond death hidden to us, for we are the lords of the souls. We know the hidden one himself, for we are the masters of the most secret essences. We know the truth of names. Said by someone who I have no idea who is. Grim, Grimoire, the Lord of Souls, okay. blah, blah. To judge from my experiences, we, the wanderers of the path of evocation, are among the most disquieting of all the magicians and sorcerers. Stories are told across the world about our mesmerizing gaze, our disturbing look into the eyes of the enemies. For we are able to gaze into the connection between the soul of a creature and the abyss. There is truth to some of these claims. Souls are the very essence of a living creature, and an evoker knows well how to call, weaken, or strengthen them. The discipline of evocation is based on the force lying behind on the realm of death, the root of life itself. The power governing the existence of a living creature, including time itself and its capacity to consume the body of that creature. When some of this power leaks into the material world, it will incarnate as a body made of flesh and bones from either man or beast, and it becomes its own individual force. It is this force that sustains the material body and gives a living creature its conscience consciousness and soul. Although unique, these souls are still recognizable by a sound, known to all the magicians as their true name. We are commonly named Lords of the Souls, as we can evoke, bolster, cripple the soul of others, and even in some cases evoke life forces from the land of the dead, thanks to our knowledge of true names and for the forbidden sounds. Mastering the knowledge of the essences of death it serves us more as a resource than a limitation. 
I like how the quarrel is mentioned so many times in the <laughs> evocation path and so few times in the cosmology path. I mean, the ninth age team, you're reading the, you're writing the fluff and then you're just like saying it doesn't exist and you're saying the quarrel shouldn't know cosmology because evocation, like okay. raising skeletons from the earth, it's so much like I the dinosaurs in the jungle. I like I, fits perfectly. No, I like I like evocation for the quaddles actually. But I well, also but why why why, why? Like because I like the duality of life and death thing, which in which so relates mostly to, which relates mostly to the snipes, right? It relies about you know kind of, but obviously the, <laughs> the like the resurrection part doesn't really preoccupy the quaddle theme. It, or ha the it, it, it has no. No, it's still it's still an Aztec. It doesn't it doesn't exist in the gameplay. Let's not. It doesn't. You're right. You're right. It, it doesn't. It. I mean, yeah. the Aztec aspect is sacrificing people on the yeah. altar. Yeah. That's occultism. Yeah, it, I agree with that actually. So evocation has nothing to do. A with little bit. Still, it's still occultism. If, if I'm if I'm honest, I could see occultism more than evocation. Yeah, exactly. I agree. I agree. Evocation has the least. Similarities okay. with I wanna, Aztec culture of the Southern ancients. Let's if we talk about occultism, I'll I'll read out loud because you guys are too drunk. I'm sorry, but it sounds like shit. Reading out from occultism, it's a French guy. Francois. I'm, I'll start by the. I'll start by the by the bulk test, text. So state the opening line. Oh, sorry, it states starts here. Leave ye not the shadows, ye who dabble in the hidden art. Get thee to the gallows, where thief and murderer leave their heart. Seek ye not in open roads, where common man can make his way. For the power of our ancient code suffer not clear light of day. So, so state the opening lines of the infamous Occult Creed. Of unknown provenance, the poem ranks amongst the primary causes for the dire reputation of the mysterious paths of occultism. Poorly understood and subject to widespread misinterpretation, this ancient and highly potent law is commonly called dark magic. Many whisper it is a gateway to the dark gods themselves. And yet its students have rarely been found responsible for any nefarious activities in our lands despite their persecution. In fact, occultists try to remain hidden not just to avoid the judging eyes of society, but because their art, as they call it, thrives behind closed doors and wilts under public gaze. Besides, it's probable that the secrets of the occults are jealously guarded more to maintain their exclusive prestige than out of fear that evil men will misuse them. Indeed, as we see the final lines of the creed, occultism have always been a morally neutral path. If ye masters tears, poison, soil of grave, and still avoid the news, all the power of darkness will be thy slave, but only ye can find its use. Yeah, I, I see this one more for the quaddles as well. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah. I mean, is evil. If, 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 if you don't see this more for the quaddle yeah. than evocation, blind. Blind. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Clearly read the but, but, fluff that you've yeah, read. But, yeah. but the, the, the thing that Scottish Knight uh, is defending the Ninth Age team, yeah. and he has to do it because I don't know why. That's his job. But it's his job. Is it? I like everybody who makes the game. It's fine. 
But the argument and the threat about why the song engines rap, the evocation law is just path. Path. Whatever. It's f <laughs> you shouldn't have the evocation. This should have Occultism or cosmology, yeah. like in the fluff, yeah. <laughs> or something yeah. else. Yeah, yeah. We agree. I, I, I am, to be honest, I having actually like you, you, the fact that you've highlighted this document, like the actual official Ninth Age document, and the, the official Ninth Age fluff and about the path yeah, is it, it talks it, about the quarrel. It is a little bit knowing cosmology. It is a little and bit, and then the gameplay is like fuck you. It is a little bit disconcerting that the. That the fluff says that the Quattle specifically yeah. knows, knows cosmology, and yeah. then it doesn't and at all in the game. It doesn't. Yeah. So so while while I I've, I'm personally advocating that the that the path should uh, be based on the fluff. So in my perspective, cosmology would be fitting yeah. a lot. Yeah. Since so, the fluff so, actually says the Quattle needs cosmology. Yeah. And, the and, about the and let's not forget a lot of thought and effort has been put into the fluff here, yeah. especially concerning the, the path, right? So, so why wouldn't you want to make uh, rules that support this? I want to read something because this is going to be hilarious. Can, can I take the second part? You can, but I want you to read this, this regarding why? thermaturgy. <laughs> so I, I get to read thermaturgy. Yeah. And yeah. it's about Sunnah. Le okay, wait a second. <laughs> let him read. In the let, him, let him read. Let, let me read. Let me read. Here we go. Here we go. By army. Here we go. Okay, come on. My beloved lord, when the power of Sunnah supports your armies through the holy works of magician, nothing can stand against them. Thaumaturgy is the only real way a human, a real lord of Arcalia, can trust magical powers to support his soldiers. Thus, you should respect the tradition of the nobility of our beloved land and call to you all those having the knowledge of the power of Sana. Written by Giovanni Pico de Bellatore. Letters to Count Manfredi. De Bellatore. Bellatore. But he is not from the Empire of Sunstar. <laughs> He's from Bellatore. He's like some random guy, not from the Empire. He's from Bellatore. Talk, talking about Sana. Just out of the random. He's not from the Empire of Santa because they don't have Thomas law. <laughs> There's a path. Nobody wants to play a fucking path for their army. Okay. So fuck you, Fluff. Okay, and it doesn't fit at all. Let's uh, let's let's continue along the path. So as a thaumaturge attached to the court of Vovidova, my duty is not only to serve his army as a conduit for the gods, but also to oppose the magical powers of our enemies. The faith of the Volskali grants me the power of thunder. For our greatest god, Grom Movernik, is the lord of storms. But my beloved Morana, mistress of death, has always held my heart and soul. But faith alone cannot overcome all ordeals. Thaumaturge of the holy nation of Volskaya are trained to fight in the first of the battles. For our beloved nation sits in the territory beset by war. I travel to the west and in the nation of Sonstal, exchange the knowledge with the thermoturge of Sunna. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm just gonna stop there. <laughs> I'm just, just gonna leave it there. Yeah. The thermoturge talks about the Sonstal and the Sunna. And what army didn't have the thermoturge path again? <laughs> Let so, me just remind you. So I, I, I guess the path's imagining to update it a little bit. In conclusion. So. In conclusion, the fluff is fucked, <laughs> and we all just want 
uh, evocation and, 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 and not a nice game. Okay. I mean, I think so. Scottish yeah. knight making making <laughs> silly arguments about evocation, evocation That's being so the fluff about the quarrel is just. I wanna just I, say yes. No, no. I yeah, I, just say yes. Yes, it's yeah, obvious. I agree. I agree. I agree. Everybody I agree. agrees. Yeah. Every, okay. Like I, I think, I think. I love the Niners team for making the game. Yeah, I love Just all of you. We love all of you. Fucking the path Patrick, Patrick, and be done with it. Patrick is super drunk. I think um, <laughs> the point that I was trying to make probably about an hour ago was um, like we, 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 we see a clear discrepancy here between the rules and the fluff. Yeah. And the, the, the fluff that's been written is maybe a little outdated. And that, that's okay. Patrick, that's is, a- Patrick is going keyboard warrior. <laughs> <laughs> Like the the, the, the fluff that's been written is a little bit outdated. Yeah. And that's okay because it takes a while to update this. But what what I think is most interesting is that there has been some fluff written, but it's not been released to the public. So we don't necessarily know exactly what has been done behind the scenes. Right. Because I mean I I, I see a little bit behind the scenes. I know what kind of what's going almost like a little bit of what's going on. So I can kind of see the fluff. I can see I can see the general idea, but but at the same time, the people in the wider community can't see this. So whereas I can see it, and I can see okay, this rule really reflects what's going on in the in the background right now. The the people who are actually playing the rules in general actually can't see what's going on in the background. So how how could they kind of justify this rule? This rule is like saying, okay, the fleet officer gets plus one to deployment, but but how is this reflected in the fluff? Why 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 does he have this? Why does he have this weird rule? Why can why can Empire of Sunstar Wizards not use thaumaturgy? Why can Quattles only use evocation? Like if, I, I think we need to see this. Yeah I, yeah, I mean. I don't understand necessarily why the ninth age was so restrictive with allocating access to the different paths. I mean, if fluff-wise, and I think it makes sense for the Saurians to have evocation to an extent, but it also makes sense for them to have occultism. It I agree. It makes sense for agree. them to have, um, what were we talking about, sorry, cosmology. Cosmology, yeah. So, I don't see the need for limitation here, especially since the quaddle is supposed to be the best of all the magic. Yeah, exactly. And for the same reason, I don't see shamanism used by Kingdom of Equitane, but I do see thermaturgy used by Kingdom of Equitane. Yeah. Divination makes perfect sense, as does Druidism. Right? Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I, I think... I don't, I'm not sure if, if they need to kind of do a review of these paths, but I think they need to maybe start thinking about releasing some of the background that justifies the decisions that they've made. I don't. I mean, again, I don't. I never really. But okay, let, let's let's take it. Let's take it like an example. Like both of us, both of us think the kingdom of Equitane should not have shamanism. Right. That's something that we can agree upon. Yeah. Shamanism, it doesn't really like. It doesn't really makes no sense. It doesn't it's really make sense. Thing. Yeah, it's a legacy thing. It doesn't really make sense. Yeah. So, why do the kingdom of Equitane have shamanism? There must be a background reason why they have shamanism. I'm not aware of it. Exactly. So, in my opinion, they should release this information to the community. Supposing it's there. Assuming it's there. And and like give a reason like why 
why the kingdom of Equitain have shamanism as a path they can choose. Yeah. And then that would kind of put people at rest and say, okay, well, this is our ninth age opinion of why they should have it, and, and this is the game. But I think that's a reverse method. I think what they've done in the first place is describing what each path is and then allocating them to the different factions is actually the way to go about it. Do you think? Yeah. This is that. And then looking, so, the, 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 you know, it's, it's rather, are you having an inductive or a deductive process, right? Or I mean, the, the process, in theory, should be like a background thing. Okay, so it should be... It should be like, like driven by background. Yeah, so it should be in inductive, it should be empirical, right? Yeah, it should yeah, be, exactly, I see this, exactly. it fits on account of that, so it yeah. must be true for this, this and that. Yeah, yeah. Right? So... To that extent, you need the, the starting description of what each yeah, path is. I, I agree. Yeah, and that's called the inductive method. Yeah. So you write the rules based on the observations. Yeah. Meaning, I see that this fits with the background of my army, therefore it must be true for my army. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. the method. Yeah. Right now, it's a kind of a deductive process where you see, I see the rules, I want the rules for this <laughs> yeah. army, kind of, therefore yeah. I must use the rules for this app. Yeah, yeah. Which doesn't really make sense. Yeah, I agree. So basically what we're saying is that we need a little bit more background than this what what's been released. Yeah. Yeah. Is this too offensive to write on the forum? There's a lot of red lines, there's a lot of cap <laughs> capital letters. It's very offensive. What was the point? Uh, okay, let, let's we can take this on the on the podcast. What's the what's the what's the background title what's the title of the thread that you're posting on? It's called uh, brainstorming evocation. It's in, in the, the Sorin Nations forum. Yeah, and there's a lot of Jedi keyboard keyboard Jedi's I can see. So a lot Patrick, of without, Patrick uh, said, <laughs> I really love how thermaturgy fluff talk about the Emperor of Sonsol, even though they don't have access to the law anymore. Path. Oh, sorry. Path anymore. Path. Because nobody used it, so they changed it. In the same way. The cosmology fluff talks exclusively about the quattle, even though it can't use the path because of fluff, and the quattle is spelled wrong. Quattle, never mind that. You meant to spell that with a C. To be honest, no, 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 no. That, that's how they spelled the quattle wrong it make, in the path fluff. Okay. It make not fucking. That doesn't really speak. It, it makes no, no no fucking sense. Okay, no sorry. No fucking sense. So I'm just gonna do the spelling. Yeah. So. So, using fluff as a reason why some armies can use different paths, please don't use fluff since that's just bullshit. Since the fluff is just countering your argument. I mean, yeah, the argument is that because of fluff, the the quantum can't use cosmology because the fluff that's already released for the nine years, ninth age only talks about a quantum for cosmology, and they go they go like, well, cosmology doesn't really fit the quantum. I want to say something. I want to say that I think that all the work, which was a lot, that was submitted and put into, and put into the path, I think you should keep that and stay true to the f initial intentions of that, and apply that inductively for each faction that it applies for, and stop trying to limit the access to paths if there are overlaps. Some yeah. some armies will naturally have access to more paths than others. Specifically, the Saurians. Which is supposed to be great magic uses. Oh, because all the units are are crossed 
really high because they're supposed to have a lot of magic help. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, look at it. Look at it from like a Sylvanath point of view. I give you a, like a really good example. So there was like a really a really interesting debate in the Sylvanath forum. So we had this kind of in I think one point three. Like the the issue before the last issue, there was um, the tree the tree spirits. They had yeah. like the dried ancient and the tree father ancient. They had like limited access to divination. So basically, if you chose a a dryad ancient, you had like automatic you got these spells. If you chose a tree father ancient, you automatically you got these spells. And you also like had like half access to witchcraft with the Mistwalker. So you could buy an upgrade for the um for the spell singer mm. and you could you could have access to shamanism. So what they did is they decided okay the the sorry the witchcraft. So the witchcraft path was not taken very much. It wasn't very useful so they say okay we'll wipe the witchcraft and we'll give you full access to divination. So the dried ancient can now choose its spells. And the tree father can now pick its spells as well, rather than having specific spells, which makes divination more powerful. But obviously, we lose the access to witchcraft. But nobody took witchcraft. No one they? took witchcraft in a competitive sense. But what they were trying to do is saying, okay, you have three or four paths that you can choose from, and if you want to have access to divination and witchcraft, then you can't have it in the full extent. You have to have one or the other. So what they were saying is like, okay, Sylvan Elves, they have access to four paths, and that's it. But if you want to have access to a fifth path, then you have to limit yourself on another path. Okay. So what they're trying to do is not is kind of limit the options for each each race to a certain number of paths. But actually, in the thread, evocation brainstorming at the Sharon Ancients, they say specifically that they want to limit each army with a certain amount of paths. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I can I can see the idea behind it. Yeah, I and understand that. Uh, not every army should have every path. Yeah. That's a good idea to like develop rules from. Yeah. But maybe the path should fit the army. <laughs> In gameplay wise. And the fluff fits. So do, the you, fluff do you only think the fluff actually Talks about the army. <laughs> we get it. 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 So, how do you think cosmology fits the Soaring Ancients gameplay-wise? Gameplay-wise, how, how would it benefit the Soaring Ancients to have cosmology compared rather to than, rather than divination? No, no, rather than evocation. Rather than evocation. Sorry. Okay. So cosmology doubles really nice with shamanism. So you can have double plus one strength. You can have two magic missiles. You can also heal or snipe with them. But there's only one spell sniping. So it's not that much. Uh, it's not um, advocating for so much um, I don't know, negative play of just sniping and avoiding play. Since only one spell. You have plus one offensive skill, which is really good. Since you have... Um, Reroll ones, and if you get two hit and threes with reroll ones, it's really good. Yeah. So you have many different uh, ways that how how cosmology could really affect your gameplay. Yeah. And also, even through truth, 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 
truth of time. True, true. Aren't you drunk? Truth of time. No bad, no bad. Would be really good to make your charge charge thread longer. I mean, even plus one Aegis, uh, oh, five up Aegis with five up region from the Jade Staff is a good uh, match. Gameplay wise, it's really good lo really good path, uh, and it uh, competes a lot against uh, it competes a lot compared to Pyromancy and Alchemy. And fluff wise, it fits. Yeah, I agree. But I could also see Thumb of the G and Occultism work. Just so, as well. like, like today you played the protein magic path. Yeah, and it's supposed to be really shit in teams play. I think it worked quite well today. In singles play, it has its place, I guess. Um, but would, it, it it could be stronger. Would you would you choose cosmology over the protein magic? Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah, because it only has to play seventy points. Yeah. In the quarter, yeah. just to pick the attack spells. But. Okay, let, let's say let's say you didn't have would, the choice of taking protein magic. Yeah. Would you choose cosmology over something like alchemy or divination or pyromancy? I don't know. Maybe. May, may, maybe. You definitely take it before you take a vacation. Yeah. So so my question you would, is, my you, would question take, is, you would take it before on vacation, but I don't know if you my, would take my it question before is, alchemy is, and pyromancy. Is cosmology pyramid. like an if let's say the quattle had access to cosmology? Yeah. Is it an auto include? Is it is it like Okay, I have cosmology. I'm going to pick cosmology. I think it is for the majority of the units or factions that have access to it, but that's more to do with the path. I I don't think so because alchemy brings so much. To oh yeah, the, it does. Yeah, yeah. Alchemy you, brings so much to you the can army. Have, you could have essence of a free mind with alchemy and then cosmology, maybe. Oh, essence of a free mind with pyromancy and alchemy is so strong. Yeah, I, th I, think, army, you, I think that you take you would you would alchemy and you you would end up with a real choice. Of yeah. what you would bring, because cosmology is a is a Ultimus, good yeah. contender yeah. towards alchemy and pyromancy. Oh, yeah. With a evocation, this, I mean, there's there's no doubt you would take alchemy or pyromancy or divination any day of the week before you would take evocation. Yeah, probably, yeah. Cosmology would make it a real choice. I also, yeah, I agree. Depending on the list. I mean, depending on what you just bring. I don't see thermaturgy for Saurians, then. Not based no, on the description. But, but based on the fluff that some of the guys, like I, I, Scottish Knight, I, is bringing into the thread. I, I disagree. I disagree about thermaturgy of Saurians. Yeah, that doesn't fit. No. Yeah. It's too simple. Yeah. It, it's more crude. I, I think it's more religious based. Cosmology, yeah, is cosmology def makes definitely yeah. sense. Yeah, and occultism yeah. as well in the Aztec yeah. theme. Yeah. But yeah, but not for uh, not for the team that making the book. No, we agree. So so I think so we just rationalized based on the available fluff that evocation for Saurians should does, go. It does say that they should have yeah, cosmology. Yeah. So 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 evocation should go, and in should come cosmology and occultism. And to yeah, be honest, yeah. now they're gonna waste a humongous time on making a discipline for making evocation yeah, work. Th this, it's this never is, gonna work. This is just like this is fucking just choose yeah. the path, be done with it, make it make a discipline that works really easy, an extra spell, whatever, make it uh, you make it that you don't have to take the duality and it, it's a hundred, maybe seventy points. I don't know. You, it gives. Reduced Catholic cost of the next spell you cast with cosmology. Yeah, I mean, done with it. This, it's fine. This is something that I think is is the most important. Like, 
Um, they they kind of want Soriness to use education, so they add like a discipline yeah, to, to the, the quartal yeah. just but, to support it. But so, the discipline is shit. Yeah, it it doesn't work. So it's like, like <laughs> instead of giving giving them an option for education, like and then pain, like a discipline pain. that like helps education, just give them access to cosmology, then you don't need the discipline for education. Yeah. Exactly. Just like, at, the, at, the same, at the same time, I could also see like, like a, a discipline. Like, let's say they get evocation, divination. Oh, what's the other two? No, 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 no. Like, evocation, divination, no, uh, cosmology, cosmology, occultism, alchemy, pyromancy. So let, let, let's say pyromancy. They only have four. Let's say four pyromancy. No, they should have five. Let's say pyromancy, divination, cosmology, and div and alchemy. Alchemy. So the four, because, the four because, because we know all the Aztecs were really good at manipulating the 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 metals. Oh yeah, yeah, they're uh, known for that. Out, out of absolutely. out of the blue, yeah. apparently they were absolutely so, known for that. Sure, sure. It fits There's the an argument. But, uh, it fits I, the fluff. Wait, 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 wait. Well, what, what I would really like to see is like a an occultism path, like an occultism uh, discipline, like a darker discipline. Yeah, I, I, th I think that would be really cool. So you have the but you have the neutral kind of, in the fluff. You have the the four the four kind of disciplines that the four paths that the quartal can choose from, and then you have a like a discipline or a, an extra thing for the quartal that actually allows it to choose occultism. That would be cool for me, I, if, in my opinion. Yeah. What are you doing? I'm finding the path. Yeah, it's fluff. under downloads. Often, off, oddly enough. <laughs> so where it is? Path of Magic. <laughs> Download. You, you I want to read what it says about... So I want to read what it says about metal, uh, alchemy. Metal! It says, Empire of Sunstone. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah I, I think. Do, do they have alchemy now? Yeah, yeah of they, course they do. Because, to be honest, there's an argument for removing alchemy from the fucking frog and then including it. Yeah. And rather than alchemy having... I mean, to be honest, alchemy... Doesn't fucking fit the frog. No, no I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I agree. it doesn't fit the fluff. No. Why does it have it? Yeah. Because it's really fucking good in gameplay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's. Yeah. I'm reading out from it's like alchemy. Infernal dwarfs. The path. And <laughs> style. Solomon's empire again. The path of the alchemist, dear student, is the most is the most noble of the path of magic, for it seeks to divine truth from the nature of the material worth. Whatever that means. We seek to reduce all things to their most basic true essence and by doing unveil the means to create anything from the crafting of rare substances to separating the impurities from the body to binding of purified metals to arms and armor. Alchemy is the key to unlocking the world's secrets and in knowing them mastery of the world. Its long history can be traced to the holy city and its myriad uses played and, it, and its myriad uses played like no those. small part in the success and growth of the empire. Okay. We can learn much from them, example, from their example, and should seek to emulate them in their in our own beloved Sohn style. Masters of our path focus their craft on working with metals, and we divide our efforts between the practical use of the vulgar metals and the mystical properties of their noble counterparts. While the proper combinations and mixtures of the base metals can create useful alloys of bronze or steel, which 
enhance the might of any army the mixture of gold and silver call to the soul and banish dark spirits making protective talismans and wards so I, I don't see how this is any, anything relevant to, to Saurians at all. No, Not at all. It's like 0%. This makes sense for high, high Elves, yeah. actually. Yeah. And Infernal Dwarves. And Infernal Dwarves. And Empire, and, like, yeah. they are mentioned. And yeah. Regular Dwarves, yeah, if they had yeah. access to it. But Regular, regular dwarves, dwarven holes don't have access But like, to war, Warriors of the Dark Elves also have this? Maybe. Yeah, well, it doesn't make any fucking sense. But, I mean, the Quattle. In an extent, it does. The, I mean, a little bit. The quarrel shouldn't have alchemy no. from a fluff perspective. No, no, no not at all. Not, not at, at all. Like, not it's, even like, close. it's like this kind of armorer guy that likes yeah. making metals. No. It's like the Saurians, they have like scales instead yeah. of armor. No, and they're like a, a, yeah. the old ones or the, the guards. They have like we- we- weapons made out of su- bone and su- obsidian. I suppose yeah. as They don't have like a nice forge just forging magic items like. The the quarrel, he doesn't will alchemy. No. He maybe maybe he is reading the stars or yeah. asking the gods for yeah. help. I I it's like divination, I cosmology, thaumaturgy. Maybe he's savage, so he has shamanism. But, but why why does he have pyromancy? Yeah, that is the my next question. That's because it fits the gameplay. <laughs> That's why. Let's see. No, no, it's about. Don't disclose anything. Let me read it. Let me read it. Chaos and pyromancy. Oh my fucking god. Okay. So, pyromancy. Those worshiping and manipulating. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Read. Go on. Which one? From here. Yeah. From here. No. Those worshiping and manipulating the power of fire call this element the Lord of Transformation. Ultimate dynastic power, dynamic, <laughs> dynamic power, <laughs> of the universe. <laughs> Sounds like a quarrel. According to them, fire is a pivotal element, allowing life to flourish. The representing change achieved through destruction and strife. It is a supreme weapon too, permitting cannons to fire, swords to be forged, village to be burned, for fortified walls to be torn apart, cast to be burnt to ashes. I like the part about the fortified walls. Yeah. To them, fire is in the heavens, through the sun, and can be found in the depths of the earth, through lava and volcanoes. Fire is the element through beyond duality, and though which duality can be overcome, for it is the ultimate force itself. Pyromancers are violent by nature. They strongly believe truth and evolution can be achieved exclusively through the inner and outer strife represented by the incandescent burning passionate everlasting energy of fire which encompasses and symbolizes the fiercest part passions too from extreme love through self-sacrifice to searing wrath that's like a really long sentence they believe such an element burns in the very core of their own being and though this in Inner flame, they can master our outer, more aggressive flames. Many witnesses of their power have seen flames burning in their eyes, and in some extreme cases, literally arising from their bodies. They believe the spark of life inside them is a part of the cosmic fire, dominating the transformation of everything, and ultimately the relation between cosmos and chaos. Knowing such violent and destructive capabilities, Pyromancers generally undergo a severe learning, initiatory path, 
under the tyrannical guide of a master to prevent self-destructive tendencies to tame their power and, also, and to eventually exploit their abilities within armies against the right enemy. This is like really badly written. Um, such magical path is generally assessed as one of the most demanding. While other paths can lead to madness or corruption, the only outcomes of pyromancy are success or total annihilation of the magician. <laughs> mastering, mastering the infinite power of fire means to be one of the most dangerous among the mortal practitioners of magical powers, not to mention the fact that pyromancers are extremely sought after for sieges and larger battles. I like this for, uh, for the rocks. You do? Yeah, I do. I do. I think it fits. Because it's coming like it's a lot about, you know, oi, 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 To be honest, carrying a fluff, I mean, divination, which, which, thaumaturgy, occultism fits the frock the most. I don't I, think I, I, actually, does. I actually butchered this description, but like, what what armies actually have pyromancy? Pyromancy, it's Empire, Hybrid Elves, Infernal Dwarves, Ogre Khans, Orcs and Goblins, Soaring Ancients, that's it. I think, to be fair, Warriors of the Dark Gods should have pyromancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Also, also, to an extent, actually, Silver Elves. Why? Because Why? the destructive energy, like, the, 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 the kind of primal description that is. They're not destructing, they're, they're just rebuilding they the more forest. Like bal- they're more like balance than. Balancing stuff yeah. and rebuilding the forest? No, no, I mean, like, Silver Elves has got access to Shaman. But they're not. They're, yeah, but they're not. Yeah. They're not burning the forest down. No, no, but it's more like the, the whole, like the the, the tribal, the, the feudal, the kind of same thing that but, applies for Silver Elves. But that also that's, applies for Orcs and Goblins. But that's the shamanism. Yeah, it is, but it could. The pyromancy is not for the Seven Elves. They're not burning the forest down. I suppose not fire and wood. I mean, fire for the orcs. But it does. Perfect sense. Fire for the Seven Elves. Not at all. But it does talk about fire as a source of life rather than than uh, as as a source of recreation, like a Phoenician. I think think that's kind of different. Like I think Hybern Elves kind of fit better, like fire being a source of life. Yeah, maybe. Well, they're forging a great army and phoenixes and magical weapons. Silver Elves are more like like druid stuff and making the the forest grow and like. I think water I, stuff. I still think I still think that from the description we just re- uh, read, I still think that Soren Ancients it kind of makes sense for that. I, I absolutely butchered it. I was so drunk. <laughs> I think it makes it, but I don't. Miss, but I still. My point is that Soren Ancients should have access to the more laws than your average because that makes how, sense. How many? How many do they have right now? Five. Is that a lot? That's more. On average, you have four. Yeah, but yeah. so Soren Ancients should have. Except for Dreads, who have five. And Havanels who have five, and yeah, Saurians have five, and the rest have four or three. But but it's che- yeah. it's cheating because Havanels actually also Soto has access to shamanisms and witchcraft through the mouth of the Kenrick Town. Which yeah, is and Saurians so, only have full access though. I mean, okay, okay. I mean, like, Saurians don't have full access. So to so what? what so do, do we agree that Saurians should have pyromancy? I I personally think they should. The one thing that they shouldn't have that they have is alchemy. Alchemy. Yeah, makes alchemy no sense. Fits nothing so, at all. So we, we think they should remove alchemy and remove evocation. Yeah. Yeah. And add occultism and cosmology. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. Without a doubt. A hundred percent. And 
that saying, I'm playing the army, alchemy is the best law for the army. Path, path, drink, drink, drink. What, whatever. Mm. Fluff-wise, it doesn't fit at all. No, I agree. 100%. And for King of Ecclesing, get rid of shamanism, include thermotagy. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, so maybe maybe that's that's the discussion that we've had. I think we've been recording probably like two, three, way four too long. Oh, oh, and re- include pyromancy for Wars of the God, Dark Gods and remove alchemy. Yeah, I can agree with that as well. Um, lastly, also, why the fuck does Vampire Covenant have access? To- oh, alchemy for Vampire Covenant. Like the mad me- alchemist kind of makes a little bit of sense. Yeah, yeah, maybe. it makes sense. Yeah. So, so the the last thing that I kind of wanted to go into is um, so this is a, like four hour point of co- of podcast. What, what is the last point? Maybe if I don't think. What would you that. say, Henry? So I, I I actually wanted to talk about like, let's call Henry Henri. Let's 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 go, let's go for like the uh, the Henri section. Uh, the <laughs> The the section by by myself. Um, what? Uh, so show okay. the army. I I want I want to talk about war machines. Mm-mm. Okay. No more. I'm going home. <laughs> Good okay. night. See you later. Yeah. You see his boys. Bye. You see his line. Hi. See see. Good, you want wine. wine or just vodka? <laughs> wine. You don't <laughs> have to go out, right? No. No. We have to. Yeah, we can go after. Let's drink another bottle of wine. Let's go out. And welcome back to Amazon Podcast. Number 33.7. Whatever. So I there's like what did you drink this? Is this is this yours? It's Christopher's. Okay. Done with it. I can just go in my glass. So um there's like one thing that I would like to talk about on the podcast. And um this is something that's kind of been like kind of going around for like the last last month or two, let's month or three maybe, um, is about war machines. So let's let's talk about war machines, Patrick. Yeah, um, let's talk about uh, war machines. So, like, if, if you if you think about cannons, cannons, everybody hates them. Everyone's killed. Exactly. I mean, it's like the juice. No, no, no. I didn't say that. <laughs> it, someone else, someone else on the forum said that everybody has Jews. I didn't say that. For for one, <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about that after. Let's talk I, about that after. I have I have Jewish friends and I quite <laughs> like them a lot. They're nice. Okay, okay, okay. okay. War machines. I didn't say we, that. We'll take it after. Take it after. This is really funny as well. You want the and the two? I, I just want. To, let me finish this one. Okay, this is really good if you leave it for a day. Okay, we're, we're good to go. So, my my thinking about cannons is, like uh, the, the stone throwers, I think the catapults, they're in like a good place. 
They're really good. They're, they're good, but they're expensive, and they, they're kind of intermediate. But the cannons, I think the cannons are still in the wrong place. Yeah. If, if you think about cannons on like a, like a historical setting. There should be anti infantry. Exactly, exactly. I didn't. I, I didn't even have to tell you this. I, I read your mind, Henry. You read my mind. Exactly. Well, maybe I don't read history. Maybe, maybe I read some history somewhere. Or maybe you just read my post on the forum. I oh, don't know. I don't know what you posted. Uh, many posters. I didn't see it. So anyway, how would you fucking hit a flying dragon with a cannon on plus one to hit? You can't. No. Exactly. But how would you hit a flying dragon with a bow thrower? A lot easier. easier. A lot yeah. easier. Everyone's seen Game of Thrones, right? Everybody's seen, Everyone's seen Game of Thrones where it's like with this ball thrower, like no, spinning that's, around that's on the Hobbit. No, Game of Thrones as well. And the Hobbit. He's on the back of this truck with the ball thrower. And, he's and, like, and the Hobbit with the back with black arrows. Yeah, exactly. Ball throwers against flying monsters. Plus one to hit. Here we go. Here we go. Wings. Cannons yeah. against infantry. infantry. Yeah. 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 So 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 my my idea is. You kind of boost ball throws against uh, against flying. So you give them clip wings. Every single ball throw, single shot, clip wings. Plus one to hit against flyers. Done. Yes, Done. Yes, that kind of like like uh, does the same thing that the cannons do right now, but it's a little bit cheaper for everyone, and it also makes um, flyers slightly better, which is good for everyone because it's not really there in the game right now. Not really there in the meta. What? Like uh, dragons and stuff. I mean, it's very hidden. Yeah, it's I mean, not. It's, it's not it's, really there. It's there, but it's like a, yeah. in a small dark corner. It's like me playing it and no one else. And and Furion. Yeah, Furion. But yeah, whatever. Not, I don't have access to any flying stuff. Yeah. Anyway, so so the cannons, they should, in my opinion, they should be like area attack or something like that. They like go through ranks like so. You say area attack two, and then you multiply the two by the number of ranks that the unit has. Or the number of files that the unit has. Or maybe it's just area attack two. It it's just two lines through your in, through your unit. Unit. Yeah. And be done with it. Yeah. And it's fine. Strength ten. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, exactly. So it's like anti infantry. Anti infantry. You're probably gonna kill. You're probably one, gonna kill one, eight one, units or one, one ten units. Ten more each hit. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Not d six. Not d three. Just forget it. Yeah. One wound. Yeah, exactly. Kill the infantry, be done with it. So, so, so what can, about can what about the mortars? Mortars, are, I think mortars are fine. They are also anti-infantry. Yeah, and and they, they maybe they should be, but the but the mortars are like more killing like like mass infantry. So you want the Michelangelo cannons? Michelangelo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Do you know what those are? No idea. That's a multi-fire cannons. I, I, I think cannons should you, be like... You, you, you've never discovered the Michelangelo cannons. So, like, there's, there's a big difference between what we're saying about mortars and cannons. So mortars are like hitting a lot of, lot of troops and wounding on maybe a 4 plus or a 5 plus. Whereas cannons are shooting like a small number of troops, but they're more reliable. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're they're strength ten and they're wounding on a two plus, but you could also have D three wounds. You could also have them for killing monsters infantry. What? They could also be D three wounds per hit. Why? Why not? Why? It's a cannon. Yeah, it doesn't hit. 
It's you have minus one to hit. Why? It's very hard to hit something with a cannon. Yeah, very hard. But like, if it's a big block of infantry, it's it's very hard to hit like a single model for sure. It doesn't. Google is not my friend. Maybe it's Leonardo da Vinci cannons. I'm thinking about. Sorry. I have to squint to see what you're writing. I'm. I think about the multi-shot cannons. That, that's, that's definitely Leonardo da Vinci. So it's Leonardo da Vinci cannons. I'm thinking about. Leonardo. Leonardo da Vinci. Steam cannon. Here we go. Pictures. You got, Not you at got, all. You got everything here. No, 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 no. It, the pictures are in the. It's a special chapel in Florence. It's called. I don't know. I have seen it. It's like a cannon that can shoot multiple shots a turn because it will. When the cannon fires, a new barrel will That's be. That's like available. a hell, hell blaster or what, what's called like a volley gun, right? But it's only one, and it was invented in real life by, yeah, I guess Leonardo da Vinci is the most inventive guy in the Middle Ages. But 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 you understand what I'm saying, right? So the yeah. ca the cannon should be like anti-infantry, yeah, and the the bolt throwers should be um, anti-monsters. Yeah, I, I think this is like uh, really, really important because it, it, it really changes the dynamic of the knife age. Yeah. And it also, also kind of, for me, for me at least, it like airs on realism. Like the bolt throwers should be, should be like physically, like more, more capable of killing monsters, whereas cannons are much harder and they, they should be more anti-infantry, like units. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I agree. I I agree, Henry. So so I mean, like, how how would you how would you balance this? Like, would would you think that, like, uh, like a goblin bolt thrower? Or do you think that should that should have like plus one to hit versus large flying things or what versus uh, large what gigantic flying things? Yeah, plus one to hit. Yeah. Increase the price. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Sure. And the cannon. I really attack two against infantry or standard size models. Yeah. Multiple wounds. One. N uh, no multiple wounds, just one wound. Is it a war, like against ogres or something like that? Trolls. Maybe, maybe multiple wounds, what? A D3? D3? But against trolls, I mean, one ogre hits the. He takes the cannonball, he dies, that's it. I, I like I, I don't know I think I think it, I think a cannibal if should you, kill like two, two if, ogres. If you do like. the cannon against ogres, I mean now we not it's nowhere near nowhere near realistic because let's be honest ogres don't really exist about uh, outside of fighting pits and you know underground stuff. Ogres don't exist <laughs> in real life or in real life in real life. But let's say ogres did exist. They do. They don't. But <laughs> a cannonball, they would just catch it in the breast and one would die and then the rest would be like, okay, that's George right there. Taking so George, George took one for the team. George, George took one for the team. We'll celebrate him when we get home.
Okay, that's right. it. So, so I mean, we, you wouldn't have George and Michael and Willie die from the cannonball. But but uh, let let's say that a cannonball had like an area effect two per per rank. So so if you're shooting a unit of ogres, it's like three by three. That'd be like six hits, right? Yeah, yeah. So six hits, wounding on a two plus. Five wounds. Five wounds. That's, so maybe maybe that's George, one, that's George one, and that's, Willie. I think I think that's like a fair number of ogres for a cannonball hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the cannonball hit has no pluses to hit. Exactly. It's really hard to hit a cannon. Yeah, exactly. It, like it's, it's difficult really, to aim a cannon, right? Yeah, and it's so unwieldy. Yeah. Because you know, you and I we shot cannons so many times. <laughs> 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 Apart from the joke, that's what we expect. Yeah. But both so, rows, <laughs> cannons were really hard to aim against ships that were like 30 foot long. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think. And even though they, they didn't hit every time. Yeah, I, I think I think the like the historical aspect of it, the bolt thrower should be much easier to shoot at than monsters. I like the historical aspect of pyromancy yeah. and dragons. <laughs> Whereas the cannon should be more of an anti-infantry tool. Why do we have wine all over my mouse mat and my keyboard and my computer? I think the question you should be asking is why don't we have more wine over your mouse mat keyboard? <laughs> So to beat this list, we bring bring in the Shiraz from Australia. Australian? Yeah. It's what it looks very nice. Thank you very much. Let's taste it. Let's taste it. It's better than an empty glass. Henry now lives on Vestapo and has a <laughs> wine shop, so he is by definition now. Yeah, he has like a beard, and he's I guess you have become. I have a beard. You have my become, own wine company. You have become the ultimate manifestation of someone who lives on Vestapo. Yeah, you think? It's like you it, realize it's that. crazy. You have a wine, really? wine company. Yeah. You have a beard. Yeah. 
It's so. Is, is that all I need? It's so stereotypical. I mean, it's it's even it's beyond and above. I mean, Pour my wine, bro. <laughs> it's a good thing you still. Is, is is that like a thing? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Should I shave or is it like a problem? No, no, you should shave. You just do like a what is called lumberjack shirt. Oh yeah. Shave your beard so you have like a mustache and pay, make me wear a weird uh, hat or something. Yeah, a bicycling bicycling Bi- bicy- cap. Bicy- bicycling to yeah, race work. cycling cap. Thing. You like one of those with a small shade. You know, like Crusania bike to work. Oh, you have a Crusania bike. Oh my god! Yeah, you have it already. <laughs> I mean. What you we we made a box. It's very narrow. You fit exactly into it. Also, you're foreign. <laughs> you you. Okay. I mean, the most narrow box of who fuck lives on Vesterbro. You fit exactly into it. <laughs> it is okay. kind of funny. Okay, okay. okay. I, I never knew this was like a stereotype. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like, okay. But what, the, like, what, what are they called? they called? What are they called? Like the hipster. Hipster. You like hipster. You're an ultimate hipster. You like. I, I don't aspire to be hipster. No, it's, I know. It's that very. It's the identity of a true hipster. <laughs> it's very effective. Okay. Like when you have electricity Pokemon attacking water Pokemon. It's like very effective. <laughs> I'm more like a fire Pokemon kind of guy. Yeah, against a grass Pokemon. I thought you'd be like the stone Pokemon kind of guy. Okay, if, if you could choose a Pokemon, like what Pokemon would you be? The one that's not a dragon. Which is your favorite Pokemon? It's, it's, it's of course, it's Venusaur. Venusaur? Of uh, course. Yeah, yeah. This guy plays so well. Why, why would you ask? The next, well, the next well, one is Charizard. Gra- Fuck, I don't know. I mean, shit. Uh, okay, okay, okay. You've got, three, you've got three Pokemon on your team. What's your team? you got Venusaur. I, I would just take number three, number six, number nine. End of story. Which are those? With Blastoise, Venusaur, and Charizard. Exactly. Okay. Those are the classics. How about, you, how about you? You go with the classics. You don't go... I, I mean, there's 150 Pokemons. The rest don't count. Come on. <laughs> I don't you've, got three, you've got three Pokemon on your team. One Come on. Do I have to take the most powerful one? You take just take whatever, whatever you want. Pokemon you want. Don't take Squirtle. <laughs> <laughs> don't take Pikachu. Uh, Pikachu shit. Pikachu is really good. Pikachu shit. He's not on my team, but he's really good. I like uh, like the Abracadabra line. Ponytail. Okay. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, the Abracadabra. Is, is Alakazam? That's the. Alakazam is the is the. the, the Abracadabra and then Alakazam. Alakazam is the last one. It's really it's a psychic one. It's really good. Yeah. So, so which 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 three Pokemon? I think I'm I'm the psychic kind of Pokemon guy. But well, you need, and you then need also three. the white ones. The white ones. Yeah. Why? <laughs> the sun, like the sun symbol. Are you racist? That's, that's Magic the Gathering. No, no, you, you like, uh, the, or is it called uncolored or what is Normal it? Normal type. Normal type. Normal type? Yeah. Like Ratata? Yeah, I can't really think of a good one now though. Redicate? No, not Redicate. But like Pidgeotto? Pidgeotto. Pidgeotto. What about the Pidgeot? The evolution of Pidgeotto. <laughs> no, no. Pi- isn't it Pidgeotto is the big one and Pidgeotto is the small one? No, no the no, Pidgeotto no. is the Patrick's model middle right. one. Okay. I'm Pokemon There's only two. There's three. That's Pidgeot, Pidgeotto and Pidgeot. Oh, that probably is. It's opposite of Sparrow with only one. So you've got to choose three Pokemon. Come on, because <laughs> we're on the podcast. <laughs> I don't know, man. Fuck, I can't choose. So, Pidgeotto, 
Alex I am and, and oh, Cherry Star. And Cherry Star. <laughs> and Cherry Star is not a dragon. What? He's not a dragon. Why not? He's not a dragon type. He's a fire type and a flying type. Exactly. Fire and flying. Not a dragon. <laughs> Cherry Cherry Star is the ultimate dragon. He's not a dragon. Dragonite. Fuck Dragonito is is a dragon. Okay, I would would choose. I would choose Arcanine. Oh, that's a good choice. That's my favorite Pokemon. Jesus Christ! Out of nowhere. Okay. Lapras. 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 Ice and Water type. What about Snorlax? Snorlax is good. Okay. And then Venusaur. But Venusaur is the best. Venusaur is good as well. But Blastoise and Charizard and Venusaur. Blastoise is shit. Blastoise Blastoise can fuck off. Any electric Pokemon just fucks in the ass. Blastoise is really good. Anyway, back to the Ninth Age. 